Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The Brewing Network Sunday Session is brought to you by More Beer. Featuring the new easy-to-sanitize threaded diffusion stone. Check out the new threaded diffusion stone at morebeer.com. Item number KEG590. We bought dogfish heads, old brew house. They just have a more of a connection with this living organism. And let me tell you, that was a piece of shit. Well, it doesn't help that we got like 12 dudes in here. I feel like Sam bent me over. Pre- preferentially, I think you'd be naked the entire time. Sam's a walking boner. Well, don't get used to it. Going right now. I don't get those cues that well. Maybe because I'm not freaking gay. Sometimes you need to take a step Keep back and just go, you're kind of small. I climb in that manhole pretty easy. In defense of your wiener, your balls are gigantic. No. Seriously, weird oh, um, sideshow big. Sweet God. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Welcome back to The Session, everybody. Welcome back to... Welcome back. Welcome back to Welcome Back. Thank you. You're welcome. This is the place that we laughed about. Isn't that Welcome Back, Connor? Yeah, it's like, wait, what song are we singing right now? I don't know. That is Welcome Back. That's true we are. Mr. Cater. Um, what's happening? <laughs> I almost had a skeleton crew today. I'm surprised you guys yeah. showed up at all, to be I honest. I think we still do. We're here. I thought, I thought for a second <laughs> that I was we showed like, up, that's the question. The yeah. boys went to uh, Lagunitas uh, Beer Circus today. Should have stayed. I, I, thought, I thought you were gonna. It was I, getting uh, pretty kinky there. It was? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I think it's an excuse for a lot of these women who want to dress up like whores to do just that. Oh, I like those kind of parties. Yeah, it was great. So it's like Halloween. A lot of ways, yes. A lot of their egos were out there. It's pretty cool. So a lot of hoary Petaluma yeah. chicks. Well, yeah, yeah. With beards. Well, I think once it got dark, we were really going to get interested. interested. With beards? We well, it was, it was a mix. Yeah, it's like a circus. So they'd be bearded Wait, women uh, shit like that. Okay, beer. I didn't know if you said beers, as oh, in these beer. tasty beer, beverages, yeah. or beer, yeah, but like hairy faces, you mean. Swallowing swords, hairy faces. Really? A lot of trash. Nothing wrong with stuff. a little swallowing swords. A little flesh sword. I don't care if it is a hairy face. <laughs> right, JP? That's right. <laughs> I'll swallow a sword. Yeah. No, I meant... Ah, forget it, JP. You're, keep keep going. We didn't want you to go that far. <laughs> I didn't want you to be the, the sword swallower. <laughs> I don't understand. So, uh, first oh, yeah. time at Lagunitas Circus, beer yeah. circus for you guys. For me, yeah, I didn't get to the first or second. Whatever, if they, or if there's, this is the third, I don't know, but... 
great time. Tasty wears his sunglasses at night. I don't know if you well, guys yeah, noticed I, that. I wear them all day. I got this cold and my eyes are red. Uh, yeah. No red for, not for any other reason. They're just red. Sure. A cold will do that to you. Yeah. yeah. A right. cold and a day out at Lagunitas Beer Circus, so they'll make your eyes red. Well, no, no. They have a sign there that says, no smoking anymore. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> and did Everybody ever... knows what that means. Yeah. It's like, used to be able to just like, burn one right there, but right. not anymore. So. so everyone abided by that. They did. That's, That's why good. I brought a bunch of cookies. Yeah. Good. Oh, you are the most popular guy there, as always. Actually, that kind of party is your kind of party right there, so yeah. everyone's looking for Tasty, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You were the fucking coolest guy there, Tasty. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say anymore. Are those new sunglasses? No, it's something I had in the drawer. I don't. They look good on you. I think they're your style. Great. Yeah, just keep them going. <laughs> yeah, and when you do that, you look like Stevie Wonder. You kind of, you do have a way to move yeah. your neck around. Like before you can't the show, see shit. I might be feeling like him. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. losing all my senses. Yeah. So what's Beer Circus all about? Is it just a beer fest, but kind of funky, or was there some, actually some circus stuff happening? Yeah, yeah. There was uh, trapeze sort of stuff going, uh, you know, uh, women uh, on rings and, uh, you know, like, what, 20 feet in the air, no net. Uh, really? Pretty interesting and, and scary stuff. Yeah, sword swallower, like Chan mentioned. Uh, just sort of going on the whole time? You know, yeah. They, 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 typically, you know, the guy like make an announcement, and they draw attention to the high wire act, and, and they right. do their thing, yeah. They had a guy get out of a straitjacket hanging from a pallet of Lagunitas beer upside down on a forklift. Really? That was pretty cool. That is cool. How long did it take him to get out? He's still Five there. minutes? I mean, it was quick. Oh, watch Maybe less than that. It was... And what was the, like, where was the danger? Like, the, were, were they were they lowering the forklift? No, but he was pretty high up. Oh, was pretty high up, but was. I know, just asphalt, you know, dry. I think he had 148 bottles ahead, you know, just below his feet there. Uh, I see. Hanging over him. Right. Wow. Man, a high wire act. You Should know. have gone. Instead, yeah, it, it goes good. on into the night, huh? They keep it going. I don't know if it's that long. A couple is more it, hours. Is that's that what it is? Oh, okay. it doesn't get that dark. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you guys would have had to sleep in Petaluma tonight if you didn't have to work today. Yeah, we were uh, rocking the uh, press passes here. So. Oh, they gave you press passes. Yeah, we were with media. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so now there were no lines. So for you us. have to do some reporting right now. And, and are we not you reporting? You have to validate your... Uh, yes. So, t- so tell me about the beer. Any good beer? Was it only Lagunitas beer? No, no, no. They had a lot of breweries there. Uh, Marin, Moylan's, uh, Russian River. Uh, Third Nap- Street Ale Works. Napa, Dempsey's. Napa Smith. Napa Smith's. Uh, Sonoma Springs. Any favorites? Uh, man, you know, I went to back to uh, Vinny a couple times. He opened a five-year-old bottle of supplication. Oh, nice. so that was kind of nice, and he had consecration. Uh, Lagunitas had a few beers on that were really good. I mean, the Maximus was really good. WTF was really good. Yeah, Sonoma Springs had a um, it was a Kolsch with American wheat that was pretty interesting. It was like a blend, I believe, or something. Okay, uh, but yeah, great beers. Uh, Denise from Moylan's brought a firkin of the uh, Dragoons Irish Stout. That was oh, really nice. Not a girl. So yeah, plenty of beer. I like that Lagunitas WTF. I picked up a bottle the other day. I was grabbing some sour beers, and I think I was grabbing a beer for uh, Candy Brewett. Saw that on the shelf and yeah. grabbed one of those. That's a good beer. Very good. WTF. I know what that stands for. Wilco Tango Foxtrot. Oh. Because they're clever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody around the brewery that. calls it what the fuck. We, yeah. we, see, we know. So. It's a clever thing. It's very clever. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds fun. Yeah. It was great. A lot of people. Yeah, Jeremy was uh, in his little uh, homebrew geek outfit. Yeah, he was dressed hat. up as a homebrew geek. He had about a six... Jeremy the Brewer, is yeah. that who you're talking about? Yeah, the head yeah. brewer there at Lagunitas. Mm-hmm. Of course, he is a beer geek, so it was sort of like... You know, it was stupid. great. He was taking notes. He had about a foot-long number two pencil. 
Little <laughs> he hat. just was taking notes yeah. on everything. I don't know what he's doing. He was making fun of us, I think. He was he making was. fun of us home brewers. We couldn't get rid of him. He's a bigger geek than all of us. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My eyes are bleeding. <laughs> His eyes are bleeding. I had to make sure that was actually bleeding. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. All right. That's the circus. It's like a circus there, really. It was. Sounds like it. A lot of uh, a lot of the brewers go. Beer, yeah, a lot of butt cheek. Yeah, Arnie was there, and uh, Denise <clears throat> and Vinny and Jeremy. Yeah, they. Yeah, everyone was there actually. What do you mean a lot of butt cheek? Like a lot of short skirts? Yeah, you know, just nylons covering butt kind of stuff. Yeah. Clowns painted Clown, like clowns. You know, like, Chicks, I hope. Yes. You're talking yeah. Yeah. No, you wouldn't see any guy butt that yeah. we know of. Man, that makes me want to go a lot right there. Oh, it does? I'm kind of confused. Scantily clad broads? I feel like I'm putting a, yeah, it's a puzzle a, together with all the pieces. Just, yeah, right <laughs> yeah, well, you are. Maybe that's the circus part of it. Maybe. I, think. I like this idea. Well, because, you know, we show. go to these beer festivals, and the only cleavage we get is, like, dude, yeah. dudelage, dude cleavage, man breastage. So, yeah, yeah, we got some pictures of, you know, the, like with some of the... More skanky looking ones. Oh, you did? Yeah. On what? On your phones and uh, we whatnot? Had our, we had our photographer do it for us. Our, uh, Randy the Spaniard. Randy the Mexican? No. Wait, now we call him Randy the Spaniard. No, I don't care what you guys call him. We had Jamil in here calling him camera. Randy the More Beer employee. You guys are all pussing out on me. So Randy the Mexican took some photos for us? Yes, he did. Where are they? On his, they're on, on his, his camera. On his phone, that means we'll see him a couple years. He's home jerking off to him right now is what he's doing. I don't know. He wasn't that wake when we were driving him home. So, <laughs> Oh, is that right? Probably probably sleeping or something. Oh. A lot of beer? Or? A lot of beer. A lot of poly- beer and pollen. You the uh, DD, Chad, or what? No, tasty. I was driving. Oh, you were driving? Yeah, I got the red eye, so it was perfect. <laughs> you, you, no, no, that's not right. You didn't stink like alcohol, so you were good to go. I didn't drink as much as they did. Not a boy. Well, I'm glad you guys made it back. I'll be honest with you. I, w- I was surprised. I thought uh, he wrote us off. Well, oh, no, I didn't write you off. Once, once uh, f- I figured you'd be late, but once four forty-five hit, I was like, "Oh yeah, I won't see them till five thirty-six o'clock." Because there, you know, I figured if I figured by then or or never. Tasty. We were, see, I knew we were ahead of schedule. We're hitting the bridge. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was planning for it. You know, I had a little talk with Jip where I said, "All right, Jip, well, what are we going to do? We're yeah. going to have to hold down the fort." Hey, listen, Bevo didn't go anywhere, and she was uh, almost as late as you guys. So. Uh, Okay, you're She's all good at that. You're all in the same doghouse. Really, right. she was. Her excuse was that she was sleeping. She didn't. She didn't even have a cool reason to, you know. Yeah, we're out there at the fest. You know, this is, is fest season, so we've been to fest. That's right. Three weekends in a row. You got to fest it up. I noticed you were resting most of the out. week, Tasty. Yeah, yeah to, uh, get, to get back to festing. Exactly. Because last weekend, really, I really had to rest up hard to get just to today. <laughs> last weekend, beat the shit out of you. Oh man, the weekend before too, man. Yeah. Yeah, last weekend was nuts. Yeah. All right. Well, glad you guys made it. We Good made to see it. you. We're in shape. Great show today. Uh, what do we got going on here? We're going to be talking to the guys from uh, Brewing TV here in just a couple minutes, actually. You know, those uh, two crazy oh, dudes over at... Uh, there's three of them, actually, because there's oh. the, uh, the the camera guy, well, I don't know the editor camera. guy. I oh, okay. They like to include him in the publicity. They should. And, uh, does all the work. I disagree with that. I oh. think that uh, when you're behind the scenes, just like in the rest of oh. Hollywood... You're a peon. You, uh, your name goes in the credits, and, mm-hmm. and we all in the industry respect you as yeah, a person right. who makes it happen. But the, the adoring fans, they could give a shit about you and your camera 
Yeah, that's what I think. But yeah. Yeah, these guys like to include everybody. So you got we got Chip and we got Mike Dawson, we got Jake Keeler, um, all coming on to talk to us in just a couple minutes about the new Brewing TV. They put out their second episode this week. So check it out uh, now, and you got a couple minutes to watch it uh, if you haven't already. We're going to be talking to them. And then uh, we've got the boys from, uh, well, not just the boys, the boy and girl from Metropolitan Brewing out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I believe it is our first foray into Chicago craft beer here on the BN. And we heard something interesting about their yeast strain, so we'll have to bring that up when we get to it. Okay, good. Yeah, funny. I heard some inside uh, information. Really? We'll have to question them about. Did you hear it today at the circus? We did. See, this is what I like about you guys going to the fests and stuff is uh, you start talking about who's on the show. Everybody always wants to know who's on the show lately, who are you guys talking to. And then as soon as you mention that, they start saying, oh, I, oh, I know something about that guy. Mm-hmm. And then you get the goods. All right, good work. Well, they had the Craft Brewers Conference there, so I'm sure everybody's up to date on everybody. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to them about that, too. So Metropolitan yeah. Brewing's on the program. They just had the Craft Brewers Conference out there, like Tasty said. And uh, I hear that they've got a, a quite a craft beer scene growing in the area. So I'm excited to learn about that from them. And we're going to learn a little bit about their lager process. I noticed that they do a lot of lager brewing. And... Um, Find out about as much as we can. If you've got questions, of course, hit the chat now button. Just hit the chat now button right there on the homepage. Bevo is back this week. She's in the chat room. Actually, JP's in the chat room, so if he's going to keep, you know, stealing my thunder, I'm just going to leave. Ooh. (laughs) Stealing thunder. You multitasking, Chip? Well, you know, I just said, I'm I'm here to make you feel better, Bevo, but uh, you're here to answer questions. She goes, questions about what? Said and I go, you know, the fucking show we do every week? To generate right. questions. Yeah. Questions about what? Get on my face. The beer festival that he's talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's Anything. I need to keep away. JP's so right in, in this case, Sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy the dwarf. You're supposed talking to generate to questions about anything. Yep. So, Bevo has now, or Jipper has now closed his I've window. I've closed it, yeah. Bevo doesn't like the competition. She wants, that's her. She, she doesn't. Is, she is queen of the chat and she doesn't need another queen yes. in there. You don't come into here while I'm in the chat. It's room. my room. My throne. My rules. Get away, Jipper. <laughs> Get away. I'm just saying, if you want to be in the chat, I'll go home and go back to sleep. I'm a little sleepy. Wake no. up and cranky. stay in the chat. Yeah. A little cranky. Have a beer. Suck it. Have I'm, a beer. Bad. I do what I want. What's wrong with you? We have four beers on tap. You, anybody who comes into the studio cranky, by the way, I don't understand it. All you got to do is show up early enough to lay underneath the tap for a couple minutes, <laughs> come in here, and relax. We don't yeah. ask a whole lot of any of you. You yeah. come in, you drink some beer, you act like a shithead for a couple hours. You'd be doing it at home anyway. We stopped requiring you to come to the pre-show meetings months ago. <laughs> right. Oh. That's Jay and I. It's private time now, apparently. <laughs> That's yeah. Now yeah. pre-show meetings are. It's Jay and JP time. Time yeah. to get caught up. I yeah. need to put. Uh, I'm going to put an ankle bracelet on you, Bevo. You know, okay. like a, like when you're on probation. Okay. And uh, one that shocks <laughs> you uh, for that? every minute after 4:30 that you're not here. Okay. Unless you send yeah. text pictures of what you're doing, then we'll then we'll then we'll we'll extend it every five minutes for every text photo <laughs> that you that you send us. All right, so we're going to be talking to Metropolitan Brewing Company. I'm excited about that. And uh, our mini topic for today, it's JP's week in the it mini is. topic world. And I really am excited about this topic. I think, it's, I think it's well thought out. JP did a good job. We'll, we'll see how you execute, you know. Probably not. <laughs> I may still have some, uh, some issue. But I love the idea. And what we're going to be doing is talking about uh, how to take old recipes. You know, uh, recipes, believe it or not, uh, there's been beer information out there since before the Brewing Network. Uh, I heard that, and, 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 and <laughs> cave drawings mostly. Right. Yeah. I had to look it up. When you said it to me, 
that no. there that there was life before the BN. I had to look it up. Well, yeah, it yeah. turns out you're yeah. right. You know, a couple of guys had written a couple of books. Yeah, pamphlets, really. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah. Apparently some really famous guys. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you find these old beer recipes from who knows how long ago. Right. And either the ingredients don't exist anymore or, or some of them just go by a different name. And JP's going to talk about a lot of that with us. So you can still take these wonderful uh, older, I shouldn't just call them old, mm-hmm. uh, but older uh, uh, beer recipes and still make that beer. JP's going to help you out by sure. uh, talking about some of the upgrades that you can make. So uh, a good beer information show for you today, I think, is what we got going on. Right? Right. Information. Right. I agree. Uh, guys? I can't always be supporting what you say about me. So no, it's going to happen. Hoping that, uh, <laughs> that somebody else would. Yeah, but what yeah. are you, you going to do? It's going to be good. Uh, great show. All right, a few announcements. I've told you for a couple of weeks now, you know, BNA5 VIP tickets have been sold out. Mm, yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks. However, I have two to give away. What? Over the next mm. couple of weeks, yeah. Can you scalp them? Uh, shit. What's the going rate? How, 75 bucks each. How janky are we that we are totally willing to scalp our own <laughs> event tickets? Because we would. Chad would be out the front I of this fucking it. thing scalping yeah. tickets for 75 bucks. <laughs> be great. Uh, one of our very wonderful and generous and uh, would prefer to remain anonymous listeners donated a couple tickets. He bought tickets. Can't even go to the fest himself. Um, but wanted to buy tickets for those um, who also couldn't go because they couldn't afford it. That's so, very anonymous. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so I've got uh, two VIP tickets to give away. Generous. And um, <laughs> it's generously anonymous. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. I haven't decided how I'm going to do it yet, Bevo. Find out if there's any. <laughs> just giving me a finger. Uh, find out if there's any interest throughout the show in the chat room there. Uh, if, if, uh, because. You know, you mean like ask questions, <laughs> generate questions. It's you a know. little far afield from your job, but I'm sure just, you could do it. If you could do me a favor, just participate in the chat room for a couple minutes, and uh, <laughs> I'll see, do my best. You know, maybe there's somebody for, who's already going to NHC but missed out on the uh, VIP ticket sales. Like these are the kind of things I'm looking yeah. for because I don't want to give away uh, VIP tickets to caller number ten. If caller number ten's not going anyway, then they're going to scalp them just like Chad does. And so I'd rather give them to somebody who can go. So try to get a feel for what's going on in there. Okay. Uh, but you can still get general admission tickets uh, to the festival through Northern Brewer, actually. And uh, you go over to the Northern Brewer site. You get in at uh, 7 o'clock instead of 6 o'clock like the rest of us schmoes. Uh, you get a little less beer because we're bringing in a lot of West Coast uh, action uh, for that VIP session. And you also don't get to eat Sean Paxton's food. Mm. Um, but... You do get to hang out and have all the beer that's left, and which is going to be that's plenty. True. In fact, we got sent a, uh, a a preliminary list of breweries this week, and it's looking great. I mean, it's it's yeah. a full on beer fest right now. I think there were twenty breweries on that list, and that and that doesn't even count ours yet. So I think we're looking at twenty or thirty different breweries plus uh, multiple. Hundreds of gallons of, of homebrew. It's almost like. too much. So how many people are going to be in <clears throat> for the VIP session? No. 200 people. So you're going to have over 200 gallons for 200 people? Yes. Well, I think the people that come in at 7 are going to find plenty of beer. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. A lot of beer. A lot, a lot of beer. 10 gallons a person. Because they can only do like a gallon or two maybe in an hour. <laughs> in an hour. Yeah. Right. As long as you got your glasses. Then slow down. Yeah, glass. Yeah. Yeah. Big glass. And a beer runner. So that's the deal. You can still get tickets to Northern Brewer. So, and I encourage you to do so. It is, um, you know, I don't say so myself. It's the event of the week. Right. You know, <laughs> aside from maybe club night, I really like club night. 
Well, club night is the biggest party in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. That's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not going to rain on club nights. No, you shouldn't. But aside from club night. I'm getting crunked at, fr- at club night, just for the record. <laughs> you are? Gr- oh. cr- You're probably getting crunked at BNA5, too, B. Yeah. Probably. Let's face it. Uh, the good thing about that is you have a night off, sort of, uh, in between. Because <laughs> uh, you'll probably puss out on pro night and let Sam get all yeah. messed up. It's a good plan. Like every other night, that's not going to happen. Right. You know what? Maybe for a donate, we can have a donation um, thing at BNA5. You know, it'd be a kissing booth. A Bevo kissing booth. We've talked about that. 10 before. bucks. 25 bucks. 25 bucks. To kiss Bevo. Where? Uh, wherever she wants it. I'm in the room oh. right now. Yeah, well, technically, you're behind a sheet in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Just where we are you, like are you. Are you sad yeah. that I've With taken your place? Would you like to come in the closet? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> want, yeah. Is there room? Feisty. Will you do the kissing booth, Chipper? Maybe people would like you to do that. Sure. I'll do it. Do but it'll be 50 bucks because oh. I'm, I'm talent. 50 bucks yeah. in a puke bucket. Yeah. What are you going to get? You're going to kiss a, a co host of the Sunday show for 25? Fuck that. 50. <laughs> that, that's 50. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Thank you. All right. What else do I. I got to get through this because I got to get to the Brewing TV guys here even before the break. A uh, bunch of merch in the store, new uh, t shirts, stickers, books, and uh, go to iTunes and get the Brewing Network iPhone app. And yeah. then you can listen to whatever's going on live anywhere you go. Now, I'll, I'll tell you right now, it, it doesn't have. You can't like search through programs and download all the shows and it's just it, it tunes in to what's playing live on the stream it's meant for those of you who, who you know on sundays you complain well i can't listen live i'm always out doing this i'm out doing that well right. buy the bn app and now you can listen so um bn app 2.0 will have all the other features you're looking for but that's going to take some 2.0. time yeah that's yeah. nice um, 1.6 whatever a few uh, offices and uh work sites and whatever, uh, block a lot of these uh, right. things that take up a lot of bandwidth or whatever. So if you have your phone and you can sit there at work, Tune plug in. that thing in, turn it on, man. Excellent point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aren't you working, though? No. Uh, yes, oh. but, you know, on you your break. Listen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll listen it's in. like listening to music when you're working. Yeah. yeah. I just you know, forget sure. how that, that is. So. Somebody's always <laughs> listening to, like, light rock, less talk in the office. It's yeah. the same thing. Right. It's Jeff, except it's light talk, less Lots rock. Yeah. <laughs> when you tune in. Yeah, that much. should be our slogan. The Brewing yeah. Network. Light talk, less rock. <laughs> Lots of F-bombs. How about shit talk, yeah. less rock? That's Ooh. better. Yeah. It's closer, anyway. Shit talker. All right, subscribe and join the BN Army. You get auto entry into the monthly raffle, which uh, is uh, sometimes is bi monthly. Um, <laughs> we're doing it tonight, though. Oh, we are. We are doing it oh, tonight. Uh, it's being put together for me as we speak, and we will be giving away two items. Um, I, I believe we're doing once for um, March and once for one for April. Great. We, we owe people two months mm. of, of drawings, so we're going to do that. And then um, we'll be doing May in just another couple weeks, too. So uh, you subscribe for any denomination. $2 a month gets you one ticket. $5 gets you two tickets. $10 gets you three tickets. And it just keeps going up like that. You can do the math. Uh, but it's a great way to help support us. And then we try to give you guys away something every month, too. As if uh, our free shows aren't enough, we try to give away some items, too. And tonight we are giving away a $100 gift certificate to our wonderful uh, wonderful sponsor, Beer, Beer, and More Beer. Go to morebeer.com and you can check it out. $100 gift certificate to them. And then More Beer has also donated a plate chiller uh, for this uh, particular donation giveaway as well. What does which, that mean? Uh, we've plate been, chiller? <clears throat> if you, when you uh, uh, run the, dry, uh, the washing machine and your plates are a little hot... 
put the plate chiller on and cools them down. <laughs> so you can put them give that away. Yeah. Plate chiller is like um, um, whirlpool. It's good. It's like a counterflow, but without the counterflow necessarily. It's it's made up of several metal plates. Yes. The wort runs through one way, and cold water runs through the other way. That's correct. And the wort comes out much colder than it went in. That's correct. Right. It's a simple thing. Wow. You don't have to wait uh, like like w- with an immersion chiller, which I don't mind either. By the way, right. I'm not knocking any chiller uh, uh, activity here. But uh, with a uh, with an immersion chiller, as if I have to be politically correct about fucking chillers now. No. Uh, with an immersion chiller, you have to wait, you know, a certain amount of time. And yeah. and in my experience, even at that point, depending on the temperature of of your water uh, coming out of you know your groundwater, you really only get your your work down so far. Right. I find that the plate chillers uh, do do a, a little bit of a better job. So and we're faster. giving one away today. They're a lot faster. and faster. That's right. You don't have to wait. Yeah, right. like pretty much right when it comes out the other end, it's the temperature. It's as low as it's going to get. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Uh, two things to give away tonight, and only to you who have subscribed to join the BN Army. What's that arm doing over there? I keep I'm shaking under the desk. Is it? Trevor. I'm hitting my knee. And, I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm I'm looking. I didn't at, notice I'm, I was doing. Trying it. to have a conversation here, and, yeah. and and let me show you what I'm seeing. <laughs> I, mean, I just uh, I know you can yeah. barely see that in the camera, but you can get the idea. I'm looking at JP, and and one of his arms is under the desk, uh, shaking in a back and forth type of motion, shaking, moving, down all around. He's got a pencil with an eraser over there. All I right. do. You can get all of these updates uh, via Twitter. Go to twitter.com/slash/brewing/network, and also over on Facebook. Oh damn it! Yes, Facebook. Uh, show ideas. If you have an idea about a show, where do they go? Mm-hmm. Or a guest, or something having to do with content in the show, or Email if it's Bevo, <laughs> anything no. having to do with ideas for the show, anything having to do with show ideas, uh, what guests, a, okay. topics, right? Suggestions, tips. I'm getting it. If it's part of the show idea portion of the program. We yes. send it to you, right? <laughs> you send no. it to Chad at, oh. the, at thebrewingnetwork.com. C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com. You send it to Chad. Now, is that yeah. new? Because we used to send it to Justin at the Brewing Network. <laughs> you did several years ago. Oh. You would send it to Justin at the Brewing Network. Not anymore. Now you send it to Chad. That's a sinkhole. Chad. <laughs> Chad. Congratulations, Chad. Uh, you do send feedback, Thanks. though. Welcome. If it's feedback about the show, how much yeah. you hated it, how much you liked it, uh, questions that we can answer about your brewing process, uh, things like that, uh, troubleshooting, that all goes to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send it to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com, and we'll try to help you out as best we can. So what does go to Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com? <clears throat> Pretty much Naked nothing. pictures of, of, of your wives. Oh. <laughs> Not teens. That's illegal. 18, 19. And 18 or 19-year-olds, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, general business questions go to me, uh, things yeah. and stuff. Oh, uh, dirty joke. Yeah. Chain emails. <laughs> right. Spam. Send, yeah, send Spam this. Spam yeah. goes to me. Any viruses you might yeah. have on your computer. Anything at the bottom oh, that says, send to send this to 10 loved ones in the next hour or bad luck will fall right. upon you. That goes to me. I'm very yeah. superstitious. Yeah. So those are the yeah those are the types of things that come to the Justin. I at fucking the, hate those things. The Brewing Network. Yeah, my mother sends those to me all the time with the you know hug somebody today and <laughs> yeah. makes me want to kill people. Makes me want to uh, kill twenty people. What's your number at? <laughs> yeah, it's not up there yet. I haven't oh. uh, I haven't crossed over, but um, yeah. 
All right, we're going to hold off on chat's announcements and uh, the feedback for the moment because we've got to get moving. Uh, we're going to talk to the guys from uh, Brewing TV. Or do I have to take a phone call first? Uh, let's do it. I'll take yes. it really quick. Hang on. Hang in there, Brewing TV, gentlemen. Um, That's oh, a loose might... term, I think. <clears throat> Lee, what's happening, brother? Oh, hey. Um, I wanted to call about last week's mini topic on uh, mesh thickness. Well, you're doing it. Good All job. right. All right. And uh, I actually wanted to say, um, all due respect, I think you guys got a little bit backwards. Okay. Actually, um, Kai Troister has actually done a lot of work on this, and he, there's several papers about this, but thicker meshes are actually slower to convert, not faster. Um, in theory, the, uh, you know, the enzymes want more concentrated, but when you get to a point, when it gets really syrupy, it actually starts to inhibit them. So um, when you do thicker, so you actually want a thinner mesh up to about three quarts per pound. Uh, he did some studies, and it didn't really decrease in rate, and it only increased in rate. The mesh thickness, actually, thicker meshes are actually less prone to convert, not more prone to convert. All right. Did you say three quarts per pound? That's, yeah, that, defines, yeah, that defines thin? If, if, if you go to browkaiser.com, Kai Troister, he does a lot of experiments. And it's somewhere in his, I don't know where he listed the actual experiment, but it's mixed in with this page on mashing. Wow. And he did a lot of um, work on efficiency, both sparge efficiency and mash efficiency. He does a lot of iodine tests and um, so forth. And he, he cites a lot of uh, academic papers. All right. And it's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a scientist, but there's a, uh, something called end product inhibition for enzymes, which is, you know, the enzymes, they normally want to feed the grain. So they want to make enough sugar to feed the grain, but not break down all the starch because they need the stores. So after a while, the sugar will start to inhibit the enzymes. Okay. So, you know, matching is not um, a normally ideal situation the way it was, would be in the mall for the grain normally. But, you know, so if you make it too thick, it'll, it'll start to inhibit it. Because it, it can see the sugars. Is that it? It inhibits because it, inhibits it can see them. They're right next to it. Whereas the thinner mash, they're spread out. It doesn't know that these... How does it inhibit it I mean, being thicker? It um, the sugar will start. Uh, I, I I could I could show you that. The sugar will start to just bind the enzyme and slow it down. So you want it because of the proximity because it's closer together. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. So, um, you know, a, a loose mash is still much more concentrated sugar than you'd ever find in like a real biological system. So you know, like um. I, I mean, I've done some experiments myself. I haven't taken them down, but Kai Troister really, I think, has the best kind of layperson understanding. Well, well, look at that. What was that site again? What? Kai Troister. Okay. Uh, Browkaiser dot com, and he really kind of goes down to every every step of mash and spar deficiency. All uh, right. Speaking at any speed this year, so. Um, oh, good. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, I just want to. As long as it's not at nine o'clock in the morning, I'll listen to it. Great, my 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 fellow speaking company is a man who cites uh, scientific journals. Yes, great news on air. I'm gonna have to find some scientific we'll journals, some journals to yeah. to back up the bullshit yeah. that I'm gonna be feeding people during yeah. my uh, talk, um, which is yeah. about things and stuff. Yeah, well, that's important. Well, Lee, thank right. you very much uh, for the information. Right. I encourage yeah. you to listen to what Lee has said and go to the website that he's speaking of and listen to what we said uh, last week and uh, see what you find. I don't, see I don't remember yourself. a word of, of what we right. said last week. That was a long, long time ago. But uh, yeah. I do appreciate the input. Oh. oh, one more thing. Yeah, Lee. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know Casey's there, but I'm the guy who's brewing the Janet's Brown for the oh. DNA5. Oh, great. Yeah, thanks so, uh, for doing that. I'm here. All right. 
So uh, I look forward to what you guys have you to need say. Any advice? How's it going? What are you thinking? Because it's good. unlike any recipe ma- you've ever brewed. You need some mashing advice. Yeah. Don't forget <laughs> do that. You one, need help. Don't forget to do mash it. One fifty four. Now, yeah. don't 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 screw around with anything else. Yeah. One fifty four. And I yeah, don't know if you I don't know if you know this, but a thicker mash will actually inhibit yeah, yeah, right. the enzymatic. <laughs> don't activity. get too thick on that yeah. mashly. There's yeah. a paper yeah. that I could cite, but uh, <laughs> it take a home brewer to explain. Right. Thanks for doing it. How many gallons are you going to bring to BNA five? Um, I got. I'm bringing five gallons. Unfortunately, Excellent. I I did, I did a ten, and uh, huh? unfortunately, my club paid for it today. So one half of it for a club picnic in July. So well, you know what I say. Oh. Well, how is the beer? Have you have? Is it done yet? How's, how's things going? Uh, it, it's done fermenting. It uh-huh. got down to about. It's the imperial. It got down to I think about ten twenty. Twenty is perfect. Dry hopping. Yeah. Great. And, uh, so Looking it good. tastes really good. I haven't I haven't had the original, but I like the way it tastes. <laughs> You're gonna love it. It's great. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking All forward right. to it. Thanks yeah. a lot. Cool. Right. See you guys there. Hey, All thanks, right. brother. We'll see you soon. Right. You know, I often cross train when I call into a radio nice. show, getting on the treadmill. Yeah, <laughs> breathing a lot. Well, that's partner brewing there. That's true. It is. He's your partner. I'm my partner. <laughs> I'll have the beer there, and I'm gonna have to bring it. Yeah, yeah, great. That is pretty cool. Yeah. If it comes out right, you gonna like ta- you are you gonna tell him if it doesn't? Yes, I don't know. It depends on who would have been then. Yeah, it depends on how cool he is yeah. too. I, it I, if I found had my sunglasses a, on or not. Hey, he just told us what he found was wrong, so I think it's fair. You could probably tell him what he thought was wrong. I think he sounds like the kind of guy who can accept uh, constructive criticism. He found this on Wikipedia, by the way. He did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I just found this little thing. And I think it was a personal it friend. Of it's on Homebrew Wiki. It mm-hmm. looks like. Oh, must be right. Yeah, <clears throat> is that the was that the scientific journal that was being cited? <laughs> Wikipedia. I have found this on Wikipedia. Actually, maybe there's just a reference on this one page. I don't know. Jake Dawson and Chip. <laughs> oh. Did I lose him? We got nothing. Mm. I think I had him for a moment. Maybe that was uh, the wrong sentence. They must have hung up. They have more important things to do. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Waking us up? Listen, Large pepperoni. I'm uh, calling to complain about an order I received. Uh, <laughs> it, it had Dawson's schmeg all over it. It wasn't acceptable. Yeah, let me turn you up so everybody can hear you. <laughs> That's probably not necessary. <laughs> Fair idea. Oh, there we go. All right, we're talking. Is, is this the brew? Do I have the right line for the brewing TV guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi, uh, Hi, everybody. This isn't just the secretary. This is actually the guys. This is the real the famous, the owners. The famous brewing TV guys. Yeah, this is Jake. Hi, this Jake. Chip's in the back. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he is. Come on. Careful back there, Chip. <laughs> uh, see, I told you, like I said at the beginning, they nobody don't... gives a shit about the film editor guy. You stick him in the back. And well, it's video, first he... of all. <laughs> he he no. does all the hard work. To videotape it. See? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We're documenting this interview. Good. Oh, great. Are you? And then afterwards, we're going to we burn the tape. This correct form unedited. <laughs> Radio interviews are great for TV. Yeah. It's going to be good. Episode three is going to be great, isn't it, yes. guys? This is. <laughs> Can you tell me right out of ideas already? Yeah, yeah, it looks like you're out of ideas, yeah. All right, do me a favor, Dawson. Get closer to the uh, microphone, just like Jake is. I hate speakerphones over the radio, but in this case, since there's a couple of you, we'll we'll do the best we can. So everyone get close to the phone for me, if you would. We're talking to uh, Jake Keeler, Mike Dawson, and uh, Chip. I don't even know your last name. Chipperson. Chip- Malton. Malton? Malton. 
Walton, like the TV Walton. show. Walton, or the, got it. And Chip Walmart. Walton, these uh, three gentlemen are, are the men behind the new Brewing TV. You can go to brewingtv.com if you haven't checked it out. And they have two episodes under their belts now. They just put out the second one this week. And uh, now, now, just for full disclosure, the BN is a, a little bit of a sponsor of the Brewing TV. Uh, plus, we generally like these dudes. But I also think you guys are putting out a nice product, and we wanted to talk to you about it today so you can tell us uh, what is the idea and and the point behind Brewing TV. Brewing TV is the why. <laughs> you guys are the how. I we see. are the why. We want to document homebrew culture. We want to remind people why they brew, why it's fun, why people who don't brew should start. Yeah. And then we're going to send them to you guys for discussions on mash viscosity. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently we don't know what we're talking and about. And bust our balls when we're yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys... And we're going to send them to somebody else for discussions <laughs> on mash viscosity. Yeah. <laughs> somebody who does Thanks research the on their topics. Good. I'm pretty sure yeah. that Basic Brewing like a knows a lot about mash <laughs> uh, viscosity. Yeah. yeah. They have a research facility. Yeah, you can send it that way. A computer. Wow. Google it. We just throw this shit together. <laughs> We're going to talk about MASH. Google it. Ready? Done. <laughs> All right. So you guys are more interested in the kind of culture around homebrewing and, and what it is that we're all up to as opposed to the uh, you know more scientific nerdy part. Yes. There's, let me talk. Come on. Sorry. Sorry. God, Dawson, just hogging it all. Yeah. I'm going to step away from the speakerphone. No, uh, you know, there's a lot of stories in the homebrew world, obviously, um, and you guys have done a good job of capturing some of that. And uh, we've been sitting on a lot of those things over at Northern Brewer, and we finally got the right people together to start telling some of these stories. And, you know, we knew we had enough to do, I don't know how many episodes out, out the gate, and as soon as we started contacting people, it's just, it, it really has opened up, so... Um, it's actually kind of overwhelming, but uh, it's it's encouraging as well. See that kind of that's what you need, especially with video, because if you don't have a lot of uh, content under your belt, especially because you guys you're trying to put out like one video a week, right? Yeah, every Friday is a new a new episode. I want to point out first of all that that's a stupid idea. <laughs> uh, At some point, yeah. it will be Dawson just hanging out in the bathroom <laughs> reading yeah. how to brew. Exactly. So, but it does back up what you're saying, where you really sort of needed the support of people stepping forward and saying, "Yeah, you know, we're interested in doing this with you," because uh, an episode a week is is tough. You know, people don't yeah. think about it. how long are your episodes right now. Right around twenty minutes. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm just going to throw this out there and, you know, tell me if I'm in the ballpark, but a 20-minute video episode is about 20 hours of work. Do I have that, yeah, Chip. Have that right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, especially this last episode where we kind of go full circle and learn about a recipe, brew the recipe, we're lagering it, and then we're serving it. That Yeah, that, re- that uh, episode took almost a month and a half, so yeah. not that that's braggadocious but in the end you come up with an idea that you're like shit if we're gonna go all the way on this we really do need to be back there you know so yeah it can get long but there's some one-stop shopping too some some beautiful moments where someone's doing the right thing at the right place at the right time and you got a bunch of tape for it now are you guys gonna get any hot chicks in any of the uh, upcoming episodes because you know dawson and jake 
Mm, you know. Need There's a hot chick on the extra right now, dude. No, I haven't watched the extra. Oh, you gotta go to the extras for the hot chicks, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Why didn't you tell me that, Jake? You just sent me the main episodes. <laughs> well, it's on the website. I thought you'd noodle around a bit. I got no time I'll for this shit. He has a noodle. <laughs> Yeah. How uh, how pale is she? Justin, don't noodle around. <laughs> Get the business. That's right. I'm all busy. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm on the AHA committee now. I've got... Uh, <laughs> I don't have time no to noodle. noodle. Thank you for speaking to us, your worship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thought I could help. Now, Do, I uh, like... Let me, real quick, I know it's a beer dork show, but the chat room is blowing up with camera dorks. It is a yeah. Canon GL2. My ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know what the We're camera. We're still rolling on tape, baby. Analog. Well, it's digital, but it feels analog. <laughs> digital tape. <laughs> I like that. That's a T-shirt. I think Chip has a shirt that says that. Yeah, it's digital, but it feels analog. <laughs> we do it on uh, like mini. My sex. We do it on mini DV, but we edit literally <laughs> yeah. because we like right. the old school feel. <laughs> oh, dude, it's real time. Capturing, yeah, that's why it takes twenty hours. It only takes hour and a half. Of, yeah, if you didn't, I know, have, I know, if you didn't have to capture in <laughs> yeah. real time. Okay, Dawson, edit. speak really fast. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as we can pick up enough pop cans, we're getting a new camera. Yeah, five cent deposit. Yeah. Now let me tell you what that's I like about the episode so far, um, because this is really what's important. It's what I like. And uh, it's for one, it's that uh, Chip's doing a great job with the camera and the editing, so that it looks, uh, you know, it's it's pretty professional. I, I I wouldn't expect to see it on uh, on cable necessarily, but I don't want to watch programs like that. If I do, I'll, I'll watch cable. So it's 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 done really well. And Jake and Dawson, as awkward as you two freaks are in person, um, <laughs> you're pretty damn good together on that camera. You guys are relaxed and. I, I feel like you guys have a good rapport, and I, I like what I'm seeing. It's it's you guys are taking it seriously, but you're also not taking it so you still know it's homebrew. You're not um, you're not being so pretentious about it. You see what I'm saying? No, and that that balance is really hard to strike. I mean, yeah, uh, we probably went through I don't know how many takes in the first few episodes where we were just trying to get our feet underneath us on striking that tone where. You know, we want to be humorous. We want to have a kind of casual atmosphere about us, but we also don't want to say something that's going to elicit some comment about mash viscosity. <laughs> you know, we, right. we kind of want to avoid those those conversations because yeah. we really don't want to be a place where people are going to come to get technical information because... We don't want to reinvent the wheel. Right, exactly. Good, so good idea. So how do you show... You know, a lot of people want to see, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? So we want to just give enough information that it might... You know, it might be a springboard, a point of departure to like go look into it further, but it's certainly not going to be the conclusion on any subject in home brewing. Behold, like behold, like what does spit do to a Maybach? (laughs) Like the last episode. Yeah, that was information. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a Maybach, just a contaminated Maybach. I've got a bottle with a loogie in it that I'm saving for you. Oh, I'm gonna throw up right now. Should. I should. So you guys are more about how homebrewers have fun homebrewing and how craft brewers have fun craft brewing, sounds like to me. Exactly. That I seems mean, like a really good area to focus in because it's a great hobby and uh, that word needs to be spread far and near. Yeah. I, I would agree. I think it needs more of just – I think you think about people that are already homebrewing, 
we want to just motivate them to do it more, remind yeah. them why they do it. Don't and then for the people that are on the fence, we want to make it look like, hey, this is actually fun. Yeah. You don't have to be super technical about it and worried. You can go outside and knock over your friend's wife's roses in their backyard while playing soccer. Yeah. Yes, with their dog. That would be and not wrong. To blow our own goat, not to blow our own goat, but we've had a couple of people actually say, "I'm a, I'm post home brewer. I'm over mm-hmm. it. I'm beyond it. Was thinking about getting back into it. This show actually showed, remind me why I do it, and I'm going to get back into it. Yeah. I don't know if that's legit or not, but if the guy's listening. I hope, you know, hope. chips, mom. I hope your I, airlock is bubbling right now. I actually wrote that message. Uh, if I figured if I was going to host this show, I should probably get back into brewing. Right. That's right. Now, the most recent episode, as much as you guys are just kind of covering the, you know, the fun part of it, I, I think it's not just that. The most recent episode, you covered these lagering caves in uh, Wisconsin, I think it was. And um, oh yeah, and it had a good piece of history in, involved with it. So, uh, you know, we got to see you guys clown around a little bit, but then we also got to see Dawson's uh, Oprah side, if you will, his serious side, Ooh, softer side. <laughs> yeah, his where he really kind of uh, you know, and I'm being serious actually. Dawson kind of got in there with a with a beer nerd who's nerdier than he's a beer historian, I, I should say, and. You know, really got into like the history of these lagering caves that, that that used to be a brewery, and then the liquor store that's out front of them is reusing them to uh, for festivals and storage and different things like that. And and I, I have to say, Dawson, you did a you did a, a really nice job interviewing. And I don't watch a lot of that nerdy beer stuff. I'm not that. I, I my ADD is too pronounced to usually sit through. I don't know around, but. I really enjoyed listening to that and it and watching it and it was a little like I watch a lot of History Channel yeah. and so I hope this isn't an insult to you but it it was a lot like watching a show that I would watch about some some brewing history in that sense and I got to learn something about this Wisconsin beer scene that I never would have known about. Yeah. I like I hope it's not an insult but uh, it made me feel like something <laughs> legitimate on TV. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you your worship. It's been an honor to entertain you. Right. Uh, don't, this is our kids. Please remember me on the governing committee. No, I will. Ken Burns homage. This yeah. One. Don't talk directly yeah. to Justin. Talk to Chad, and then right. Chad will relay it to. to yeah, Justin. Dawson. Please send your thank you to Chad, yeah. and who will? I was looking at, at the, the ground, network. Chad. Please tell Justin I was not <laughs> making eye contact with his back on the camera. <laughs> right. I could pass it along. Again. But I liked that <laughs> episode a lot. I think you guys did a good job. Thanks, man. Yeah. We uh, that was kind of the tone we were going for. It's you know we're. We're interested in the stories that people aren't necessarily going to know. Like we we uh, we've talked to uh, you know a lot of really well known uh, home brewers, people in the scene like like Gordon Strong, yeah, the uh, Grandmaster Five of the BJCP. But we also want to talk about you know stuff like those caves, and uh, we're going to profile a, a tiny little um, brew pub in episode three that's coming Friday. You know, it's stuff like if you lived another county over, you wouldn't know about this place. Right. So it's kind of cool to get that stuff out there and make people aware that there is there's beer, homebrewing, and craft, and otherwise happening on all different levels all over the country. And 
it's just kind of cool to be able to bring that stuff to the wider public. Now, that's what you need to keep up. I think that's a great idea. You make a good point where if you're like the next county over, you don't even know it exists. Never mind me out here in Pacheco. Right. And I think that those are stories that, that need need to be told, and they're difficult to get to. I mean, a show like ours has a difficult time getting to them also because we we got to come up with something every week, and it and feels like we you know we get 100 different suggestions, and, and, and it's hard to weed through what they are. So I like that idea. I'm just telling you, keep going down that path because that's the stuff that's interesting to me. The most interesting thing about episode two was that I I had no idea about these lager caves in Wisconsin. It wasn't some name of a brewery that drew me in. It was something that I had no idea about, right? So I like that. You guys should keep that up. It'd be good. Thanks, man. I didn't know the caves were there either until Jake lured me in with candy. <laughs> right. And uh, we all know how that ended. Slam the door. Works behind. every time. Yeah, it, it, ended, it ended with chip in the back, apparently. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Always. All right. Document I, everything. I have to get going soon. I'm curious. Are you guys going to do a BNA5 NB17 anniversary party episode? Will there be content from that? Yeah, we're actually. Uh, Hell yeah! Good. <laughs> that episode that's going to drop Jake's that daughter. Friday yeah. during the conference. Will actually be some you know, quickly shot content probably from that party, plus some other mashup type of stuff. So cool. we'll try to keep it as fresh and as relevant as possible. But you know, we want to get to drinking at that party. We don't want to be working for too long. So, uh, are, are you going to do a show like a screening at club night? Ooh! Oh, that's a good idea. I know. We are now. You can have it. <laughs> we should do it from the BN booth. Let's we'll do. do it. Let's do a big screening. Yeah, sounds great. Because we'll have the PA system set up like we always do. We'll be yeah. able to take care of your audio needs. We might just need to work out uh, getting some screen fifty-inch action, yeah. and um, maybe we can do a big, uh, you know, episode whatever it will be by then. Screening thing. thing. Yeah, I think wow. we can make that happen. We've got a projector here, so oh, we can uh, LCD projector. So well, there we go. I we have the tools. I project a lot. All right, we do have tools. We, we got can- tools. We sure. can have Bevo present it and something uh, sure, sure. And, <laughs> and something scantily clad. Then we'll have ladies. <laughs> we'll have a lady. Yeah, lady parts, lady parts. We will have a lady with parts. <laughs> One entire lady. <laughs> Not yeah. after we're done with you. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Bevo, don't laugh at that. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's great, it's so though. It just out. encourages it. Yeah. yeah. Just Real quick, Dustin, since Sorry. we are running out of content for episodes, do you have any show ideas for us? Yeah, they go to feedback <laughs> at thebrewingnetwork.com. Yeah. Uh, you know, off the top of my head, like places to go and things to interview, not yet. But I, uh, I want, I, I want to, like participate with you guys because I think it's I think what you guys are doing is kind of fun I want to add some content and um, maybe I can guest host one day I want to be one of your buffoons one day yeah yeah we need a Pacheco correspondent SoCal. Oh, I could show you guys what's going on down at the California Grand, oh. our, our local casino. The craft think, beer scene. I think grand. they should go to Canada. I'm getting a lot of angry Canada email lately. You go are? to Canada. Canadians. Yeah, well, you know, it's tend just, to be angry. Yeah, it's the we'll one be, guy. We'll be a little. We'll get up there. We'll get up there. We're heading to Portland next week Woo! for the entire week, and we're going to be shooting a shitload there. So we're going to be on Twitter tweeting where we are. So if any of your listeners out there are, going to, are in the Portland area, uh, follow us on Twitter. And, uh, Green Dragon Wednesday, no matter what. Yeah, we'll be at the Green Dragon on Wednesday for sure. But come on down and say hi. 
Tell them what's going on. Hey, and then when you guys are done working, like right around the corner from the Green Dragon, it's not too far. It's called like the Strip Club. Sassies. Sassies. That's right. I was thinking like the Dirty Twat or something. I, I couldn't remember what his name was. I can't forget Sassies. that one. That's the old name. Right around. It's the and, tattooed uh, whore. Yeah, you're going to want to yeah. go there if you're into tattooed broads. And uh, craft beer, of course. And Great craft, craft beer. beer. Yeah. At regular craft beer prices. Am I, am I yeah. correct? You are correct. I think one of the girls has a, a, no cover. a ball peen hammer tattoo on her forearm, too. So. <laughs> you might like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sassies. All right, gentlemen. So you're doing a good job, and everyone can find this information at uh, brewingtv.com. And uh, I hope you guys uh, are able to keep it up because I like it so far. What happens if we can't <laughs> keep it up? Um, they have pills. <laughs> Make you forget that. about it. Yeah. There's it's a place so that all these t- beer, beer TV shows they get dumped. Just add yourself. To the it's called the internet. Maybe the BN will have to throw in some of our gobs oh, of money to yes. help keep you afloat. Oh. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go know. over to Doc's bank account and <laughs> see what we can subsidize. Yes, we'll see if we can get you subsidized. <laughs> Sponsored by Lothmer <laughs> Dentistry. Hey, did you guys make it out to the uh, AHA rally yesterday? We didn't. Uh, no. Uh, we, we we did send someone over there with a the camera from Northern Brewer, but we uh, we did not get out to Milwaukee for that. That was uh, I, I haven't heard back from Juno, our guy that put it together. But uh, yeah, it should have been an awesome event. Cool. Depending how you look at it, we are there. Yeah. You're right. That's true. Yes. <laughs> In an official capacity, yes, we are there. We're representing. Literally, no. We will see some video if uh, if the old SS maintain stability on the camera yeah we will see that in an upcoming episode good second wart rally promising free wart hopefully it'll work out yeah the early one was money interesting concept uh, pretty cool yeah yeah i don't know why no one else is well i don't want to shit talk but <laughs> <laughs> no we like breweries that have said, a lot of breweries have said that oh yeah bring the rally we're gonna have the wart you know they come three days ahead of time and there's no wart. Yeah, I've seen that Thirdly happen. And yeah. Lakefront stepped up. That's nice. what it's about, man. That's the cool thing. Interactive home brewing activities. That mm-hmm. is the one cool thing. Fun with beer. Next week's episode, and we're out. In a sea of uncool things, <laughs> we found one. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas, keep up the good work. I love it. I'm looking forward to future episodes, and I'm also looking forward to partying with you guys at uh, BNA Five NB Seventeen coming yeah. up. Yeah, I hear we have a, I hear we have a bunch of bands lined up for that. Yeah, they got bands and DJs, and can I make a request? I don't know. Yes, Fifty Tyson. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Fifty Tyson. Look up YouTube Fifty Tyson. See if he's, you can a, get he's a local. Tyson. He's a rapper from uh, Northside Zone, Twin City, uh, Minnesota. That's where you're Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, look right. him up. Google it and see what you can do, fellas. Book him. Google that shit. <laughs> I'll find him in jail and bring him to your doorstep. <laughs> Please do. Perfect. It'll be juvie, actually. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. He's sweet 16. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Later, guys. See you soon. All right. com. Good fellas over there. They're a lot of fun. And the shows are a lot of fun. That's what I like about them. I can't sit through uh, too much serious stuff. So uh, they're doing a good job. Uh, Oh. Fuck. Little station ID. Damn it. Just about to say how professional they are. Yeah. I I don't understand. There we go.
All right, brewingtv.com. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Metropolitan Brewing. Am I right, Chad? Are they ready for us? Correct. They will be ready for us. All right, Doc made it to the studio. Oh, yeah. Also in sunglasses. His He must have a cold as well. Um, mine are bifocal. Oh, <laughs> good. Hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. This month, More Beer wants to introduce you to Ryan Bartow, head of customer service at More Beer. Working at More Beer means a lot to me. There's nothing better than being there where, where everything comes right in. It's a pretty fun job. Here are Ryan's top five More Beer innovations he can't brew without. Yeast starters. I like to use a 5,000 milliliter flask. Uh, of course, you can't do anything without star sand. Pro mash combined with a, a refractometer are always there on brew day. And then, of course, the inline thermometer. It's a new product we're releasing this month. All of Ryan's favorites are on sale this month only. Check out Ryan's picks right now at morebeer.com. Boy, my wish for the people that trust me is, is just that they make great beer as a result. Uh, I'd love to see everybody making uh, good beer that finishes out. Fermentation is what it really all comes down to. Hurry to morebeer.com for the best innovations and people in homebrewing. Morebeer.com. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the, the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What's up, BN Army? Jake and Mike here from Brewing TV. Brewing TV is homebrew culture in video. Asking the big questions. Who and why? We leave the how to the tubby know-it-alls. Check us out at brewingtv.com. The first webisode drops May 7th. Like Crosley's pants in a Louisiana jail cell. 
This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Thanks to the guys from uh, Brewing TV, Jake, <laughs> Dawson, and uh, Chip. Doing a great job over good there. Good guys. And I like to see, you know, more good beer content out there is a good thing. Uh, more bad beer content, eh, arguable whether or not that's a good thing. <laughs> Debatable. Debatable, you know. Some people say any content is good t- content. I'm not one of those people. Um, <laughs> but I do like the the effort that the Brewing uh, TV guys are putting forth, and that's why we kind of got behind it with them. And um, right. I, I hope that they're able to uh, keep it up. Uh, you know, one episode a week is uh, it's ambitious. It's super ambitious. A lot of editing, yeah. Beef, how are we doing over there? Can I put this on? Okay, good. Uh, but I hope that they're able to uh, keep pulling it off, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. You mean like sticky shorts? Yes. JP's wearing a Captain EO shirt. I don't know if anybody noticed. I'm here to change the world. <laughs> you are here so, to change the world. Yeah, we sure saw Captain Chronic at the uh, beer fest today. Captain Chronic, yeah. Captain Chronic. At the Lagunitas uh, beer circus. <laughs> yeah, Big white a, mustache. Got a cookie for me, yeah. Did he have sunglasses on? You gave him a cookie? Uh, Safety sure. glasses, I think. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, he's Captain Chronic. When you're yeah. Captain Chronic, I don't think you're embarrassed that you have red eyes. <laughs> right. Good you know what I mean? All right, if I've done this right, we should have Doug and Tracy from Metropolitan Brewing out of Chicago. Let's see. We're going to go one at a time here. Tracy, you here? I am. Oh, perfect. And Doug? Yeah, I'm here. Nice. Like magic. We did it. At least this, I'll tell you, this new technology called the telephone. Yeah. It, uh, it's going to change things. It's really good. It, you guys, you ought to invest in this thing. <laughs> Nothing gets by us. You no. ought to really invest yeah. in this telephone. It occurs to me that... It occurs to me that there are people in the world who don't know what a phone is that has a cord from one piece to the next. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Anybody well, know? and it's true because uh, you know when I tell Chad he's got to you know tell all our guests please to be on a landline. It's uh, he doesn't like that. It's always he has to have his big conversation about a landline with people. I did think he was crazy. <laughs> yeah, of course, a landline. <laughs> Who has a landline? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that uh, is that like a land shark? <laughs> yes. <or>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> landline. I just land shark recently man. realized that my portable device makes phone calls. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> uh, it was before that. It was just a tweeting device. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now, I, I do need to ask you guys, just in case that's what I'm hearing, if you do have the radio program on in the background, if you can turn that down. Um, okay. There's a can little echo. and uh, Yeah, I'm getting the echo. Yeah. You'll echo. get that if you got the radio on. Uh, people can listen in another room if you've got family or friends that want to tune in. That would be no problem. But just wherever you guys are, just keep the sound off in the background. You'll only have to hear our luscious voices through your earpiece. That's what we make people do around here. Yeah. Listen to their room. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm excited to have you guys on for a couple of reasons. Uh, you know, the first one is that we've uh, we we try to cover the whole country and sometimes the world, and we've never had a brewery from from Chicago. So uh, happy to have Chicago represented yeah. here on the program. Yeah, welcome. Even though you beat wait, my sharks wait. tonight. 
Yeah. We yeah. we are your Chicago Cherry Pop. You are. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's right. You're uh, you know in a room full of uh, very hoary people. You are taking the one thing we have yeah. left. <laughs> Chicago. 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 Yeah. And now, folks at home, uh, we're talking to Doug and Tracy Hurst, and they are the uh, owners of Metropolitan Brewing in uh, Chicago. And now you yep, guys are, are not a brew pub, right? Just a, a brewery there? Yes. We only are a packaging brewery, just a warehouse, tanks, us, and our dog. And we are the <laughs> owners, the brewers, the web people, the bookkeeper. We're the everything. Are you so, the only two employees at this point? We have another person uh, known on Twitter as Ann Halt. Mm-hmm. All fear the Ann Halt. Uh, she works with us. She's our general manager assistant type. Okay, great. So three of you so, holding down the whole fort. And how long has Metropolitan been a brewing company? We formed the company in April of '07. We got our space in June of '08. Our first brew had December '08. Uh, we sold our first keg of beer in January of '09. We make lagers, and Doug will get into that. So that's why it took us a month to get our first beer out. Okay. Um, so you know, we sold our first beer January of '09. So we're in our second year now. All right. And uh, you know, this question came up with the white stripes. There was a rumor: were they married? Were they brother and sister? <laughs> Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Uh, you, you, are we you still guys, don't know. Are we still. Yeah. Are I think you guys both? Are you Are you a couple? Are you married? Yes, we are. You are okay. Mm-hmm. And are you but also are you also brother and sister <laughs> or just just married? We don't know about Chicago how that works. Yeah, we don't, yeah. we're a long way from Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Well, better way to yeah. a better way to ask him is if you're married and you got divorced, would you still be brother and sister? <laughs> I see that would have been more tactful. Yes, I see. <laughs> All right, and so that you folks know who you're speaking to, because you never know who has questions in this room, we've got JP in the room here. Hello. And we've got Tasty. Hi, guys. And we've got Doc. Hey. And we've got Chad, who booked you. And then there's me, Justin. So uh, we might all have questions at some point. There's no way I'm going to remember any of you. That's, That's right. I just wanted you to know that there are that you're not. They're not the voices in your head. They're yeah. actually. Yeah. They're here in the studio. Just just say hey, ugly, and one of us will go yeah. yeah exactly. I appreciate your consideration. Thank you. <laughs> Where are you guys located in Chicago? Uh, I'm waiting for Doug to chime in. He may have fallen asleep. We've been drinking wine. Oh, well, I'm, so... still, I'm still awake. <laughs> Uh, we are located on Chicago's north side in the city. It's called the Ravenswood neighborhood. Uh, we're on a little industrial corridor, which backs up against some uh, residential, uh, which is uh, in a corridor because there's a railroad track there. Okay. Sounds loud. Yeah. <laughs> railroad yeah. going through. How many breweries are there in uh, Chicago? Uh, well, I should say, you know, craft breweries, shouldn't I? Yeah, we don't. Well, we don't have any big ugly ones here in Chicago. Okay, goodness. all right. Uh, but you have Goose Island, the mainstay. They've been here for a while. Doug, do you know how long they've been? Yeah, Goose, he I think, started in 1987. <laughs> okay. okay, and then we have two brothers in the Burbs, and we have three Floyds in Indiana. So we kind of count them because they're pretty close to us, and we can easily get their beer and. We hang out with each other and stuff like that. Okay. And there's Half Acre. Um, they um, they opened up around. They opened up their brewery around the same time that we did. They're just about just short of a mile away from us. So it's nice for tool borrowing. It's really easy. <laughs> Great. 
<laughs> so you have a relatively new craft beer scene going on there around you. Brand new, yeah. Goose was pretty much the only show in town for a long time. Um, there were some upstarts that failed in the 90s, but um, we're kind of part of the new push to get craft brewing going here in Chicago. Okay. And you're saying in Chicago, I mean, as compared to like the surrounding states at this point, you're pretty much focusing on Chicago? Right now, yeah. Right now, for us, that is all we can handle. That's your the, volume the level. How many barrels yeah. a year do you do? Do you are, last year we mm-hmm. sold just over a thousand barrels. Thousand barrels, okay. Yeah, and so then, we got off to a good start. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's cranking a lot of beer. How just, many? How many barrel system? Fifteen barrel. You want to take this, Doug? Hello. He just so you know. Yeah, by the way, uh, Tracy, uh, Doug will have a little bit of delay on his line because I'm calling him from the computer phone. So oh, if it sounds okay, like he's not, yeah, if it sounds like he's not hearing the question, he's got it's it's probably just like a three second delay. That's all. So he's not sleeping. That's probably normal and, for them. And we'll and we'll don't worry about the the dead air. I'll, if it gets too long, I'll, I'll insult one of you. I'll cover that. So uh, excellent. All right, then I'm going to relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's I'm used to being behind on everything. Anyway, <laughs> there you go, Doug. So, Doug, how, uh, how many barrel system do you have? <laughs> We're brewing on a 15-barrel brew house, um, and then we usually do two batches in a day to fill our 30-barrel fermenters, and we have five 30-barrel fermenters right now. Mm-hmm. And we have just now come to full capacity, so they're always full, mm-hmm. and we're always looking to turn beers. Uh, and at this point, we're looking forward to getting another tank and expanding a little bit. 20 barrels. Is that right? Next tank size? Yeah. Yeah. That's a smart move, by the way, getting more, you know, fermentation tanks. Well, especially you're a lager brewery, too, so I'm sure we'll get into that. But, uh, you know, more tanks so you can just keep brewing and filling them up. But even with that, you know, 15-barrel system, um, five tanks, I think you said, um, that's a it's a it's a lot of capacity to fill up so quickly. <laughs> so you guys really have been doing well in this first couple of years. Yeah, uh, we... We have. We've done better than we expected. Um, we were hoping for 700 barrels last year, and we did just a little over a thousand. So that was great. Okay. Uh, but also because we do loggers, they take twice as long. So we have essentially half as much capacity as Nail Brewery does. All right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you're the guy, Doug. You're the one doing all. Even you know on these double batch days, it's you putting in all uh, 16 hours. Yeah, uh, as business owners, it's awesome. You can set your own schedule. We get to set our own uh, 7-day, 12- to 13-hour-a-day work schedule. It's great. That is great. And you know what? This actually reminds me that we need to mention that we have an intern named Nick Wisniewski. We we call him Wiz. So um, I'm remembering that on brew days, he's been relieving me of my assistant brewing duties, and I don't want to forget him because he's awesome. (laughs) And he works works for beer. Now, Tracy, that's why they call him an intern. Yes, yes. Tracy, there's <laughs> there's going to be a lot of things about business that you can probably teach me today, but I'm going to help you out here for just a second. Uh, your intern is just a fucking lackey until he he or she proves himself. You don't give props to your interns. <laughs> All right, because the day you start giving props out to these guys, they yeah. start you. They get lazy. Oh, I do so much for you. You don't even pay me. It's a big, fat pain in the ass. We're coming late. 
It'd be awful. You know so what? now that you've given out that nice comment to Wiz, you be sure and kick him in the nuts on Monday morning yeah. and make sure he does some work. Don't even look at him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a cleaning task we call bitch slapping the kegs. I'll make him bitch slap all the kegs next week. There you go. Yeah. You say, all you right. say. now I mentioned you, now go bitch slap the kegs, Wiz. And then make him do it twice <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's probably the one thing I'm going to be able to teach you today. The rest is you I guys talking I appreciate it. About. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I learn every day. <laughs> I've, 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 it's simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, what got you guys, uh, you know, ready to take this risk of, of opening up a brewery and spending all your cash and your time on it? Um, you were home brewers before? I was a home brewer for 20 years, I guess. Wow. I started in uh, 1989. It was a college class, botany class, and I brewed a batch of beer as a final project rather than writing a term paper. Oh, genius. <laughs> and uh, got an A. And uh, just thought brewing was really cool, so I kept with it for all these years. Got more and more into beer, more and more into the, you know the passionate side of beer. And I think it was about 2001 when we went to what at the time they were having here in Chicago the Real Ale Festival, which was all cast conditioned beers. Um, and it was a weekend long event and uh, a friend for, old friend brewing friend was in town visiting and uh, he, at some point he said we should open a brewery and I said yeah that's a great idea and he went back to his regular uh, day job and I kept thinking we should open a brewery <laughs> and so it kind of evolved from there okay now it, it's a big move, though. Uh, what were you guys doing before you decided to take the step? What were your uh, real jobs, for lack of a better term? Well, I was working in totally different industry: uh, audio and video. Uh, I was a sound engineer and a video guy. Um, Tracy That's... was in a completely different field. I'll let her tell I you was, about uh... that. I, I was running a portrait studio. Um, I went to school for, um, among other things, photography. So I was running a portrait studio during the day, and I was a professional belly dancer in the evening. And, um... Nice. Applause. Got any home movies? Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> traditional style, it was really, it was fun, oh. but the hours, the hours were rough, and the... Working clubs was a little rough, but right. I did a lot of, you know, weddings and things like that. But um, now it's nice to not be crash dieting every other week because I have a big show. <laughs> now I just drink all the beer that I want. So. <laughs> right. Well, slant a, on belly dancing. Yeah, I was going to say, Doug, it's a whole new <laughs> yeah, belly I'm, dancing I'm now. I'm into that. <laughs> We're all doing it. Uh. <laughs> well, but um, both of us, I mean, in answer to your question about why we finally did this, um, you know, we both of us have a really hard time keeping a proper job, and we just have the tenacity and the you know we were, we're willing to work our asses off to lead a fun life. And oh, and we don't have kids, which also helps. That is helpful. Yeah, GP. <laughs> <laughs> Great. We do have a dog. That's uh -oh. close. Yeah, well, we do have a fun. dog. Yeah. Kids what, will ruin you. What kind of dog <laughs> is this brew dog you speak of? You want to tell? He's a Bassett Beagle. His name is Phelps, and he's on our website. He has a web page. He's our morale officer. Is he loud and annoying like my co-host JP? 
<laughs> Nobody bays. It's wonderful. He's our doorbell. Also, like yeah. Mike, I bay. <laughs> I drool too. I do drool. <laughs> I smell about the same. I also lick my crotch, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's right. It is because you can. Story. That's, that's a whole different YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so you guys, uh, how long have you been married before uh, before the brewery? I want to get a whole feel of this team you got going on here. Um. Well, we met in '95, okay. um, and so, and then we got married in '01, June of '01. So, what is that? Nine years? Yeah. Has it been that long already? <laughs> I know. Good thing to say. Time's just been flying for Doug. He's so happy. <laughs> uh, all right so nine years all right and now and now you got the brewery because and i asked this because for one you guys actually you sound like a like a fun team and you sound you, you both sound like a lot of fun but you know living together and working together and then the stress of a of a company like this that gets rough you know i'm not trying to pry but it's it's information that a lot of my listeners um you know who want to start their own breweries uh it's not an easy thing to do what you guys are doing is what i'm no. saying Oh, the cops are coming. Oh, Chicago. Oh, is that on our side? Yeah. <laughs> Doug, Doug beat her down for saying too much. <laughs> yeah. You're giving me a secret? <laughs> oh, man. I guess that's the end of the radio show. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Keep the mics yeah. rolling. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why we have our assets liquid at all times. Yeah. <laughs> right, an important question uh, before we... It, go ahead. The, uh, no, it, it's definitely been stressful on the relationship, but I, I think we've been able to grow with it and uh, in some ways get, get closer. Um, you know, it's again, it definitely has its stresses. And there's a lot of people who, uh, couples who have started breweries, uh, big ones, in fact, New Glarus up in Wisconsin, Devin, Dan, Carey. Yeah. Uh, and uh, New Belgium, uh, among others, are big ones. And, uh, oh, Alaskan, I believe. Yeah, started by a husband and wife team, um, and uh, they've done well. And I don't know if I, well, Dan Carey's a role model to me. Not not as much the others, although they're definitely uh, uh, people to look up to in this industry. But uh, they've made it work, and I I hope that we're making it work. It, it feels like we are. It seems like we are, but it, it has its trials. Well, don't uh, but uh... overall, it's really awesome because we're working together every single day. <clears throat> I, I hate to, I I don't I I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that two out of the three breweries you named have since divorced. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I could be wrong about case, that. Uh... <laughs> uh, but there are a lot of examples like that, and I'm certainly not trying to make this out to be like some awful decision. I'm just I'm always very curious in this because uh, um, uh, even uh, you know uh, marriages uh, who don't work together talk about having to uh, you know balance work life and, and social life. So. Uh, I think it's wonderful Actually, if you guys get to enjoy spending that time together. I think it's neat that you're asking stuff like this because these are questions that aren't typically asked of us by people in the press and interviewing us. And this is something we think about as much as we think about the beer every mm -hmm. single day. So. Good. Well, that might make all the difference in the world then, if you got because you're paying attention to it and you're thinking about it. So, that's... God, I hope you're right because I don't want to get a job. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I don't want to get a job either. Who gets the dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's always the question, isn't it? <laughs> yep. We we stay together for the dog, just for the dog, right? <laughs> Probably not for the, the kids. This is, 
I think the reason this has worked out so well is because we just can't work for other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense, too. I can relate to that. I'm in trouble today. I have to go get a real job again, guys. I'm going to have a hard time working for anybody. Yeah, tire so, shops ooh. are open all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Go back to that. You got that physical. Yeah. All right. So now, as home brewers, uh, or, or at least uh, you know, Doug was a home brewer, and and you decide to take this this next step. How do you uh, decide on the types of beer that you're you're going to make? Is it is it by your location in Chicago, or or, or is it Doug? It's it's by what you you're passionate about. Uh, primarily passion, I think. Um, the the decision to make lagers uh, after studying brewing uh, part of part of that was in Germany in Munich at the Domans Academy as part of the Siegel Institute program. Um, and I was drinking Hockershore and Spaten and all those other imports that we get here, uh, but they were so much better there. And the answer was because they were fresh. That's why. Um, so when I came back and I looked around and, you know, Chicago needed more breweries. Uh, we only had really Goose Island and a few brew pubs. And <laughs> I thought, what are we going to make? Um, and it was clear to me that every, you know, there was definitely a need for more lagers and particularly fresh ones. I mean, we get every beer on the planet delivered to Chicago, um, just about, I think. <clears throat> but, uh, there's no fresh lagers, or not many, not many. Right. And so that really was what led to the decision. Okay. And so as a home brewer, um, I, I assume you, you had this home brewing career, and, and then you went, you decided to go to Siebel to, to learn how to do what you already loved? Absolutely. Uh, the Siebel program, the diploma program, is definitely a world-class brewing education. Um I'd been studying brewing for a long time uh, as a home brewer, getting more and more into it. Um, a friend of mine in Madison had me sit in with him uh, kind of do a little bit of intern work uh, at a brew pub, um, which was really helpful and beneficial. And then I went through the Siebel program um, and learned really the industrial-level uh, education of brewing how to make the same beer over and over again, <laughs> which is, as a production brewery, what we really wanted to hope to achieve. So is that the big difference between, you know, doing a lot of your own research and homebrewing over and over again and making sure you understand the brewing process and then going to school? Is the real difference industrial brewing? Uh, I think it's... When I say industrial, and I, I mean, there's definitely the industrial level that, like... And Miller is doing. Yeah, no, I don't mean that. I guess. Level. Yeah, I mean being able to. I guess what I mean is, you know, were you able to get enough of your own brewing education so that you know how to brew, but but the repeatability on a commercial system is that what you really learned from Siebel, or is it more than that? Uh, yeah, I think that was primarily it. Um, coming into it from an American homebrewer's perspective, I brought into it really a depth of knowledge of beer styles that they don't teach. Um, they teach you how to make a given beer um, and and what all the parameters and so forth should be so that it is the same. Um, and I think that's, like I said, it's very valuable. Yeah. See, that's a, and, and this, by the way, that's a, a question we don't get answered a whole lot when people talk about brewing school. Um, 
And that is a big difference because anyone, you know, uh, almost any one of the guys in this room have uh, been brewing for a long time. But yeah, could you just go start up on some giant system and start turning knobs and brew the same beer that you brew here in your home brewery? Probably not. You know, that you have to know something about that kind of system. So, well, and who's to say your your home beer, your homemade beer, is purchasable? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. because it's good for your friends exactly. and whatever. I mean, it's good for the price, which is free to your friends. Right. But yeah. who's to say that someone's going to pluck pluck down five six bucks? Yeah. For a pint of it, you know. So I think you need. And that you know, background. I mean, sorry, go ahead. Making the the. Uh, same bureau. I mean, the basic process is the same between homebrewing and what we do and what Miller does. It's all, you know, the basic, same basic process. But I, I think understanding when you have a problem, knowing when you have a problem, and knowing how to fix it or what, what the problem is in your beer, and how, what the, you know, the, the, all of the, all the variables are that you can adjust, um, yeah. and knowing how to adjust them is, is, that industrial process I'm talking about. And it's interesting, you know, on your website, you list all the, you know, friends of uh, the brewery, and you list, like, um, you know, the, the heating, cooling guys and things of that nature. So I'm sure you had to kind of go around and work up some good relationships with some of those issues you were dealing with first off. Is that like a whole other uh, thing you had to take on at first? I mean, were you working on a lot of the equipment, or is that something you also learned, another part of the oh, business? Oh, uh, yeah, we dealt with uh, an equipment dealer who's uh, got us some equipment, and you know, then we obviously had to deal with the contractors and so forth, the various disciplines. Um, and coming to the engineering of the brewery, that's a little more detailed and in depth, and we kind of relied on our equipment uh, dealer to help with that mm-hmm. quite a bit. Where'd you get your brew house from? A local company called uh, ABT. Okay. You didn't have to. You didn't feel the need to import some fabulous German brew house after your stint in Munich. God, that would have been. I, awesome. I do feel the need to do that, but I can't afford to, to right. do that. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. How long did you spend in Munich uh, studying there? Uh, that was part of the Siebel program. They're teamed up with a German brewing school called Domins, mm-hmm. and it was uh, six weeks in Germany. Okay. That's great. Do you find yourself wanting to go back often and try that fresh German beer still, or are you satisfied with your Just own? to make sure. You know, yeah. Uh, well, you, quality assurance tests are always regularly required, so, <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely need to get over there. Right. I did have a, a listener question come through, and by the way, listeners, if you do have questions uh, for Doug or, and or Tracy from Metropolitan Brewing, you can hit the chat now button on our homepage, and Bevo is in there taking your questions for you. Um, Film Labrat is in there, and he wants to know, um, so why are fresh lagers so good if lagers, uh, by definition, are aged? What is the difference there, Doug? Yeah, uh, that has to do with the enemies of beer, <laughs> which are heat, light, and oxygen, mostly. Um, when you're lagering a beer in the fermenter, at you know 35 degrees um it's going through the cold conditioning period the yeast is still in contact with the beer and it's assisting with uh reduction of diacetyl and other compounds sulfur and so forth and as soon as you package the beer it's no longer in contact with the yeast and it's in a 
more, more fragile environment in a, in a bottle or a can, um, and it's not necessarily going to be kept cold, and it may more easily be uh, exposed to oxygen and definitely exposed to light, especially in a bottle. Right. And those things all start to make beer go stale. Makes sense. So, yeah. So, lagering, well, it seems like you're aging it, um, is different than uh, what happens with beer after it's been packaged. Okay. So, as soon as you package it, you should drink it. Now, what about the. It's never going to get any better. What about the packaging as a keg? Um, It sounds to me like in a keg now, the only. Because um, there's a couple good uh, places I can get good German beer out here in San Francisco. Right. A couple good restaurants. Um, is uh, of, of all of the uh, enemies that you mentioned, is the temperature of that keg its only enemy? I mean, because it doesn't have the light. It pro- I, I'm assuming it doesn't have the oxygen permeability. Yeah, I would hope that even Corona doesn't get light struck uh, in the keg. <laughs> but um. it does. No, doesn't it? <laughs> That's somewhere. They must put a light in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, their kegs come with a light. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trivia. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the heat, I think, is, there, is your biggest thing with kegs. Okay. Um, there's some possibility of oxygen ingress, or if there was oxygen in the keg before when it was filled, that sort of thing. But primarily, it's going to be it's going to be the heat that breaks down uh, keg beer. Okay. Or dirty tap lines. Oh yeah, we've no, experienced yeah. that all the time. The scourge of the West. Oh, uh, the only reason we don't talk we we have to talk about it anonymously all the time because we yeah. hate to call out brew pubs and stuff that have this problem. <laughs> exactly. We don't want to be that guy. Right. But uh, oh no. boy, does it happen so often? You know, people with their bad cake. And now for you guys, it's really important because you don't have a brew pub. So every, you know, every drop of, of of your beer either goes through somebody's beer line yeah, and light loggers too. I mean, loggers show all the, all the things pretty well. Yeah. You ever have to go yeah, in? You ever have to go in and kick some Chicago ass, like asking them yeah. to clean up your beer? <laughs> we break out our Tommy guns yeah. and uh, oh, down the that's, door. Yeah. That's right. what you would clean expect. Tap lines. Right. <laughs> but really, has that ever been an issue where you've had to go in and say, you know, this doesn't taste like my beer, you're doing something wrong? Clean them out, see? Yeah. Well, I think it's really no, difficult it's... to go to some customer of yours who has gladly bought your beer and yeah. they're, they're doing something no, we've not been... That is tough, yeah. We've been out drinking and had our beer through dirty tap lines, and we are way too chicken to say anything. We just blink out and um, buy only bottled beer when they're there from from that on. You know, I can't say I blame you. I I hear what you're saying. That's a really delicate, especially as a a fledgling brewery. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd hope just that at some point you can have that honest conversation because... It is your brand, and and you know Joe Beer Guy. Now, now I might be able to go in and say, well, I'm we going to I'm going to give Metro another chance because maybe it's just on this tap handle. But so many, even savvy beer drinkers, will walk in, taste your beer one time, and go, oh, well, their beer's sour. F that. That's a lager. I don't want that. Tell them you're going to pull your beer from their tap if uh, <laughs> they don't clean the lines. Well, but that's their tough position. They're oh, still new. Yeah, I'm being facetious. Yeah, at one point, I'm though, pulling my beer. Right. You make a solid point. It's really hard, especially, um, it's the same thing as when you're out with your colleagues at your colleagues' breweries or you're visiting breweries in another city and you try a beer that isn't really very good and 
you know, you don't want to blow smoke up anybody's ass, but at the same time, sure these are your, yeah, <laughs> no, these, you're are right, your yeah. these are your friends, and, you know, these are the people you drink with and people who are doing the same thing that you are, yeah. and it is, it's very sticky. We talk about it, you know, we talk about it with, you know, with our friends and stuff like that, and we just agree. It's, it's tough. On, at the same, you know, on the same token, we've told the people like Wiz and Jess who work with us, you know, we expect you guys to speak up if there's something you think about the beer. You know, people working with us, it's part of their job to assess the beer with us. But Good, yeah. We, yeah. we know we're not going to get that. We may not get that criticism from people, from our colleagues. So right. it's tough. You're right. It's awkward. It's all psychology. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well, and it's, a, and, and it's been going on for years. It's not yeah. a problem just to your brewery. But I guess, uh, you know, the reason I talk about it is because you, you just hope it's getting better, don't you? You hope that... Uh, yeah. well, and right there in your hometown in Chicago, I, I think Ray Daniels is based uh, out of there doing mm-hmm. his Cicerone program. Yeah, and he's yeah. out there well, teaching is. about how beer should taste and be poured and be and that the line should be cleaned properly. And, and so I guess mm-hmm. you just hope that one day you don't have to have these conversations because it is tough. Yeah, well, we could start a citizen revolution, get some right. of our friends together to go and <laughs> let Rise people know, up. your tap lines are, are dirty, clean your tap lines, I'm not shopping here anymore. You know what happens with that, though, too, is, I'll tell you what, I'll give you an example. So, not too long ago, I went to a, it was a hotel bar, all right, so it wasn't a, a beer bar, but it was a hotel bar, and a hotel bar in San Francisco, and so you're kind of expected to have good beer in San Francisco, even at the hotel bar, you can get some good stuff, and I ordered a Lagunitas IPA, well, and I was, problem. and I was given, oh, I love that feeling. I know, and I was given an entirely different brand altogether, I think I was given an Anchor Steam, <laughs> I'm not very sure. similar. And and I drank it, and when I ordered the second time, I said to the gentleman bartender, Ooh. I said, you know, do you have Lagunitas IPA? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, because I, I th- I'm pretty sure that's what I asked you for the first time, and, and you, you know, I got, I, I'm pretty sure I got an anchor steam. And, and he looked at my receipt, and he said, nope, I gave you a Lagunitas IPA. And oh, so it says so on the paper? Because it says on the paper. And so at this point, I said, well, I said, I, I'm... I don't mean to, uh, I'm not trying to be rude, but you, you definitely didn't give me a, a Lagunitas IPA. It's a very distinctive beer that I've had uh, several times. And I think it's possible that maybe just when you guys replace the keg, you, 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 someone put the wrong one on tap. And he just stared at me like I was a fucking asshole. Like I, like I just kicked him in his balls. He, and he, he wouldn't even respond to me. He literally just stared at me. And I said... You know what? Hey, I'll take another one. Fine. Yeah. I just, at, that, at one point, I just wanted another. And so he goes back, and on my receipt, it now says two Lagunitas IPAs, and I had two goddamn anchor steams. And the, so, so the point of my story is that I, I'm with you on the kind of citizen brigade, but I'm mm-hmm. telling you that there are so many times when you do try, even in a tactful way, to tell people, I, I just think your beer line's dirty or something's wrong. And even the bar owners don't want to hear it. Everybody's so sensitive about their their job and their, you know. Yeah. Well, the same thing happened to me. I ordered a beer, uh, a, a Franz's Connor. I'm going to get a German hat. I didn't get a German hat. <laughs> that you can't mistake. I, I know. I and, and she's arguing with me. Yeah. And uh, my wife even said, don't argue with him. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> and, uh, and she went back to check, and what had happened is they ran out of the Franz's Connor. Uh, they changed kegs uh, to a Polliner. 
Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah. and didn't, and didn't tell her and didn't change the tap handle. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. But, no, I, my thing isn't so much that, and we've had that happen with our beer where a customer called us and said that they had a keg of one brand when they asked for another one. And it was totally perplexing. And I don't know what went down. We never figured it out. We just dealt with it, you know, and exchanged it and gave them what they wanted and all that. Um, but my problem with when I, we're at customers or restaurants or bars at all, uh, is when people try to pre-guess what I want because I'm abroad. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, this is great. And, you know, I mean, we were literally we were at a brew pub that's now defunct and gone. But the the woman waiting on our table said, you know, I said, oh, I'll have. I Doug ordered a Kolsch. It was a brew pub, so it was on, it was their beer. Yeah. Doug ordered a Kolsch, and I ordered a like a Czech Hills. And she goes, oh, that's weird. Women usually like the lighter beers. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, sweetheart, sit down. You and I need to have a discussion. Oh, and good. I just, and you, you know, got a pretty just, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if I'm going to call anyone out, it's going to be more on a personal thing than, and, and uh, you know, you pointing out that they poured the wrong beer. I think, of course, the bartender was a dick. I mean, you yeah. could have had a discussion about it and gotten it figured out. And, you know, you could have helped him out. He could have gone downstairs and seen the keg was wrong and said, hey, man, let me buy you one. You know, you, you yeah. did a solid for me. See, and well, that's what I think, too. Yeah. No, I was going to say, the, the important question really is, so do you go 18% a tip or 20 or what did you like, <laughs> I, what did you do? I'll tell you what, I will even, uh, because I used to work in the service industry for so long, I, even if I get bad service, I'll still tip 15 in general, I'll still give the standard tip. I didn't for him. I ordered. I actually ordered three drinks because there was uh, someone with me at the time too, and I tipped him on two drinks because the first one he just screwed up, and the, at least the other two I knew what I was getting myself into. <laughs> so I figured I'll still tip him his fifteen percent. Should have asked for an anchor steam. I should have just said. Then I would have gotten an IPA. You got an IPA, right? and I might have. And I, so I guess my whole point too is that. Um, I, I do believe in kind of the citizens' brigade, but I also I think that even bar owners have this balance with every schmuck coming in there and telling them about their beer because we do now. Mm. It's a, we all consider ourselves so savvy about beer now. Snobby. You've got every snob coming in there telling them about their beer, so you have the one extreme. But then you have the other extreme where a guy really, at least as tactful as he can, kind of says, "Hey, I'm just trying to help you figure this out. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong." Let's talk about this and see who see if we can get some good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get one good peer uh, pouring from your tap. And Could I just get a freaking IPA? <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, I, I got to take a quick break, guys. Um, but what I'd like to do is start talking about your lager beers and your lager brewing when we come back, if that's all right with you. Sounds great. All right, let me do that. It's good for me, too. It's good for you, JP? I'm all right with you. All right. <laughs> Hang in there, everybody. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, beers being brewed at Metropolitan Brewing. You can go to, I think it's metrobrewing.com and check it out. Hang in there. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters, Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmasters Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. 
Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmasters database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmasters Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zalishan and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamil. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own, the how-to homebrew beer magazine. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The The Time Brewers! When last we left our heroes, they found themselves in 1842 in the province of Bohemia. Yo, this era jerky. All the beers is murky. What ho, friends? A male alewife. I don't know what I'm doing, so I got this dark malt, yeah? More stinky dark beer, yeah. No, sir. Please, wait. Just a moment. Hi, a package from the future from Northern Brewer. Use the Pilsner malt, my good man. And the Sats Hop, sucker. They ain't noble like Queen Victoria, but you can use Sterling from Portland to Astoria. Let your war caramelize and let Melanodins harmonize in a long boil. Keep your starter undercover with aluminum foil. Boo. And use a thousand bog myrtle. Northern Brewer is your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento Chromosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, $7.99 flat rate shipping. And get your nasty ass bog myrtle back to the dark ages, brother Abelard. Hey, this golden lager with the happy hops pretty damn good. Thanks, Time Brewers. Thanks, Northern Brewer. Our work here is done, my friends. Now, to wherever we are next, we dead. Tune in next time for the continuing adventures of The Time Brewers. Hilo, what's your feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. It's the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck.
Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. We're talking to Metropolitan Brewing out of Chicago right now. we got Doug and Tracy on the line with us hanging out. You guys still with us? Oh, yeah. All yeah. Right. I'm here, too. Perfect. JP's still here, and that's what everybody really cares about, because he's wearing a Captain EO t-shirt. I see you're wearing a Brewing TV uh, t-shirt. <laughs> yes, Apparently, I'm wearing my Brewing TV those? t-shirt. Uh, these were sent to us. Moving right along. Uh, from these, Brewing TV. I only see one. Um, I have some for you too. See, don't you're, you, you and JP both. He's too turning all bitchy on me right now. Me? No. I only see one. Where's my T-shirt? Well, if you said they would, they sent me one. I would have been okay with that. But you said they sent us a whole bunch or whatever you said, and <laughs> I only see one. Man, I don't have to do laundry out? for a week. He's when thinking. does that ever happen? When do I ever ask people to oh. send us stuff and I don't make sure you guys get it too? Wait a minute. You never ask people to send it, but they do send it, and we never get anything anyway. No, we're, we're only interns. We don't get anything. Have, yeah, that's true. We just get bitch slapped. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, we know honest. how you feel. Short-term sent, memory. They probably sent four men's shirts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Bevo didn't get, get one. I don't get Actually, jack. Yeah. Bevo didn't get shit. If there's anybody here who yeah. doesn't get shit, it's Bevo. It's She's the intern. It's always me. Yeah. I'm the intern. I got brewing TV shirts for everybody. Except Courtesy me. of Jake. Yeah, everybody but Bevo. I said everybody. <laughs> uh, Everybody with a wiener. <laughs> courtesy of, of the guys at any length. Ring TV. They're all on the counter over there. Man, what a bunch of. Things. What did I do? I didn't get mine. There was a bow. Right, right, we'll we'll save this for later. Just a we'll, get, we'll come back to this. Moving on. And we'll get the scissors out. We'll make Bevo shirt out one of those. Here's my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give mine to Bevo. Ah, uh, good. Okay. It'd be good if she's not wearing pants. Would it? Yeah, T-shirt, no pants. That's what men like, JP. Oh, then yes, it would be great. <laughs> yeah, let me just point yeah, that out to you. It's also our good. motto, dude. Yes. <laughs> no All right, Doug and Tracy from Metropolitan Brewing still on the line with us, and I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, lager beers because that's uh, apparently your forte. Do you do any ales over there? Uh, yeah, well, okay, I'll admit it. All right. Uh, we do German ales. So we do a Kolsch, and our spring seasonal was an alt beer. Oh, good. Oh, see, I want to try your alt. Love the alt. Actually, I really like Kolsch, too, but alt, I'm a fan. It's hard to find a commercial alt mm-hmm. example. Yep. Very rare. That's yeah. what led us to do that. Yeah, it, we're astonished by the response. I mean, we knew the beer dorks would be into it and the beer bars, and they are, but I'm astonished by how people who are relatively new to craft beer are trying it and liking it. I love that. So, I've heard, rumor has it, Doug, that you have stated publicly you, know, you will <laughs> you will never you, brew an IPA. You refuse to brew an IPA. Is this right? <laughs> That's pub- public knowledge now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably won't ever do an IPA. There's so many other breweries out there that already do it. Uh, exactly. I don't know if I can beat it. Okay, um, it's already been done. I like, but I do. I do have these. This design. I do have this uh, evil idea to do an IPL, the India Pale Lager. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think you should. Lager. You know what? You shouldn't have said that on the air. It's such a great idea. You should have kept that to yourself, Doug. It's, I like this. It would be interesting to find out how the hops deal with a clean lager yeast like that and uh, some clean lagering. I would I would try that for sure. Well, Doug, would you use German-style hops like we use, like Liberty and Vanguard and stuff like that, or would you go for the American yeah. hop like Centennial? No, something like that's got to be uh, German hops for yeah. sure. So, Tons yeah, your Heller Tower, your, your Magnum, oh, yeah. and so on. 
Dude, that sounds awesome to yeah. me. Because those hops have such a, a, a crisp, yet nice, bitter flavor to them also. I think that'd be a great IPA. Well, listen, now you need a yeast that'll handle that 6.5-7% alcohol. Would your yeast handle that, Doug? Yeah, uh, we're using a really cool strain, uh, the Augustiner yeast strain. Oh, yeah, Augustiner, sure. Oh, wow. One of the Munich breweries, they make awesome lagers, better than I ever will. It's my favorite um, Hellas in the world. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, I, I think it can handle the alcohol up to, you know, 8, eight 9, oh. 10%. Oh, we good. did a double back over the winter uh, that was 8.2 and turned out real nice. Cool. Now, do you use that yeast across all your beers? <laughs> Yeah, we're using that for all of our lagers, uh, and then we use what everybody knows to be the, as the regularly available Kolsch strain for our German ale. So the Alt and the Kolsch period both use the same German ale strain. Okay. Hmm. How'd you get a hold of that yeast? Is that uh, That's a Weinstefan Bank thing, right, the Augustiner? Stole uh, we're working with uh, the Brewing Science Institute. They're our yeast lab, and okay. they've got that strain. Yeah, I think you can get it from over there too. See that beer is just so yeah, good. The, uh, the August, Augustiner Hellas. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at your site uh, at, and your beer list, and I'm and I'm just seeing three beers here. Am I just not navigating enough, or do You're, you just have the you must three not main? Be navigating enough. All right, because here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at crankshaft Kolsch, right? Dynamo Copper Lager, and mm-hmm. and I like this one um, because I think you guys are being clever. Flywheel Bright Lager, which is which is yeah. what? What's your what's the difference with your Bright Lager here? So those are our three flagship beers. Okay. Uh, those are available year-round in the bottle on draft. Uh, yeah, Flywheel Bright Lager. That's uh, rather than call it a style because I don't feel that either Dynamo Copper Lager or Flywheel Bright Lager fit into a style necessarily. We just chose a cool name like Bright Lager because the beer's bright. Yeah. Uh, it's got it's uh, it's kind of based on a Czech, German, Czech. And German pills, uh, yet it also has some Dortmunder characteristics to it. Uh, pretty happy. Try to get a good amount of hop aroma into it, uh, and it comes across as uh, a little bit bright. Crisp. <laughs> 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 <So. laughs> yeah. So you've been very um, creative with your name. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm now well, finding also, the other beers too. Now I see, yeah, uh, okay, good. Yeah, Baltic Porter. I see Maybach. Um, that's another one that's really not done a hell of a lot. I Baltic see the I Beam. Like yeah, that's game. true. I see the I Beam, which is the alt style. You guys are doing. The only criticism, I, by the way, I love your your logo and your site. Your logo is awesome. It has kind yeah. of a industrial, but still a beer feel to it. It's really good. Um, what I don't like. Just because I'm an honest person, folks. So is this that, is just my two cents. That we don't have their beer here? That, yeah, I don't like that. Because I'd love to be drinking this Baltic <laughs> Porter right now. Yeah. 
The I bul- was just thinking that if we knew about this interview with with a little more time, if I had been on top of it, we could have shipped you some oh. beer, some drinking. Damn it! Well, I'll make it up to you. Well, yeah, listen, uh, some uh, yeast samples. You yeah, guys we'll are doing. Analysis. We'll still have the same address <laughs> in a month. Well, and you're doing great so far, so you're, you're probably get invited back. Unless <laughs> unless uh, JP figures out how to derail this interview, I think you'll get invited back. <laughs> I could try. <laughs> so the only thing I don't like about your whole site, and I really like it. Um, is that the Baltic Porter and the Maybach are put inside these logo that look like teeth? They look it's like a little tooth to me. Oh, you know what that is? That's wonky. Um, our tap handle has. Uh, I don't know if there are any pictures of the tap handle. While we're sitting here, I'll try to find one. It that's an insert to our tap page. handle. Aha! So that's what I kind of thought. I assume. Oh, the store. Yes, go to the store and scroll down. Um, oh yeah. To, oh, and then we can see the tap uh, handle. Metro tap handle. And then you'll get it. You'll understand why. Because for I the graphics, for see. the special beers, we didn't pay a graphic designer to do a full. You don't have a label. Where... Okay, so exactly right. Put the whole tap handle on the page because I'm just saying that nobody wants to think about the dentist when they're oh, looking yeah, right. at your beer. You, <laughs> you know, know I do. I do the website. I yeah. do the website, and I get a lot of people who tweet at me and who uh, hit me through Facebook and email and stuff that they are absolutely willing to redo our website for us so it looks better. And oh, I usually respond great. with something along the lines of bite me. Yeah. However You should. How, however nice your now. yeah, your suggestion, I didn't see the teeth thing and I'm in complete agreement with you. I'm right. thinking I'm glad I can have, I'm sensitive that. to these things. They I, gross me I out. I don't your think they look like teeth. <laughs> I really do. And Doc, by the way, is actually a dentist. Our co host Doc is actually a dentist. Uh, but they just resemble it, and they look like candy corn. But tap handles, they do. Yeah. But your tap handle is badass. Real so badass. if you put the whole Thank tap you. handle in there, and by, yeah. so have you guys ever been to Paris? Well, no, but you're on no, something there. But yeah. <laughs> so the same ar- the same architect who so your metropolitan logo, the font that you guys use, and I, I wish I could if I was a if I was a more cultured man, I would know the name of the art- architect. But the architect who designed the metro signs throughout Paris when you go down into the subway, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're That's these it. beautiful Art Deco metro signs. They're the most gorgeous public transportation signs you've ever seen. Out here in the United States, we put up a fucking neon on light and a and a and a big you know a, a B for Bart or something, but in Paris they decided to design it. And anyhow, that's what your Metropolitan looks like. It's really good. Thanks. We actually were originally going to be called Alchemy Brewing Company, and I you know we envisioned Doug with a big fistful of grain and a fistful of hops standing over this you know campfire esque mad you know, just sort of wizardy looking thing. Um, but a friend of ours Yeah. yeah Insert people laughter. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but a friend who's an attorney alerted us to the fact that there's a brew pub called the Alchemist in Vermont. And even though we're never gonna sell beer in Vermont and they being a brew pub are never gonna sell beer here, we took it as a sign, you know, from the universe saying, Okay, change it up a little bit. So we um of course we got drunk. And got online and started, and, you know, Doug likes Art Nouveau, and that's how we stumbled across that. And our graphic designer was elated. He said, oh, I can do do so much more with this name than Alchemy. No, it looks great. It's really, really good stuff. 
Yeah, All I right. say thank you. I just write the checks to the graphic designer. I don't really see them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it was a good decision I process. I'm going to throw it out there. It's Randy Mosher. Who oh yeah, our, our he work, works. He's just an you awesome guys know artist. Randy Mosher. Oh, yeah. Is it really Randy that did this? Yeah, he's a yeah. huge yeah. Uh, graphic designer. Guy. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah he didn't. lives in Chicago too. He's in a neighborhood very close to us. Wow. Oh. I know we're a hotbed out here. You are. <laughs> Look at that. We're jealous. <laughs> we are. No, I am. I am jealous of your logo. It's got a really cool industrial yeah. feel. It's awesome. I bet you wish you had that on your tattooed on your arm. I I could still get that instead of what you have now. What? <laughs> you tattoo over. Not, I up. have the Metro logo tattooed on my arm. You can't do that. You do? Yeah. Yeah, she'll come out and chop it off if you get it done on. She's hard to make a lamp out of you. Yeah. You know what that is? I hate to inform you. That's a jinx. Is what that is? Getting Uh-oh. your company logo tattooed. It's like oh, getting. No. It's like getting your wife's name tattooed. You know what happens no, then? No, I you get got divorced and he gets the dog. <laughs> uh, it's part of a larger piece that I have on my arm, but um, That's fair. I remember talking to a friend saying that I was going to get the Metro M gear tattooed on my arm, and this was before we were started. And he said, "Oh, you have to wait until you're successful." Yeah. And I said, "Well, that tells me two things about you: you don't know jack shit about starting a business, and you don't know jack shit about getting tattoos." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, then he's saying you're not successful, and that's it. That's also the says he's very superstitious. <laughs> yeah. Screw him. Yeah, I like the. Part. I could totally get the part tattooed. That's just the grain and the gear with the M. I could get that. I, I have the M gear. I have, yeah. That's I'll, a I'll let you. For, for a million dollars, you can do it. <laughs> That's great. Oh man! If I if I made a mill if I made a mill for every hop grenade that's gotten tattooed to people at this point, uh, you, oh, yeah, all, I bet. you all would have gotten paid in this room. Yeah, by now I doubt it. It's it's the chance of either yeah. one happening. Yeah, that's right. You have a bus that needs fixing. Yeah, it's going to cost me a cool mill for that. Yeah. So, talk to me about your logger process uh, a little bit, Doug. Too. Uh, what temperature do you like to keep that happy Augustiner yeast? The yeast likes to ferment uh, above 50 degrees. Uh, most times, lagers are run best at like 50, 48. But this rain, uh, what I've heard is it works well up to 60 degrees, which uh, I think it gets a little estery, a little banana-like at that point. But uh, I run it at 53. Okay. It works out real well. Now, are you trying to speed up any of the of your your process here because you're you're primarily brewing loggers? Do you have any tips and tricks of doing a fast logger? I guess is what I mean. Uh, well, if you're willing to bring in some esters, uh, like the banana, if you ferment warm, it's going to ferment faster. Uh, but then, of course, you've got that estery beer. So there, I don't think there's really any speed up the loggering process okay. that I've discovered yet. Maybe the big industrial guys have some secret methods, but uh, <clears throat> it's really just wait, uh, wait it out. And it really makes a difference. I mean, after a week and a half, the beer's okay. But there's all sorts of crazy stuff in there. It tastes green. Um, but after four weeks, it tastes awesome. Uh, and lagering really makes a difference. Now, you hear a lot of people talk about lagering their beer for six months or something. I think, I think that's uh, going overboard because in my experience even with our Doppelbach which is a fairly big beer um, we did that for five weeks and I thought I t- tasted it after four and it still seemed pretty good so 
I don't know if you get a lot of benefit from extended aging, extended lagering. Okay. At the Siebel course, did they talk about, did they promote extended lagering like that? or? Uh? No, not at all. It's uh, generally considered to be a, like a 28-day process. I see. So nothing leaves your brew house to be served uh, before, what did you say, four weeks? Or is it six weeks, two weeks of fermentation, and then four weeks of lagering? No, it's 28 days total. It is 20, so, okay. Uh, brew, 20, and then on the 28th day, we're filtering into the and, and carbonating. Okay. Good fresh lager. And yeah, we run, through a, we run through a filter, pulls the yeast out, brightens up the beer, but it's a coarse filtration, so it doesn't yank any of the flavor. It doesn't turn it into an ultralight. What is the filter, micron-wise? <laughs> it's a it's a Italian uh, DE filter, pressure okay. leaf filter. All right. Is that diatomaceous earth for any listener who doesn't know DE? Yeah. Yeah, DE uh, microscopic single cellular organisms that are all different shapes. And since they're all different shapes, they don't pack together into a solid mass, which means the the liquid can still flow through, but the pathway is small enough that the yeast gets trapped. Um, and so the beer flows through, the yeast gets stuck, and you end up with a nice clear beer. Okay. All right. And it, now, are you doing any sort of uh, natural carbonation uh, techniques like the Germans would do here, or are you carbonating after the fact? Uh, no, we're just uh, carbonating after the fact. We've run a carbonation stone in our bright beer tank and uh, carbonate after filtration okay. at like 33 degrees or something. Mm-hmm. So, yes, all beer is cold filtered and, uh, <laughs> and, and cold carbonated. But is it frost brewed? <laughs> is it drinkable? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> Does it have high drinkability? Yeah, I think ours are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so in the winter they covered all the secrets. <laughs> they right. actually are frost brew. We do triple hot brew. We we frost brew and we cold filter. So we do it all. <laughs> hey, but do you have vortex bottles? Uh, uh, you don't have uh, that, do you? I haven't figured that one out yet. You have, uh, and, I, and I and our bottles don't change color when they're cold either. Well, no mountains. You guys a, are not mm. innovators. So, yeah, this is bullshit. Me, Doug, you got no mountains. I have to ask you guys this. Okay, so you, the triple hopping and the cold filtered. What the what the fuck is frost brewed? What are we referring to? <laughs> I actually know what that is. You do? JP I do. Knows. At one point, they had a little disclaimer at the at the bottom of their commercial mm-hmm. where they said that uh, four to five times during the brewing process, they freeze the beer, or they get it down to like thirty two <laughs> degrees, or they get it cold. And uh, then, during the brew? Well, yeah, during the brewing process. Is that the same as? <laughs> No, but it, it, I don't what, get what's it. the brewing process? Exactly. I mean, down below freezing right before it's filtered. Well, four that's to five. The key. Four to five times. But four but to five times. Yeah. So so that's the key. Is for one by during the brewing process, they certainly mean after it's been transferred and fermented. Who knows? And then they just you know whatever bring it down to freezing and then up a couple degrees and then down to freezing and up a couple it's just during lagering that's all no 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 yeah. you, got, you got it all wrong <laughs> the brewer's name is frost <laughs> yeah you see <laughs> and they right. just claim to frost brew it and yeah. they do nothing else to frost brewed it <laughs> yeah. well i don't i don't want any beer that doesn't use the heart of the hop 
That's right. <laughs> right. Oh, it does keep getting better, doesn't it? There's all sorts of them. But listen, if you don't have that fast-pouring bottle, Metro, I, I'm out. I'm, I'm not going to be involved in, in this bullshit. And we're not croisoning either. I mean, right. I don't know if, if what we're making is even considered beer anymore. <laughs> I, I don't think it is. It's, le- it's sounding less and less like beer to me. It's sounding more like yeah. soda, I think. You're going to have the Gestapo on you. So is your flywheel lager kind of your um you know, you know your 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 flagship homage to the to the German Hellas? Uh, I think it's more of a Czech Pils style than a German Hellas. German okay. Hellas is less hoppy. This one's got a fairly decent hop load to it, both bittering and aroma. So can you tell us about uh, the recipe for this one? Kind of grist to, to hops? You know, just as homebrewers, we'd love to, to hear it, if you don't mind giving it. Yeah, yeah sure. It's, uh, let's see, it's like uh, 85% uh, German Pilsner malt, and the rest is uh, Vienna malt. Brings in a little mm-hmm. bit of malty richness to it, and a little bit of more golden color. Nice. And caramel, and then, just a little bit of caramel, and just a tiny bit of caramel pills. There, like four percent caramel pills. Bring in carapils. Yeah. Carapils, got it. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank yeah. you. Carapils, caramel pills. Okay. And and then hop wise, we're doing we're using American hops, um, but they're all like German hybrids for the most part. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, well, the bittering hop in this one is Horizon, which is a completely American hop, as far right. as I know. Um, which is really good because it's got low cohumulone. Yeah. Um, and then people think that cohumulone, is, which is one of the hop components, uh, brings in kind of a harsh bitterness. Some hops with low cohumulone theoretically are going to be less harsh in their bitterness. So that's why I chose this for flywheel because it's a pretty um, delicate beer, you know, being more of a Pilsner style. Okay. Uh, and then for flavor and aroma, uh, sterling, which is kind of similar to Saz, a little more flowery, um, but it's uh, Saz hybrid. And then we're also using uh, livery, which is kind of similar to Hollertel. Okay. It's the U.S. equivalent. Uh, yeah. What, yeah. Now, exactly. why the, the American hops? Is is uh, by choice or necessity? Well, it's it keeps it separated from being... I, I think one of the things that has been a stumbling block for American brewers who make lagers is that they feel it always has to be exactly like what they're doing in Germany or Europe. Yeah. Uh, anytime, anytime you find an American brewer doing a lager, it's named after that style, which Flywheel is not, and they're trying to duplicate whatever the original European style is. Now, I mean, you think about American IPAs or Red Ales or anything, Belgo slash whatever, um, they're not trying to make it exactly like the original style. So why do loggers have to be that way? Yeah, right. Um, so that's one reason why I'm using the American hybrids rather than the original, like, uh, noble hops, because it makes it a little different. Good reason. And also, I want to be more close to home, kind of like within the whole stay local Source. idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, really, the Pacific Northwest is local for with regard to hops. Sure, as local as it gets, I suppose, to Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. I mean, there are some people starting up hop farms in Wisconsin, um, but they don't have the volume or the varieties yet. Okay. Well, those are good reasons to to change up the to to the American hops, and I like the idea. What kind of uh, IBUs are in this lager, in this pills? So this ended up at about forty five IBU. Okay, no, it is happening well. between forty and forty five. So it's pretty solid bitterness. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about this color Vienna of it too. Malt. Yeah, with the Vienna, I'm curious about yeah, what it looks Vienna like. Yeah, the Vienna malt brings in a little bit more maltiness, which uh, which kind of backs up that forty five IBU and gives it a little balance. Okay. And then, like I said, it kind of gives it more of a, a little bit golden color. A lot of, like, German filters are pretty light. Um, uh, Czech filters are a little darker, but this is this is kind of on the, I would say, the dark end of Czech pills. Okay. Now, are you only a kegging brewery, or, or do we find this in bottles out there, too? Oh, uh, no. Uh, flywheel, dynamo, and crankshaft are bottled. Okay. But all the seasonals and beers... Uh, so far, we've only done those in cakes. Got it. That sounds like a great beer. I want to try this one. Let's have some. Yeah. Now, Doug, what kind of uh, water are you using to make these lagers? That's sometimes pretty important. Yeah, we use the, the same uh, the same water that made Milwaukee famous. Oh. Oh. And, uh, that's like, they were famous for good water, that's I hope. <laughs> that's Lake Michigan water. Lake Michigan. Uh, Lake Michigan the city of Chicago uh, delivers it right to our doorstep. <laughs> they that, add some chlorine, but we take it back out you with a carbon out. filter. Uh, but it's great water for beer. It's okay. pretty middle of the road as far as all the minerals and hardness and everything goes. I see. So it's not particularly uh, we soft. We add a little bit of calcium, but that's about calcium. it. That's the only thing you add? Hmm. Yeah, calcium chloride. Okay. So like you said, it's not particularly soft water. Uh, nope. Uh, fairly middle of Not the road. Not particularly hard water. Yeah. <laughs> and it works for all your beer. Yeah, it seems to work pretty well. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Because <laughs> you're fucked if it doesn't. Yeah, does, aren't pretty you? much. Well, as it's a, like as you a brewery in a location. Well, you don't have to do shit. Yeah. Really. You do a little bit of thing, you're like, all right, that's good. I'll cross a whole, you know, a whole uh, lineup. Right. I like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, a longer <laughs> middle of the road is about all you need for lagers. I think. Yeah. You know, you were talking about the, the uh, bittering hop of this beer, too. I think I was listening in um, just a day or two ago. Chad was um, Chad was listening to uh, Matt Brennelson talk about the Firestone beers for our upcoming uh, Caney Brewery shows. And uh, okay. I, so Matt was talking about um, just, I was just walking through the room, so you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've heard him and other brewers say this before. How he's so not concerned with the actual variety of the bittering hop. He's more concerned with A, the alpha acid, and B, what Doug is talking about here, the cohumulone of it, whether or not he wants it to be kind of a harsh bitter or a smoother bitter. In other words, I'm not saying he's throwing any bittering hop into his beer, but I thought I heard him and I've heard other brewers talk about, and Doug, maybe you could chime in on this with me too, that that the bittering hop in almost any beer, it's not so important about the variety because you're not getting a lot of that sort of green flavor that we get of the later hops. You're really just looking for the right kind of bitterness, whether that be harsh or smooth or and and, uh, and the alpha acid, of course, depending on so that you know how much, as a commercial brewer, how much hops you have to buy. Is that right to you, or, or are you real concerned with the variety? No, I think that's what I'm looking at, Absolutely. Um, with, you know, varieties, I think of the aroma, 
maybe what the essential oil content is, and so on. And all of that is pretty much driven off during the boil. When, uh, when it's a bittering hop, you know, added at 60 minutes or 90 minutes yeah. at the beginning of the boil. And uh, <clears throat> uh, what really matters is that cohemulone, because that's one thing that may lead to a harsh bitterness and uh, the alpha acid level. And this is why we've seen over the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years or whatever, uh, more and more hop varieties coming out that are just pushing the alpha acid limit right up to you know as high as 18 percent alpha acid and it's because of what those big industrial breweries want and, and of course they're the major hop buyers all they care about is alpha acid they right. don't care about aroma as much yeah. um well they, that's what they use so little aroma hop in their beer so he has a home uh, brewer. So for them, it's much more economical to buy one pound of 18% alpha acid hops as opposed to one pound of 5% alpha acid sure. hops because they can use a lot less hops. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. For us, uh, you know, I'm thinking about um, uh, harsh bitterness versus mellow bitterness. Um, so that's what, what I'm really trying to consider, concern myself with. I've discovered I use American Pearly in, in our... Uh, in our Kolsch and our all beer, and that I I don't remember what the cohumulin content is, but it's got a really nice clean bitterness, um, and mm-hmm. it's not a, those neither of those are well the alt's fairly hoppy, mm-hmm. bit hoppy bitter, um, but it's it's nice and clean. Yeah, seeing a lot of people, a, a lot of palates right now are, are talking about they that they love the hoppy, but kind of without the bitter. They don't want it to punch them in the face bitter. They want it to be just kind of hoppy though yeah. they want the dank of it but without the without the undrinkable bitter part i mean let's face it if it's too bitter it's just it just becomes undrinkable and and the reason i brought it up too is i'm just curious because as a home brewer to me well it certainly as an amateur home brewer it's counterintuitive to think that any part of my ingredient bill it doesn't matter so much so uh, you know i remember you know Pouring over books the night before my brew day and and really carefully picking every hop that I'm going to put in my beer. And then to find out that, hey, at bittering, look, at it all boils off anyway. You need the right bitterness uh, in terms of alpha acid and the right kind of bitterness that you're looking for. And yeah. the variety doesn't matter, so get what you can get. Well, there are <laughs> some that do carry over, like certain varietals like uh, Chinook or... Uh Maybe some to a certain extent. They have like a certain flavor that will carry over out of the boil. Okay. But you just stay away some from Some people those. talk about hops that uh, contribute a caddy yeah. character, like cat box. Yeah. And I think the jury is still out on as to whether that happens, if you get that characteristic, if you add those as just a purely bittering hop or if you're adding them later. Okay. Where some of the flavor and aroma comes through. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Which and are obviously I, I guess they need to go brew some more beer and do some experiments. <laughs> well, <laughs> experimenting might be over now that you're a production brewery, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. can only do, you do so much. Oh, crap. So yeah. there's, a, there's a good question. Do you still get to experiment, Doug? Yeah. Homebrew? Yeah. Um, some of those beers you were reading about there actually were very small batches. Um, and when we're developing new beers, we'll sometimes do small batches. And it's not to because we're trying to develop the recipe so much because it doesn't scale up in a linear fashion. Uh, but moreover, that we're testing out like a yeast 
or mm-hmm. a variety of hops or some kind of malt and seeing how that will work in a given kind of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but with like that Baltic Porter and the Maybach that we did, those were specialty beers that we released just for the Craft Brewers Conference, which was here in Chicago a month or so ago. Yeah. Uh, and they were served uh, at some special events we did. And so those were really small batches. Um, so, yeah, the home brewing still comes out. The home brew system sits in the brewery up on the top shelf, but uh, we nice. pull it down once in a while and do some cool stuff with it, mm-hmm. or we try to. Good. That's what we like to hear. It becomes difficult now that you're brewing, you know, two rounds a day. Getting new big fermenters. <laughs> yeah. Getting new big fermenters. Yeah. Wiz is going to ask for a paycheck soon now that Tracy yeah. praised him all goddamn show. Well, it's yeah. funny because you call him Wiz, but he's obviously not very smart if he's not getting paid while he's working. <laughs> I mean, what else, well, I mean, what else are you going to spend your money on than beer? We already give him that. Yes. And uh, right. you know, on bottling day, we buy pizza, so you got pizza and beer. What, what really? else do you need? I don't know much else. Don't you don't know. Any money. A hooker or two later down there, but that's down the road. Yeah. That's not until yeah. he really proves himself. Yeah. <laughs> beer and pizza is going to be fine. All right. Well, listen, Doug, Tracy, uh, really wonderful to meet you guys, at least over the radio here, and talk to you about your beer. It sounds great. I'd love to try some. Um, Well, I'll see to it that you get a chance. That would be very nice of you. Awesome. If nothing else, just when we're out your way sometime, i I got to make it to Chicago. I wish I could have made it to the CBC. Are you going to come to next year's uh, Craft Brewers Conference? Hell yeah. So you can come hang out in our hood then, because that's us. Yeah. We're out here. That's great yeah. that you're in San Francisco. Awesome. Yeah, yep. we're just uh, we're just across the bridge, so we'll be taking care of you guys on our turf. We're as close to that's San Francisco you as you can get. Yeah, that's Broadcast interesting. We lived in from we, the CBC. We, we yeah, right there. You go. We lived in Hayward for nine months. Oh, you oh, did. Huh. You only made it nine, and then you moved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for no, you. <laughs> we, we couldn't. We couldn't sustain ourselves. I had a prestigious photography degree from a school in New York that no one gave a crap about in California. So. Right. Well, especially in Hayward. Yeah. yeah, we tend to be real dickheads <laughs> about things like that here in California. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should no, try to get a keg to, for BNA Five. We wanted to live in the city and all of that, but we couldn't afford it, and it just was too hard. You guys are very brave. That or you all live together. Well, we're not in the city. <laughs> we are out in the suburbs. We're in yeah. a beautiful little place called Pacheco. And, oh, uh, neat. oh yeah. it, it is neat. It's very neat. Google have, map. We <laughs> Google Street a, View it. We have a refinery and a casino. Yeah. And uh, it's very neat. Two. Junior college. A bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, we have a junior college. That's yeah. right. We do have a junior college. I went to that junior college, you fuckers. Yeah. Don't make fun of it. <laughs> and look where you are now. Look how far I've made it. Yeah. yeah. Just a block in away. Your, in your spare room. <laughs> I've made it two blocks from the junior college. <laughs> Well, no, really, a pleasure to talk to you both. You sound like a lot of fun, so I yeah. hope we get to have a beer with you. And um, and also, Doug, it sounds like you know what you're doing, so uh, that's why we want to try this beer. It's always a plug. I am just good at sounding that way. <laughs> good. Hey, just keep faking it until you make it. That's all you got to do. Right on. You'll be fine. That's some Jimmy Buffett song? What I'm pretty sure it that? is a Jimmy Buffett song. That was awful. <laughs> Faking t-shirt. it till you're making it. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Good luck. Jimmy Everybody Margarita can go to metrobrewing.com and find out all they need to know. Uh, maybe I should ask you real quick before you guys go, because we do have a lot of listeners out your way uh where can people get your beer how far out and and what places we distribute to the city and the ring counties around the city um the best thing to do is just go to our website we have two google maps one for on-site retailers and one for off-site retailers and uh 
if the bar that you go to doesn't have our beer, tell them to fucking put it on tap. Yeah. Grace, <laughs> yeah. you said that. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> say it just like that, too. Yes. <laughs> and do you, uh, do you guys have a tasting room or anything? Do you welcome people at the brewery, or that's a no-no? Well, because it's just the three of us and the dog, we set aside a couple of times, two to four times a month, usually a Saturday, um, where people can come in for an official tour and a sampling. But, no, we don't have a swanky store or anything like that. Not just yet. We're just concentrating on making sure we make the beer the way we want it. And Good. We'll, we'll see what falls out after that. All right. Good news. I'm just asking because you will be contacted by the listeners, so I just want to want them to know ahead of time. You will be contacted. Excellent. It happens. <laughs> Bring it. All right. Good. Thank you so much for spending time with us on your weekend. We do appreciate that, and it's a lot of fun to get to know you. Thanks. You too, you guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Talk Thanks to you guys again. Good luck. Great. All right. There you go. Metropolitan Brewing out of uh, Chicago. Good folks. They are good folks. That's a lot of fun. Pretty typical Chicago people to me. They seem just like Chicago folks. Yeah. Real nice. You know Chicago folks, don't you? Oh, yeah. I'm Aren't from you from Illinois. You are? Well, I'm from Southern Illinois, but I you know, know a lot of Chicago people. You used to go into the city. I would go up there to visit. <laughs> Every now and then and check yes. things out. Yes. What was beer like back then in Chicago? Old Casey? style was is what we all drank then. Yeah. 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 Hams? Hams was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. water. Schlitz. Were you getting... Um, what? what? Oh, what's it called? Uh, oh, Olympi- no, what? Yingling? Were you getting Yingling uh, out no, there? No, I then? don't remember that. No, I that's don't. Pennsylvania, no? Uh, yeah, yeah, how I think far so. was that? I mean, that wasn't <laughs> that, uh, distributed. It's that all far. the same to me. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if it's Close not enough. if it's not in thirty miles of Pacheco, it's all the goddamn same to, to me. Exactly. <laughs> might as well <laughs> might as well be Yugoslavia. I don't know where these things come from. That's true. So well, you know, a, if a listener wanted to bring some of the metropolitan beer up from you know for the conference, we could uh, yeah. check it out there. Well, maybe now that we know them, maybe now that we're all great friends. Pal, <laughs> and you told them to change their website. And I yeah. told them to, hey. And criticize their teeth. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it kind of looks more like a vagina. Really. This, is the, this is what you guys got to get. You can, you can tell people things like this. But you just have to do it in a way that makes sense. It's constructive. And, yeah. and Tracy agreed with me. I'm just trying to help out. That was good. Yeah. I'm just. Because like, she agreed. Shit. That's good. That's good because she agreed. <laughs> Although she could have been like. That was the what one part asshole. of the site that I designed. I did that <laughs> But I'm not going to... Sh- I'm never My going to shy away that. from those things. I will never do that. And yeah. I'll tell you why. Because then I'm the asshole. You know, I'm going to look at a site and just blow smoke up somebody's ass. Then you guys can fire me. That's when you guys get to fire me. How about that? So what do you really hate about Doc? <laughs> That's Sorry. when you get to fire me. <laughs> you see what I mean, though? You have to give these... I think that it's important for us to not be negative, right? but to be honest uh, about positive it. Positive way. Sure. And I liked... And, and I'm actually... I'm more apt to give criticism to a person that I like or, or a site that I like. So the fact that the rest of their website was so kick-ass... It's easy to just say, oh, hey, there's a little tiny thing here that I think, uh, you know, fix that and you're, you'll be even more kick-ass. That's all. You will find that if the entire website, if I think it's shit, I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> I won't. Because uh, yeah, then you it. can't open that can of worms. Yeah, no. Then it's a whole conversation like, well, and then there's this, and then he shouldn't have hired the guy who built the whole thing, and, right. you know. Looks like they have a really cool brewery, too. They have a lot of pictures up, and it looks like they have... Like a goat's head that lights up, like the eyes or something. Kiss the goat. And their brewery. That sounds very pagan. We'll have to check it out. We'll have to get out there. Sounds fun. It's pretty cool Mm. stuff. JP likes that. JP's a pagan. I am a pagan. Pretty sure. Person against good goodness. 
Here we go. And what the fuck is it? Oh. Negroes? Negro and Negroes. <laughs> is that what you are? From Dragnet? Come on, the movie. Dragnet. Ah, Tom uh, Selleck or whatever the fuck his name is. Tom Selleck. Tom, uh... No, uh... You can't fucking think of it. Damn it, he's Tom one Cruise. of my favorite guys. Hanks. Hanks. Yes, Tom, Tom Hanks. Cruise is in... Is in <laughs> Not Magnum. Tom Hanks. No, what's Tom Selleck from uh, Magnum? Oh, okay. Yeah. And we're going to do a break. Are we? Yeah. Well, when we come back. I don't know we're wrong. According to my schedule, 640 to 7.45. <laughs> Did I get that wrong? Yeah, we lost a whole hour there. Jippo the Jip is going to do I our am? mini topic today, and we'll have that when we come back. Hang in there. It's the session. Coming back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Calling all homebrewers. Entries for the Samuel Adams Longshot American Homebrew Contest are due May 17th through May 28th. There's still time to get your beers entered. This year, the homebrew contest is all about Category 23, specialty beers. So start being creative and brew up a beer that doesn't fit into any of the traditional BJCP-style categories. Let your creative juices flow and enter your Category 23 homebrew. Here's your chance to have your beer brewed, packaged, and nationally distributed in the 2011 Longshot Package. And four finalists will be awarded a trip to the 2010 Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado, where Samuel Adams will announce the winners. Visit SamuelAdams.com for all the details. Get your bottles in by May 28th. And as always, the entry fee is free. The Samuel Adams Longshot American Homebrew Contest. This year's Longshot could be all yours. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer food and music downtown joe's the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home 
When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot, and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's so. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. A special thanks to Tracy and Doug Hurst from Metropolitan Brewing, uh, hanging out with us today on their uh, Sunday evening and having a good time and a lot of fun to talk to them and find out. You can go to metrobrewing.com to learn where to buy their beer. They have a Google map there, a couple of them, where you can find the bottles and where you can find it on tap. And uh, you can learn a little bit about their history there, too. And you can just see how cool the damn website is. It's a nice site with a good yeah. logo. Yeah. That, uh, and awesome tap handles. Great tap handles, yes. yeah. I have to get their logo tattooed to my, <laughs> face. my balls. Your left yeah. ball. My left nut. <laughs> have you seen my big M on Have you seen my left nut tattoo? It's great. It's good. What if I went showing that beef around? That's gross. At different places. Yeah, who would you show it to? I'd make you come along, you know. If I was, Human. I'd be like, come on, Bevo, it's time to show the nut. <laughs> Pull the it nut, out. Nut two. Get out the nut. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm not saying I'd make you do it. I just made, I'd make you come along. I know you, you know, you'd make me watch. I'd be the first person you would show. I have so many very, very clear memories of you <laughs> in this house just randomly walking out with, with your nuts out. exposed. Yeah. Well, or on Bart. Or... You know, everybody has a talent, and I feel like when you have it, you should share it with the world. Pulling out a body part is your talent. Yes. I'm, really ha- I'm really happy you got that out of the system nuts. before I moved in. Yeah, I did. Thank you. No, I think that you actually might have lived here, but you used to go to sleep really early. Right. Oh, perfect. Yeah, he, he went to sleep really early. And the other day, so Schumann had a gig at a local place here. Uh, him and his his friend Ben, um, they're they're in a band together now. Which band is this now? This is the Trophy Fire. Oh, the okay. new one. <clears throat> yeah, the newer one. Ben's <laughs> Ben's personality is a lot like Schumann. So they went out drinking after Baby the gig, and, and they ended up like crashing here at the house. Uh, you were gone, Chad. You're lucky on this one. I come walking out, and uh, Ben had just gotten out of the shower. Some he comes walking right into my room. Actually, he comes walking right into my room. 
with nothing on, just his just his wiener tucked back between his uh, his legs, and it just walks right in. He's like, "Hey, Justin, have you seen my uh, you know whatever he's like? Have you seen my hairspray?" I was looking for my. But he's just standing there with the with the with the silence of the lambs tuck. Uh, and so, if, as if that, so it's funny, fine. If that's not, a, so then I walk out of the room to get some coffee, and what happens? Schumann walks right around the corner doing the same goddamn thing. I had to look at these two both doing the mangina. Ugh. In one, in, did they do that in, little a, dance? in a two minute span, they didn't do the dance, and probably only because I didn't stick around long enough. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm sure dancing would have ensued. Yeah. Did uh, did they turn around with it still tucked? And you, you got the <laughs> no, bulldog they, or whatever it's called. I <laughs> literally, I just, I realized what was happening and kept right on moving, so I didn't give him a chance to do any of the turnaround. Oh, you didn't stare? That's weird. I couldn't do it. You probably went and sat on your pillow after you left. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, damn it, Doc! Now I gotta do all my sheets tonight. Twice. <laughs> Shit. One on each pillow, baby. All right. Well, <laughs> see. So I actually just mentally pictured that kind of grossed out. It was pretty bad. See, at least yeah, I didn't walk around doing that. Me. I just I just put my balls out like a man does. You know, that's what men do. Yeah. I love you too much to actually say on the air what you were what you were doing. Here, look at this. What was I doing with my balls? I don't know. I just remember your outfit when you exposed your balls. Oh yeah, that's. That's oh, probably, your miniskirt? That's probably wearing yeah. a miniskirt or something. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a red leather miniskirt and a lace shirt. Whoa. What? Yeah. What else? What's wrong with wow, this? This <laughs> was a long time yeah. ago, right? What, who, who, long what, time is this ago. what everybody wears? Listen, who hasn't? <laughs> Walking the streets Wait, of Who doesn't own those pieces of clothing? <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. Right? Put your hand down, JP. Oh, no. That was oh, a big drunken night. Are you on? Hey, if you got good looking balls, you might as well show <laughs> In a, yeah, in a red leather miniskirt. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you're lucky, I'll wear it to be an A5. Is there such a thing as a good looking a ball? Sounds like a Burning Man moment. I, don't know. I guess, you know. I wouldn't even do it there, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing it here. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of balls, it's time yeah. for JP's segment on today's program. That's right. As you know by now, if, uh, unless you're just tuning in, uh, well, should have known by now. We've been trying to do a, a mini homebrew topic uh, every week, and it's designed for shows specifically like this one, where we have a commercial guest, and we still want to uh, make sure that we incorporate the homebrew element without having a big, long, drawn-out discussion. We try to just cover uh, tiny topics over a few minutes. Um, we were criticized earlier in today's program, corrected about the viscosity mash issue. Um, which, uh, you know, like I said, listen to what we said and, and, and go on and read the... Uh, I always encourage people to read the information given to them and then, uh, you know, make your own decisions. So uh, today, JP is in charge of our mini-discussion. Um, it is entitled JP's Mini-Discussion. Well, it's a name I decided to go with. Um, <laughs> so who thought of that? It's, it's creative. It's a creative thing. Right. Yeah. And that's all in capital letters, though. That's the part that's... With five uh, exclamation points. Every other letter is capital. And yeah. The in-between. It's hard to read. It makes you lols. No. But JP, actually, he really did have a great uh, idea, uh, something I think that comes up for a lot of brewers, especially those of you who have been brewing for a little while. Yeah. And uh, you come up with um, uh, recipes in, in books that are, have been published years ago or even on websites. Yes. And you come across ingredients uh, that you never heard of. Right, and I know it happens to me all the time. Yeah, like carapils. Yeah, what well, caramel pilsner? <laughs> yeah, like carab. Oh, carapil. Oh, thank you, caramel okay. pilsner. Yeah. 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 Anybody who spells out the whole word to me, I'm like the what? Yeah, 
Well, Carapils is technically trademarked, so if they don't use the Vironman Carapils... I see. Then what are you going to do? In my defense. Good. Yeah. Okay. See? We're perfect. See, Caramel Pilsner. But there really are some ingredients, actually, that are, are either are not around anymore, mm-hmm. um, or that the, the name has changed entirely, and, and you read it on a recipe and you yeah. don't know what to do. Or you don't necessarily need to use it. Okay. Um, so, so uh, to begin my talk, it's called Making Substitutions in Your Brewing Ingredients. Replacing Common Items Found in Older Recipes. By Jason Petros. By Jason Petros. I almost put that down there. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> like, uh, damn it. Dude, you have to. Try again. Okay, well. With the By Jason Petros. And the, you'll, you'll hear how much it sounds better. Do you have a middle name that you're willing to reveal when you do it? If so, Let put that in there, too. <laughs> Why, is everybody a, 50 Tyson. A, ashamed of their middle names? That Pretty means? much. I think so. <laughs> Making substitutions in your brewing ingredients. Replacing Common Items Found in Older Recipes. By Jason Nicholas Petros. <laughs> See, that's good. Thank you. Oh, I'm ready thank to you hear it. Yeah. After you put it that way, yeah, I'm ready you to know. Uh, So, the the uh, thank you for the introduction. You want um, to thank you and uh, and all of our attendees. Um, <laughs> what I was kind of thinking a couple weeks ago when I was thinking about shit, I have to do this yeah. stupid mini topic. Um, older beer recipes. You know, there's still books that are being published with uh, with kind of janky recipes you know and and i think people find them and uh and they want to make them because it sounds good whatever for whatever reason clone beers of stuff um but i i kind of feel a lot of beginning brewers don't make some of these recipes because they don't know that they can make substitutions okay and that's a good point i wouldn't have wanted to make any substitutions back exactly well i think it's kind of scary you're you're first starting to learn and something says i need this specific thing oh i can't make it it's not going to be the same thing Yeah. yeah it's okay to make changes to recipes Okay. Uh, so you're trying to learn brewing through uh, joy of home brewing, right? <laughs> yeah. Everything in there is like old, you know. It's you like, got to make changes. You got to make, make changes. Every changes recipe, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, had a, I had a patient of mine give me his brewing stuff. He's I don't brew anymore, but I brewed for quite a while. He goes, I'll give you my stuff, and he gave me you know janky little equipment and stuff, and this book of uh, recipes and a couple of written handwritten recipes. Oh, this one was really good. Everybody really liked this. And I'm looking at this stuff and like. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Where do you get this stuff anyway? Well, and I, I, you know, at one point it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> it was really good at, at in yeah. some, at, like my VW bus. It was the top of the line. It uh, was good at one point. <laughs> it was in its day. Right. Yeah. Doubtless. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, so exactly. Most recipes were, were written 30 years ago, something like that, 20 years ago. And uh, they've never been updated, especially the ones in books, maybe ones online. Um <clears throat> The main thing that I've seen in uh, uh, recipes that can be replaced are canned malt extract. Okay. It does. If you have a recipe that calls for two 3.3 pound cans of malt extract, just substitute it out. You don't need Even it. if you can get it. Even you if you can get a can. Yes, exactly. Substitute it out. Even if you can get a canned mal- uh, cans of malt extract, don't buy them. All right. You have no idea how long they've really been on the shelf. Uh, you can do the dust test, maybe wipe your finger on it and gauge the level of dust on it. But uh, they generally don't make good beer. Unless you live close to a production plant, um, You may. it's possible you may be getting old uh, old extract. Yeah, I think our. I, I might be wrong, but I think our Aussie listeners can get fresh canned extract because it's made out there, whereas us out here, it's coming from Australia. So, so exactly, and I put down Cooper's is really the only one that I know that would be fresh. Okay, for your area. Okay, then why does it taste like? What's the difference? What's the, what are we gonna? It's it. It just, can. It can. Older extract can lead to like a raisiny flavor. 
in your beer. So if you, especially if you're trying to make a pale ale or you're trying to make a fresh tasting beer and you use extract that's not fresh, yeah, you're not going to get a fresh tasting beer. Okay. So try to buy a uh, uh, fresh malt extract. People, uh, I know Northern Brewer uh, does their own. Of course, More Beer does their own. There's a few other shops that do their own from drums. You can go in there. I know Oak Barrel. Uh, actually, a lot of shops buy it themselves and package it for you. Okay. That's really the only way you're going to know. All right. Um, if you're unsure, ask the shop owner for a sample, especially if it comes from a drum. You can ask, go ask for a little taste. It's a good idea. Yeah. Who cares? You know, we, we want samples at, uh, at, at bars when we're going to pay five bucks for a beer. Hmm. Why wouldn't we want a sample of our extract that we're going to pay 30 bucks for a kit for, right? See, I'm real shy about that, but if I go into more beer and I, I said, hey, I want a sample, and no one would have a problem with that? Absolutely Just not. Just don't put, okay. your, put your tongue under the spigot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I said I want a sample. <laughs> yeah. So it, they're easy to convert. I mean, most cans are 3.3 nice pounds. Tongue you have there. <laughs> I just take the 0.3 pound off, which is like five ounces. It's really not going to matter a whole lot in the finished product. Okay. Um, you know, if if you're going to go up to six pounds, you know, maybe you do six and a half to kind of get it or just go up to seven. Uh, it, it's, there's going to be a little difference, but it doesn't really matter. It's not worth your time to try to get five ounces. Mm. All right. Okay. Um, another reason, kind of canned extracts and, and just extracts in general, I think, uh, some of the manufacturers out there aren't brewers. They're not breweries. So their mash temps vary from batch to batch. The only brewery that I know of that you can get decently fresh extract is Cooper's. Because they'll make, they'll, they'll mash, and then uh, the per, they have one person in charge of the mash. And they don't know when they're making it if it's going to go to tube A, which is to the boil kettle, or tube B, which is to the extract plant. Okay. So they're doing it the same. They're, they're treating it like they're making a beer. All right. Some manufacturers don't do that, and their mash tims can vary from 148 to 158 sometimes. You, okay. d- you don't know. So uh, pick one, um, preferably, like I said, fresh, consistent, and you can, taste, you can taste kind of that stuff too. And from a supplier, we talked about this before, who, rotate, who goes through a lot. So our sponsor on this show, More Beer, goes through, you guys go through a heap of extract, right? Yeah. Like every week you're going through a bunch. So, And not that other uh, shops aren't also there. I'm sure there are plenty are, but... Um, no, there's a lot, yeah. Even those who package their own, the dust test is actually a good test. Like if, you, if they're, you know, their own packaging on the shelf, if there's a thick layer of dust on the top of it... It doesn't matter too much to me that they packaged it themselves. So. Yeah. Anyway, but so uh, high volume uh, distributors. Volume, good, yeah. Uh, no, unless they're unless they keep their extract kind of where their grain mill is. Yeah. Because you get grain mill dust and oh, that yeah, just yeah. kind of floats down anyway. So good point. You know. Um, anyway, replacer canned extract. It's okay to do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, amber or dark malt extract. Uh, and that that stuff was kind of made really before. Homebrewers had a place to get crystal malts or roasted malts. So it's kind of an ease-of-use thing where you can go and buy a kit, and it's generally a kit. You don't have any grains because there were no local homebrew shops. Okay. So that you can, you can replace, and I suggest you do, because you can't really control the flavor and color of a beer with dry malt extract like you can with grains. With grains, it's a specific SRM. You can measure it out. You can use a software like Beersmith to kind of go through and calculate everything. Um, some manufacturers won't tell you the SRM of their dark malt extract or their amber malt, or they'll give you a range of like five points, okay, 17 to 23, 22. Well, okay, I mean, what if you want to be a little more precise? Um, some extracts are darker or have different flavors than others. 
Okay. They just they they vary. Manufacturers they use a special blend of whatever colorings that they want to use if they're using grains uh, to color. They're not going to tell you that. You don't know how roasty one's going to be if 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 you're using another. So let's say you use a Cooper's and the recipe calls for John Bull. How do you know that the flavors of the two are going to match up? You don't know what the uh, what grains John Bull used to get that SRM of whatever it's going to be. Okay. You know what I mean? So you're saying that we should be steeping actual grains rather than adding an extra uh, extract, like yes. an amber. Yeah. So, so like for, yeah, for ambers, you can use some crystal malts. Uh, dark extracts you can replace with, uh, you know, some crystal and some roasted grains. So you, it's easy to do. You can, you can get into Beersmith, uh, like I said, and, and kind of use, use that tool to massage the SRM to kind of whatever you want. Um, and then you can also play around with the flavors because, as we all know, the, 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 the uh, crystal malts and the dark malts obviously lend flavor, and uh, that's kind of uh, a, kind of a backbone of, of a beer, especially an amber mm-hmm. or, or a brown ale or, uh, or stout. You know, you, you want to be able to uh, uh, to develop these flavors on your own, not what a manufacturer tells you your stout should taste like. Okay. Which is kind of what you're doing when you have dark extract. All right. Um, and then also, what happens if the recipe doesn't list the manufacturer? So if you get this old recipe from some lame website somewhere that just says dark malt extract. <laughs> okay. There's like five or six different kinds. Yeah. And like I just said, you don't know how roasty that was, and some are going to be a little, some are going to taste different. So build it the way you want to build it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> wow. I just hit puberty. <laughs> what do you think of that? Build it. <laughs> Build it. Uh, so if, if you are replacing your dark malts, uh, you're going to have to do some, some guesstimating, but I think that's also the fun part of brewing. Um, you know, you, you, you pick a recipe and... Um, you know, and you you build it to to whatever you want. Well, and if you you know, uh, there's a guessing game, I guess, flavor wise. But if you're using a program like Beersmith, then you can still go by the SRM. So if your recipe yes. is calling for some sort of amber malt, but it's giving you the SRM of the recipe, you right. can calculate based on what malts you're choosing to steep or otherwise, and and actually come up with the right SRM. Yeah. But you're still experimenting with the flavor. I get that, but uh, you can you you can get close at least with the color. Exactly, and yeah. you know, and we're talking about how how to replace stuff. So especially if you can't get dark malt, like like uh, more beer, we stop carrying dark malt extract. Okay, liquid and dry. What do you carry? What are the amber? I think is the is the darkest we go because well, we tell our customers that yeah. you don't need to brew with dark malt extract. It's just malt with dark grains in it, and I see. you can do that. And we want you to control your flavor. Um, some people don't kind of like that <laughs> because it's not what the recipe it, says. Well, it's not what the recipe says, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, frankly, maybe they just don't want to monkey around with that. Okay, which is fine. You know, that that's what it's for. But uh, if you you know, it, this way you find an old recipe, you can still use it. Uh, one of our guys, Tristan, who works, uh, he does the wine stuff. His dad used to homebrew a lot, and he brought in a couple recipes that are just they just say dark malt extract. Yeah, and you know, some other you know grain X. And whatever and 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 hops. It just says hops and yeast. Well, he can. I can write kind, that. Recipe, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Hops, it probably. Yeah. <laughs> Brewing hops. Yeah. hops. But this way, he could at least sort of replicate it, and yeah. it'd be kind of cool to you know he can brew the way his dad you know rebrew a recipe that his dad once made and right you know whatever. So okay, so sure, there's a time and place for everything, but exactly. that's still ridiculous. Um, hops gets a little little harder, but. Um, just from my opinion and personal experience, if you want to replicate an old recipe, 
the flavor and the aroma hops are really the only ones that matter a whole lot, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not saying it is fact, so nobody fucking call next week. Well, but we kind of talked complain. about this today too, <laughs> yeah. didn't we? Uh, we did. Yeah. Uh, bittering hops can be changed around and don't matter so much. Okay. In the final product, my opinion. All right. Uh, provided, of course, you have the alpha acids of the old hops. So yeah, if you know yeah. if you find this recipe, they're not going to really tell you. But if it's from the seventies, and I tried to do some research online, and I I couldn't find any sort of website that would give me uh, what the alpha acids were of hops thirty years ago. Yeah. I imagine they've sh- kind of shifted a little bit as things kind of uh, develop more, or farming practices get maybe a little more um, precise. But maybe not. I'm you know I really don't know. What if you're brewing a recipe from the seventies? You don't know what it tasted like anyway. You don't know what it tasted like anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so just say, exactly. tell yourself that it tastes just like that. Yeah. Um, All right. So just focus on, but the alpha, the bittering, uh, the it, bittering you can change. Yeah. So okay. try to get your flavor and aroma hops pinned down if you want to really replicate that. All right. Uh, you could also guess what kind of beer it is. You can do you that. You know, too, just yeah. in the range, and you you got to know how hoppy a, a amber or a pale ale or whatever else you're making, yeah. and and kind of go alpha acidy that point yeah and you know the ibus especially if you're using a brewing software look at the bgcp.com mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Just, yeah just kind of guess what kind of what kind of beer is this supposed to be and then kind of hit that range with your with your bittering hops yeah. right especially if you're brewing a 20 year old recipe you could even assume that it's going to be a little less bitter a little less hoppy mm-hmm. you know because i imagine yeah. uh, things have shifted the past few years you know well and aren't there some varieties that have been around for you know oh, yeah several varieties even that have been around for 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 20 years so you could yeah. take into account whether it was an american style an english style or a german style exactly. uh, back then and then at least sort of scope out well this one was around back then yeah it's there's not a lot that have kind of yeah. faded out but okay. um i think what what our guests were saying earlier brewer's gold i hear is brewer's Gold, you can still cluster. Find you can still find. I hear you can still find uh, it. It's one that you, can that you used get. to find in a bunch of recipes yeah. that you don't see in recipes anymore. But brewers still love it. Exactly. Well, yeah. and like Doug was saying, uh, you, people are going for high alpha hops because that's what the growers are growing. Right. They're pulling up their low alpha to plant the high alpha because that's what's selling and they can make more money on them yeah. per acre. Yeah. Smart, but our aroma hops are going away. Okay, so um, if you do, if you are looking for a hop that you can't find, uh, HopUnion.com has a great PDF online that has most of the varieties I've ever heard of and their substitutes. <laughs> oh, perfect! So you can use that for any hops that you can't find. Um, also, while I was digging around, I found a website from the uh, uh, USDA where you can get uh, two rhizomes of any varietal that you've ever heard of. Comet, Bullion, uh, Swiss Tetanang, all this kind of shit. So I'll post it wow. in, the, in the chat room um, because it's pretty fucking cool. I okay, was, I was pretty excited about it. Put actually. it on the forum too, if you can, for our uh, podcast listeners, and we'll they can check it out. Too. Yeah, but um, anyway, that's that's hops. So hops you can kind of mess with. Okay, um, and then last but not least, yeast. Uh, I've seen some recipes out there just doing the research for this. That they just say yeast. Right. They literally just say yeast. And you kind of like, all right, well, then it may not matter so much, even though yeast are a big flavor contributor to a beer. Yeah. Kind of like what Doc was saying, you can you can look and, it, well, if it's an English beer, then you can probably just be safe with like a White Labs O2 or something like that. Take or into the American account, beer. Take into account the style. Take, take into account the style. Take into account what you like to brew with also. Um, some people just don't like, uh, you know, maybe they want a fruitier 
uh, English style beer. Maybe you go the Burton on Trent or the Burton uh, ale yeast. Yeah, it should be a little fruitier. I think that's the one that's a little fruitier, which may be more accurate to the style. If you're brewing a a, a beer, an English beer from 50 years ago, find some recipe. It you know the temperature uh, control probably wasn't that great. And, I was going to uh, say a fruitier. I would venture to say that the people who wrote that recipe would actually much more like the the yeast that you are going to get yeah. than they were able to get, and you're probably going to brew something much more accurate to uh, what they were going for. I think our so. yeast is better now. Let's face it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Is. Yeah. And so. we have we have way more more strains than it's they home did. Brewers. So yeah. 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 So all right. So just pay, pay attention to the style and 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 pick that. Yeah. Okay. All if, right. If if it just says yeast. Now, you know, we we do have a lot of access to yeast, so you can probably find a yeast that the uh it called for, but like if if a yeast calls for White Labs 001, don't be afraid to use Y yeast uh 1056. Okay. It's okay to use. I was talking If to, that's all you can get. If that's all you can get. I was talking to Graham. But uh, you should get the White Labs if that's but what you, you should can get. You should get the White Labs if you can get and vice versa. So if it says 56, Go get the White Labs. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's p- people who go. You know, I, I would have ordered uh, with you, but you don't. You don't carry this yeast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, use a different one. It's okay to do that. People, they they get you get so built and hardcore into uh, following a recipe, and you think uh, it's not going to be the same. Right. It will be uh, closer than not fucking brewing it. But a lot of these old recipes are asking for dry yeast, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, let's just say dry yeast. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, Got it. Yeah, depending on, him or depending like on how old, it could be could be asking for Baker's yeast even. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, uh, well, you can still get a lot of the older dries, like the Nottingham is probably uh, in the Coopers. Okay, um, is another one. They've been around for a number of years, right. so you can still find those. Okay, yeah. or you can use their their equivalent uh, liquid form. Got it. But it's all right. That's basically the main the main point of the talk is it's what if, okay to make subs. What if the old system asks you to cook on your stove and you have a more beer 1550 in your backyard? Then you're better than that old person. I'm better too. than that person, right? Yeah. yeah. I was hoping you would say then that. Then you can convert it. You can use a beer smith, uh, for example, to convert uh, it which to is a great top. example. Yeah. Well, and convert it and convert the stovetop up. So you input right. the the old recipe and you just <laughs> scale it up. Yeah, you put in the four burner uh, grill tray, yeah. and you actually you you then you lock in recipe, <laughs> and you and you adjust upward to the fifteen fifty. You sound like you've done this, and it will actually it'll lock everything in for you. Yeah, it's really that beer smith. It's good. Scale it up. Yeah. All right. Good, JP. This That's is great. It. No, this is good stuff. There's a lot of, uh, and, and, and as much as we're making fun, uh, nobody in this room poo-poos any of the old resources. They're, they're wonderful Absolutely older not. resources, and they're a lot of fun to read and play with and, and use. So this is a great way to be able to uh, either modernize them or, in some cases, just be able to do them if you can't find that stuff. So good job, Jim. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I just listen to the Brewing Network. I don't know what you guys are talking <laughs> That's about. All you hear, right? Well, all those old recipes for Chad. are all foundations for what we are using today as recipes. Yeah. You know, yeah, the people yeah. we learned how to brew from learned how to brew from the people who wrote these <coughs> recipes. Right. So, and sometimes, obviously, the new kind of trend is to go brew historical beers now. It is? Well, you know, yeah, kind of. With the poor Richard's Ale that, you know, we did, uh, the Crafters did a while ago. And, yeah, yeah. Um, the stuff Dogfish has kind of done. There's other mm-hmm. in, in the universities that have kind of researched older beers and... Um, I hope it's we don't have thing, to do yeah. that because it's too much research, too much work. 
Nobody here wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. I don't want to do it. No. I don't even want to do this. Doc had to go study uh, teeth again this week. That's as as researchy as he gets nowadays. He doesn't want to have to go looking back and a bunch of shit. No, no, no. Fucking (laughs) Panchia or whatever it's called. When we were all together. And Pangea? One, thank you. <laughs> Pangea is, is a, it's like a Pangea, but it's a Chia pet. You could buy oh. it. It's shaped like oh. Pangea, but it grows moss. Pangea Chia. Pangea. Yes, everybody should have one in their house. It's a great learning yeah. tool. Measure. It worked It worked great for me. <laughs> yeah, barely. <laughs> to learn about the continents. I've seen on TV. I think I know that thing. Pangea. But wait, if you order now, <laughs> we'll also give you... A second, one free. <laughs> yeah. We'll also give you Great. Pluto when it was a planet. Oh, Pluto Chia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pluto Chia. Oh. Why are you crying? I'm cracking myself up with this. Staring at you with a just stare of judgment. Yeah. Maybe you need tasty sunglasses. I really liked Pangea. I think it's going to be our next BN shirt. <laughs> Pangea. <laughs> oh. Oh, laughing. Laughing at me. Sure are. <laughs> Boy, do I like me. <laughs> I think you're crying. <laughs> All right, quick break. When All we right. come back, we're going to do Drunk of the Week. i got to give away our uh, two months worth of our uh, more beer donation giveaway. I have our winners right here on my screen. So give away a $100 gift certificate to more beer and also a plate chiller to more beer. So Great. stick with us. It's the session. We'll be right back giving away some good shit. Hang in there. Yeah. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the beer, beer, and more beer deal of the day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The, the more beer, beer deal, deal of, of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. What's up, dude? Why the long face? Valentine's Day was awful. The World of Warcraft subscription was a strikeout. Ooh, yeah, I hear ya. A couple of years ago, the new Hoover I got my wife was a bomb, too. But last year, I found playfulevenings.com. What? What's that? You know, Mrs. Badrock's store. It's awesome. Totally tasteful passion toys. Are you serious? Yeah. What's a passion toy? You know, it's a central aid in the bedroom. Ooh. All kinds of stuff. Massage oils, couples games, lingerie, and books. Books? Yeah. Where do you think Tickless Pickle came from? Yeah, boy. Seriously. Fun stuff, and Mrs. Badrock takes care of the BN Army with 10% off. Go to PlayfulEvenings.com and click on Shop Online now. Put BN Army in the coupon code. PlayfulEvenings.com. Thanks, Mrs. Badrock. You're a lifesaver. Be 
ABN Army, it's Valentine's Day all year long at PlayfulEvenings.com. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to style. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer, The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Casey's got a bag of something, a little baggy. He's little got d- an eighth running around. Looks like a, yeah, it's like a, uh, it's a full eighth, isn't it? It's a slice. It's a lid almost. Half it's a lid. lid. <laughs> That's I was, I was trying to think of what that name was. It's a lid. Oh, yeah, it's before your time. A lid is before my time. See, it's not a lid because a lid would have been two fingers, yeah. right? Yep. It's only a one finger. What is that, Ted? That's T, right? Yeah, that means I can fit a lid inside my butthole. beer. So we're trying this beer uh, right now from... Uh, thank sorry, thank just, you. Yeah. I appreciate you <laughs> very just, much. I got the very end of it. Uh, Matavesa uh, sent us a, a sample of their new beer. Matavesa is a local uh, brewer here. He does uh, partner brewing out here. Can we pass it around a little bit? <clears throat> yeah, sorry. My That's why I passed it that way. Anyway. This is his new black lager. And black? all of the Matavesa beers have uh, yerba mate. Do I have that right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yerba mate. It's a tea. It's it a it's a pretty caffeinated tea, as I understand it. It's a very traditional thing. And um, actually, he gave us. He was always on the. He, a couple times he came on the CBS show, and he brought me and um, me and JP these little ball sacks that yeah. you could make. They, they're they're like traditional. They're gourds. Yeah. They, they hollow out kind of cure they're leather though right no they're it's a it's an actual gourd what's like a, a whole gourd? ritual like a pumpkin is yeah. a gourd. Pumpkin. oh yeah. i see like a squash i always thought it was like a nutsack or something that, well it looks like one it does yeah. as far as you know so it's that and then you Feel like put the drink. tea in it and then this is how you drink the yerba mate tea but he started yeah. he got yeah, into no, this through some travel and he's he's been around for a couple of few years now and he's he's now he's actually expanding the the line he's got an ipa out Started out with just kind of a, it was like an amber ale type thing. Yes. Sorry, I, Jim, if I get that wrong, but uh, but now he's in the gold. The first one. The straw, oh, you have, yeah. Yeah. It's stuck in your teeth. And then he made an IPA not too long ago, and now he's just putting out this black lager, and he sent us a couple samples. So I thought I'd pour some for you guys just to good. check great. it out. I like it. Yeah. It the beer always has a certain kick to it. I think because of the yerba mm-hmm. mate. So by the way, all the beers are always caffeinated because of that. Right. And that, I go, honestly, I go back and forth between liking that kick and not liking that kick. It's never a bad beer, but sometimes it's like uh, in this lager, in the black lager, I like it because I think the malt supports it. Yep. So there's a, just a little extra flavor. It's almost a spice type thing happening. And it's, the, I think the malt backs it up. It's, uh, it's good. It is good. I, li- I like, I like the, uh, the yerba mate. It's not like they're adding caffeine back, uh. Right, um, you know, chem- just a, a the straight caffeine chemical, right? Um, it's through the tea. It's a little smoother, of kind of a high and a smoother uh, crash, if you will. I forget. Is he mashing it? The yerba mate, or right is here, he? Says, I think uh, he makes a tea. But... He's added it in the whirlpool. Okay, so uh, he does make a tea and, and then he and puts he, it in. It's there. a toasted blend. Got it. Hmm. 
sit in the whirlpool. It's always good beer. I, I do like yeah. it. That's why I asked him. He asked if I wanted some as a sample, and I said, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. Beer's always, always real solid. I guess this yeah. ingredient's like a big deal. Like I, I read in uh, Pete Slosberg, you know, he's a big fan of the show, Wicked Pete's, yeah, know, Pete's yeah. Wicked Ale, and all that. Yeah, and he Wait, said when he was in uh, Paraguay or somewhere, I don't know, somewhere South America, they actually. So when you get in a car and you're in this vehicle with like four or five people. It's like a tradition or some kind of ritual where this gourd comes out, they fill it with tea, and the brewer of the tea is the one that's doing all this. So he makes up the tea, passes the gourds around, and essentially everyone has to take a sip from it mm. until it's gone. And that's like, it's just a yep. thing they do. Like, that's what they do. They force it upon you. Not, you know. S- sip, sip, pass. It's, yep. Yeah, it's yeah, a I, cultural thing. It stresses me I out. working with another yep. dentist in my office, and he was from Brazil. Brazil, that's southern, where it was. Southern Brazil. Yeah. And he yeah. came up with this gourd and a straw and it looked like I was sucking on grass. Yeah. Uh, and it's it kind of funky. Yeah. See, I haven't had this the straight tea. It's a little funky. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's good. Yeah. And it's, it's good in and, beer. And, and, and it cranks you up. What he, he said we had to pass it around until it was done. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, well check it out. I'm pretty sure it's like on shelves now. I don't think you gave us some sort of tasting exclusive. I think you can get it now. Yeah. The Matavesa Black Lager on the shelves now. I think it's my favorite one he's made yet. Yeah, like some of that. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I got I another bottle. To try this one yet? It's good. Gonna crack open bottle number two. You're gonna hold off on that. I'll take a All right. What do I got? Phone calls to take. I also got to do uh, giveaway. Giveaway. Oh, B and A tickets. Feedback. Should we do this? Package? I don't know. I'm going to do B and A tickets today. We might do them next week. You didn't get any uh, good uh, feeling about those, Beeve? Uh, we'll talk after the okay. show. I think we can do that next week. That's fine. So right we'll now? just do drunk of the week. We'll do uh, feedback, which is really short. Actually, this week we got to do ch- a chat's announcements. We have got a giveaway. Our B and uh, giveaway. A package. And what's this caller? Uh, oh, drunk of the week is Brandon's on the line. What's happening, Brandon? <laughs> Ooh. Hang on, hang on, just saying I was peeing real quick. Hang on. <laughs> nice. Next thing takes two hands. Seriously, put the phone. No, he just doesn't want to drop his cell phone in the toilet. Okay. Oh my god. You um, just pissed yeah, all down yeah, your I didn't leg. Know how long it was going to take? Try to trying to hold it in. Try to sneak um, one in, didn't you? Huh? you didn't, I'm, I'm you, calling you, in for drunk of the week. You didn't shake enough, did you? You got piss all down your leg right now. He's still no, I, got, going. I got piss on the tree, but that's it. No, oh, he's outside. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. Oh my God! If you if you had any idea what kind of fucking past two weeks this has been out here in Nashville, you oh, that's would, right. You <laughs> got your, oh, your ass your house man. flooded, man. Right? Or some shit. Yeah. Oh man. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's big. It's, it's been you, pretty bad out here. Are you up a tree um, or pissing on a tree? What Which happened again? <laughs> well, the it, back on uh, on May first, well, on Big Brew Day, um, we uh, you know we had the big the big floods out here in Nashville, so. Um, it's it's been you know, and also it's been a pretty crappy couple of weeks. Uh, but you know, this has been one of the most fun nights. You know, listening to you guys and opening up some good beers. And I guess we'll get into that in a minute when I got to give my lineup on what I've had to drink drink tonight. Shit, man! So, Glad to give you a reason to chill out for a minute. That yeah. sounds like a tough yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Shit, even JP made me laugh. So that oh, was a you good fucked. night. Uh, <laughs> bonus points if you start crying, pussy. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um yeah, it's uh you know, right now we um we're you know, we're still recovering and we're still doing you know, we're doing good out here. Um so, a lot of our neighbors still have water in their house and uh really? you know, there's probably you know there's probably still some uh, um 
people out in the south part of Nashville that uh, still can't get to the, still can't get to their house. So. Um, so how know, I bad? Wanna, I don't want to bring the show to a halt. So you know we. No, we, no, you're you know, good. You're good. Relax. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Chill out for a second. I want to slow down. I want. I got some questions okay. for you. <laughs> slow right, down. Go, go ahead, Justin. So, so how bad was your neighborhood? Did you guys all have to evacuate and and get out yeah. of there? You did. Yeah. yeah, we we had to evacuate. Um, the uh, on uh, on May first, um, we. Um, um, I, w- I was doing my big brew session for for National Homebrew Day, yeah. And um, I, w- I had just gotten to um, uh, to uh, to Whirlpool, and uh, opened up the door to start running the uh, uh, start running the water out. And I saw about a foot of water in our backyard, and then I heard some commotion out front. And we live about a quarter of a mile from the river. And um, we looked up, I opened up the garage door and looked out, and the uh, water was touching the back part of my truck oh, that freaked me so out i got the man. truck out pulled it up about six houses um by the time i got back the water was about two feet in the garage wow um, my wife's Shit. car was uh you know there was no way we could get it out because out front it was i'm, I'm six three and it was up i mean it was basically a, it, it was thigh level to me there was no way, so we um Do you have milk so my wife packed a couple of bags for us um um, by the time she got that packed, it was waist deep on me, and um, we left. Yeah. And uh, we left that night, and um, uh, went to try to find a hotel somewhere here in Nashville. Um, drove about 15 miles, and finally found a finally found a place to stay. And um, uh, we we were out of the house for four days. I came back um, about a day and a half later. Um, waited waded through water that was about um, uh, up to my chest. Um, there's there's fences in our subdivision, so it was up to my chest. Um, I waited and held onto the fences just to get to the house and you know kind of take a look around. Wow. Um, got here, got here, looked around. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was it was pretty gross. I mean, because you knew it was sewage and oh yeah, and, um, I'd be freaking out, man. You know everything else. You know sewage, piss, crap. You Ugh. know I don't know maybe maybe just a you know chest deep and. You know, in sewage water, I don't know, maybe a Tuesday night for JP. I don't know. <laughs> but, Good point. Hey, I'll, I'll laugh at so, that when I go back to my house, Brandon. <laughs> 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 so, um, so I get back here and Too soon? try Too to start soon. some pumps, and, you know, you're basically pissing in the wind at that point. I mean, there's, you know, there's so much water coming in. The water came so fast, there was nothing we could do. See, that's the so, part uh, that I can't imagine because you hear about this and how fast it comes in. But if you've never seen yeah. it, you kind of go, come on, how fast could it have been? Like, yeah. they were standing around doing nothing for two hours. Run, you can outrun sewage. But the way he's talking about it, like, you go from, you know, I, I brought some things out to the car, and by the time I got back, it was already at the porch, and then I loaded this, and by the time I got back, it's in the garage. That's fast. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, I mean, there, there's no better way to put it, Justin. I mean, wow. that's how fast it came. I mean, the, I, I mean, I... I've got a my minor is in meteorology and climatology, and there's no textbook out there that that prepares you for how fast water will rise. Right, I mean, there is none. Yep. I mean, until you see it, until you see this water coming up to your house, you you have no idea how fast that will come. I guess it's like you know, I don't know to you know put it you know put it maybe in you know words that California guys would understand. You have no idea how fast. 
trees and brushwood burn until you see how fast those flames jump and they jump over houses and they just engulf it and they keep moving. You you have no idea right. how fast it goes. That's crazy, man. So are you guys aren't even back in your house yet or what? We're we're back in our house. Um we we got clearance after four days to come back. Um we could we could get to our house. Um the uh, drywall, I got some pics up on Facebook, but the drywall's all cut out. Um, I had a, um, I had an eight by, an eight foot by eight foot by four foot walk in cooler that I built. Um, we had to tear that down. Shit. Um, oh, man. Are you, the, uh, um, are you, do you have all your porn magazines strewn across the roof so they can dry out? Well, that stuff was in the attic. So. Oh, you're good. <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah, smart man. Well, yeah. I had a break. Good. Thinking ahead. <laughs> Always thinking yeah, you ahead. are. You Nashville kids, you're not as dumb as you look. You are thinking ahead. <laughs> Plus one. Right. All right, man. Well, listen, I'm sorry so, that's happened. That's an adventure. Yeah, it, it's been quite an adventure the past two weeks. So tonight I decided, uh, after I tore down the call room, that I was going to open up some good stuff tonight. Good. And uh, so I opened up, uh, my first one out of the gate was Russian River Temptation. Right. I, I ended up actually kegging something early. I had, had a uh, pint of my Maybach that survived. My, my keg rider got turned over, and and uh, I lost six perlic taps. That when it fell over, it, it broke the taps. So oh, that was nah. that was like one of the only ones that survived. <laughs> so so I had that, um, and then I had the the temptation. Uh, then then I moved into a bottle of uh, consecration. And uh, then to finish the night out, I said, fuck it, and opened up my bottle of Isabel Proximus. Nice. There we go. That's a good beer. So, you know, that that's, that's what I got to offer tonight. I mean, three, you know, three big-ass bottles and, mm-hmm. you know, something that was pretty damn special to me, and I'd, I'd kept them. So um, it's it's definitely served its purpose. And you How know, much are the Perlick Taps, Jipper? Uh, they're like 40 bucks. 40 bucks, yeah. Six of them, he said? Wow. Yeah. We're going to get you six new Perlick taps. Yeah. We're, we're going to help. If nothing else, listen, how's the rest of your kegerator? <laughs> Does your kegerator still work? No. Um, the kegerator is, um, it was under about three and a half, four feet of water in the garage. Um, it it clicked on, and uh, I tried to plug in my, the uh, Johnson control, and it didn't, it, it wouldn't do anything. So I don't know if it's the, if it's the, the uh, Johnson yeah. controller, right. or if it's the, or if it's the freezer or what. But I mean, three feet of water, you know, fuck you up no matter what, I guess. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Man. Well, see, I wanna, uh, well, we're going to help you out somehow. I mean, I, we're going to get you taps. I don't think I can get you a kegerator, but I can get you taps. I'm going to get you some taps. You need some Perlick taps oh, again. Yeah. Spent good money on those stainless steel taps, and then they yeah. broke off. That's funny. that It's not that they rusted out or something like other taps. They just fucking broke. Like, yeah. They're falling yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to get you. For one, whether you win Drunk of the Week or not, that I can't cheat on. I can't help you with Drunk of the Week. That's a legitimate. It doesn't matter if I win Drunk a, of the Week or not. You know, it, I, you guys put on a good show tonight, and I you know, had fun for the first time in about two weeks. Oh, so it was cool. a good show, and we, good, man. you know, I opened up some good beers and, you know, had fun talking to the guys in the chat room. And it's really first night, and, and, you know, in two weeks I've been able to just basically just sit around and, you know, and, and not clean anything, not touch anything that was moldy or, Good. or you know, probably had poop water or whatever on it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, this was, you wow. know, so that, there, you know, not touching poop water, yeah, that's a good night. No, that's a great night. Did you lose, <laughs> use a clean glass? <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah, you yeah, at least our dishwasher still works. So. <laughs> 
God, I can't imagine. Man, See, as man. much as I want to help, I ain't going near you, Brandon. I don't want to <laughs> shake your hand. I don't want to. <laughs> God, I've been wading in poop for days. Yeah. Well, at oh, least man. he got it... someone to shit on his chest without having to pay for it. <laughs> That's true. Pretty good. All right, give me the beer it's resume once more. Give me your drunk of the week resume once more. What have you had? Let's see. Uh, hang on. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget Temptation, it. Temptation, so consecration. It, it's Maybach. While I was, it was a pint of Maybach while I was kegging. Um, one of the beers that survived. Actually, I had it up on. I actually had it up on my workbench. It was the beer that I was chilling when we had to evacuate. I mean, not that's not the beer I was chilling. The, the beer that I kegged was um, was uh, the Candy Brew at Terrapin Rye Pale Ale. Oh, good beer. Um, yeah, a great well, it beer. Was a good uh, beer. That was the beer that I was. Um, <laughs> That I that I I just left it here for two days. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't get to it. So you know, I went and kegged it. The gravity was still the same um, when I pitched the yeast as it was when I took um, when, as my what I thought it would be. So you know, I don't you know I kept it covered. So maybe it's good. It sat for two days in flood water. So who the hell knows? That's fine. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's not. But the Maybach I had while I was doing that. Then the Russian River Temptation. Uh, consecration, and then um, Isabel Proximus that I bought at Falling Rock uh, at GABF in 2008. Oh, hey, they good let, occasion to crack know. that open. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I figured I deserved it tonight. Fuck so yeah, you it do. Was, it was good. I wish, you know, I wish I would have had, a, you know, some friends here my wife's pregnant so she couldn't she couldn't uh enjoy it with me but okay it was you know it was a damn good beer it was it was every bit what i remembered it to be when i had it at, at uh falling rock when and i shared it with a lot of tried to share it with a lot of people um, out there anybody that asked me for some i gave it to them so you know <laughs> they could have it it was cool. it was definitely definitely worth it so you sound like bevo you know. anybody who asked her <laughs> All right, Brandon. Offensive. Offensive. <laughs> she just woke up. Yeah. Well, all right. Your resume is okay. It's. I like that you're. You're the quality of beer. I'm giving yeah. you points for the quality of beer. We'll see if we get any phone calls. Drunk of the week's been pretty fucking lame the last couple months. So yep. you could. Uh, you you could very well walk away with drunk of the week. Let, Regardless. Let, well, I actually, let, let me add one more thing too. I forgot about. We went to Chuck E. Cheese earlier today. I took my daughter there and <laughs> yeah, actually did boy. have a Bud. I had a, I had a Bud Light. Yes, and a Bud. I will put that uh, on the list. You know, Bud Light at Chuck E. Cheese. That's gotta. You know, that's gotta count for something. Too. No, you gotta have that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Probably cost you seven. Bucks. I mean, you could have had the sprite, and it would have been a couple bucks equal. less. Yeah, but uh, are you coming out to NHC? I'm not going to be able to. Um, I've got to take time off for the uh, um, for our competition, and um, um, and hopefully GABF. I think I'm, I think one of my beers is, is uh, going to be pro am this year. Oh, nice, um, cool. So. Um, um, so you know, I got to take some time off for that. So my vacation days and the pregnancy and that, you know, that that's going to get my um, that's going to get on my vacation days from work. So. so no is the answer. Yeah. So yeah, exa- yeah. Actually, right. the the takeaway the takeaway <laughs> the outline would be no. <laughs> the listen. The southern answer is what he gave. I like the short answer is still long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, to say it properly, how Yanks would do it would probably be the equivalent to saying no. <laughs> but in other words, first the Earth cooled, and then the dinosaurs started to die off. And yes. The, and, and then we had Panchia. <laughs> Yeah. And then Fanchia started to split apart. That was only 6,000 years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Hey, what does your house smell like right now? It's got to be awful, right? <laughs> it smells like my underwear. Uh, Sour the, beers. The garage, the, the best way I can describe the garage, it smells like um, like an aquarium. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like aquariums. The, yeah, like yeah. a mossy aquarium. Like a you would not like this aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like a, like, like a lot of dead fish in the aquarium. Like, like aquarium full Sammy of Sammy had around here. Yeah. Like an Exxon Valdez <laughs> aquarium. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if this was a business, we would have been out of uh, business before the recession. So that's how bad it is. Got it. Got it's, it. It's, it smells terrible. Um, I entered the house. The uh, mold remediation guys and all that have been here for a week now with dryers and stuff like that, trying to get everything out. So wow. yeah, we'll get there. It'll be fine. We'll get there. All right. Good. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Take care of yourself and your neighbors, too, man. Yeah. Help, help each other yeah. out, I, I, you know. That's uh Yeah, no problem. You know, thank, thanks for a good show tonight, guys. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Hey, I'm cool, glad man. you got to have some fun. You are in the running for Drunk of the Week. We'll see what happens, man. Okay. And Y'all Brand- have a good night. Hey, Brandon, send me Bye. an email either way. All right? Uh, okay. I, I need I your... Listen. Give me your shipping address because uh, we're going to get you some taps, all right? Uh, man, I appreciate it. That's you don't have to do it, but that's 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 really nice. No, I, I will figure it. it out. We'll get somebody to sponsor you. This yeah. beer community's crazy. They're going to hear <laughs> this true. and they're going to go shit. I'll, I got some taps for them. We'll, we'll hook something up. So uh, yeah, and man. now I got to fill up beer off those taps and send it to you guys to you know show thanks for it. That's how we do it. Serve so, it to your neighbors. Say thanks it. to them. Yeah. Fill them up and serve your neighbors as they're out there like you know sopping up water. Give them beer, man. In poop. We, we actually have that's that's been one of the things the uh, people across the street because there's been dumpsters and stuff right. out there when people come over to drop off you know big tables and things like that you know I've always been you know I keep saying you know come on in you know I don't have it's not cold but you know if you want to fill up a jug or something oh, you know boy. put it in the fridge for an hour and you know you guys got something you know rye pale ale or a saison or something so that's what you do you know, we tried we tried to keep it alive here good. That's what you should be doing. Thanks, Dirty Brandon. South. That's, that's awesome. Right, Dirty man. South. Dirty South. Represent. Uh, Dirty, Dirty South. <laughs> See y'all. Later, brother. I ain't going to lie. I'm from the Dirty South. Uh, yeah, I wonder if, you know, it accidentally comes out when he's been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you never, uh, you watch on the news, yeah. and even hearing him say it, yeah. until until JP's like wading in water in his house and I'm calling JP yeah. wading in water in my house you don't ever really think about it you do yeah. you get my point like I you do. don't ever really get it until, it's just a headline yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big yeah. Tim and I were discussing it yesterday the day before and uh, you, you know how the news shows oh disaster here disaster there and it's like, like two square blocks of disaster and the rest of it's not so bad he, he has a friend in Nashville and the guy goes no Everywhere. It's everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. It's like a 300-year flood. Yeah. I like the title of that show, Disaster This, Disaster That. It's <laughs> pretty good, actually. It'd be a good, be a good catchy show title. Yeah. Right. Hey, I thought so, it yeah. first. After so, Cops, Disaster This, Disaster That. So you're going to send them six plastic Cobra taps? That's nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Here's without, without the tube. <laughs> Listen, here's what I was able to get sponsored. So you don't break. I, but plenty I, of tubing. I stole six of Chad's Cobra taps <laughs> and I put them in a box. And, and we didn't have a chance to wash them. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna go you're gonna want to rinse them out in that shit water that you're wading in. <laughs> at least. Add some star sand to it. Yeah. Just imagine what the tap water smells like now because uh, they probably, probably just dumped probably like so Pacheco. much chlorine in it. Right. Just to sanitize the hell out of it. Right. I can't imagine. I don't I don't get it. That's why yeah, I wanted to hear sense. him talk about it because I still don't uh, understand it, I'm sure. I think if you went and smelled his garage you'd be hurling. I know you. Oh, yeah, I would be hurled. Nice. 
All right, I got Baxter on the phone for Drunk of the Week. Baxter, what's happening? That's me. That's me. What's up, guys? How are you, brother? Uh, I'm fantastic. Uh, I've been trying to catch up because I had to do some work leading up to this, but started drinking about 6 o'clock. What so kind of work? Drinking. What's that? <laughs> what kind of work? Uh, I'm Talk in construction, but my bosses are kind of ball busters. I had to do some stuff. I had to get it done for them. Turn it in for uh, tomorrow. Where are you calling in from? I'm from Walnut Creek. Yeah! Oh, and the night of the host! I'm local. <laughs> I'm local. I love you guys. Yeah, JP trying to get ghetto about Walnut Creek. Don't get over there. Walnut Creek is about the farthest from ghetto you could be. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you ever go to that Krogan's yuppie shit? Krogan's hole? smells like I've, sour I've never ever, never ever, never ever been there. Sure, there's hot chicks. I like chicks to call Krogan's there. a vagina buffet. Uh, it is a vagina buffet. You're right about wow, that. I should Shiva. definitely go by there. Though. See, that's the thing. Uh, I was going to Krogan's is oh. a shithole, but it is a vag boof. Yeah. yeah. Especially like the dance floor. Like there's girls on the dance floor, but then there's just men like Oogling. lining the walls just staring oh. like yeah just uh, yeah them off <clears throat> we went to last time i went to I, krogan's in in walnut creek i went with the uh, actually i went with sammy and sammy likes to wear shocking. his his boy scout uh, t-shirt mm-hmm. every now and then or, or button-up shirt whatever the hell it is and some walnut Beautiful. creek musclehead douche shithead it was really offended that sammy was wearing his bo- a boy scout shirt and he was like what what's that supposed to mean and Sam was like, I don't know, I, li- I like the Boy Scouts. I really like Boy yeah. Scouts. <laughs> you know, just really Sam. Like boys, huh? Yeah, just Sam being Sam. What? I, I don't know. I and the guy just wanted right. to kick his ass over. Just some drunken Walnut Creek retard. He's trying to get strong. Really retard. His the, girlfriend was there's hot, a lot of, There's a lot of drunken Walnut Creek retards. Yeah. yeah. All right, give us your resume, Baxter. Are we talking to one? Well, it's not as I might be, but it's not as long as well. I can't say Brandon. He's kind of takes the cake with his like floods business. But um, I had a Lagunitas clone with uh, the CYBI recipe. Um, nice. I'm drinking bombers. Drinking like nothing but bombers tonight here. <laughs> cool. um, but that, and I had uh, I had the Sierra Nevada Southern Hemisphere Harvest, which I just found at Bevmo tonight. Which something's not quite right. It doesn't seem carbonated enough. But oh. I had that I had a Lagunitas WTF, which is fantastic. It's one of our favorites. Um, I had a an IPA of like a homebrew IPA with a lot of citra in it. So it's like seven and a half percent. It was really good. Sweet. And now I'm drinking a stout. All bombers. Wow. You're saying? Hey, you ever go to a homebrew meeting? <laughs> Uh, the Lagunitas is homebrew. The no, but you ever go to homebrew. a homebrew meeting? You're from Walnut Creek. You I, ever go to I haven't or? been to one yet. I haven't been to one yet, but I, I'm kind of thinking about like going to one. I've been to a couple of AA meetings. <laughs> Sounds like you're brewing a bunch of beer. <laughs> Sorry, no AA meetings. I failed. Lots of uh, lots yeah. of bombers. All right, come on, bring that bring that IPA. Mm. Well, I count. I yeah, we like wearing to try sunglasses. It. Uh, because his eyes are very red. My eyes are red. They're bleeding. They're very, very bloodshot today. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know why. That's he why has they're closed. Hey, I, I, I was at Boonville last weekend, and I didn't see Tasty. Didn't see me there the whole time? There. Did he you see there. Chad? Did you see Chad? Well, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, what's did, that? Did you see Chad there? I saw somebody with a BN shirt, but I don't know if it was... Oh, there was only ice only saw Real good-looking guy. I, uh, <laughs> I heard Chad got I real know. fucked up at Boonville last year. 
I heard uh, you were like I, running around the woods playing war or something. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Justin, excellent uh, point. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if you could be there and not get real fucked up. No, this is true. amazing. That's why I didn't. There's go. all kinds of crazy beers and like it's a really good time. Yeah, it is a good time. All right, Baxter, we were, we were, you're in the hey, running. JP, I love this. We were broadcasting the Sharks game on the side of our RV. Oh, that helps. Yeah, I do love that. He does like that. That's pretty awesome. All right, you're in the running, my brother. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Baxter. Later. All right, I think I have Milo on the line now, too. Milo, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, brother? Milo. I'm doing great. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I know. I know. I need to talk to you. (coughs) Yes, yes, Chad. Uh We must talk. Not on the air. Not on the air. That's okay. It's a good thing you brought it up on the air, then. What do you got? (laughs) Uh, Well, I got a great story for you. All right. Um, two weeks ago, what was it? Uh, that was National Homebrew Day, right? Thanks. Yes. So. Yes. Well, we had a great brew out. Uh, you mean the day Tempe Brandon Arizona. got flooded? Way to rub it in, Yeah, Milo. too fucking soon, Milo. Too soon. That's fucked up. Fuck! <laughs> Carry on. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get worse. How do, how, do I, how do I follow up after that? I don't know. <laughs> Carry on. So, so um, you remember Andy from Four Peaks? Uh, in Arizona, yeah. yeah, you guys viewed him for the Super Bowl show. Sure. Totally, yeah. Remember. yeah, totally, yes, yeah, totally cool guy. Well, he happened to be uh, being interviewed that day by Zane Lamprey because uh, Zane was in town. He was passing through. He's doing that oh, comedy tour. Sh- yeah. Three sheets that from that show. Yep, three yep. sheets. Mm-hmm. So um, our our um, brew store, our homebrew store, is right in back of uh, Four Peaks. So uh, our president of the club. Um, went over there and talked to the producer and was like, "Hey, um, you know, went to, you know, it's National Homebrew Day. We got a bunch of club members out here brewing a bunch of beer. And if you, you know, you got some time after you're done with Andy, why don't you stop on by?" So uh, I said, "Sure." So they uh, they came by um, about an hour later. You know, where I was, uh, I think I was sparging at the time. Uh, walked up, uh, had a bunch of our beers with, with the Ash members. Um, uh, just a great guy, very personable, and you know he'd be probably good to have on the show sometime. But but uh, I just want to let you know, JP, that lunch meat is going national. No, oh! <laughs> <laughs> national were, TV. You were wearing <laughs> that wearing, ridiculous shirt. That's right, and it got all over <laughs> Zane's show. So I think it'll be on in September. Hopefully. Milo's hardcore. Did you oh, change into the shirt, or it was what you were wearing on that brew day? I was wearing it that day. I was flying the color. <laughs> Did it get talked about at all? Or just uh, a... No, no. I well, think he good. was speechless when he saw <laughs> He was, okay. of course. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't be? You know what I don't like about three sheets? They There's get, only three of them? They get paid to do what they do. They do get paid. They paid a lot of money Probably to do a lot what they too. do. It's the only thing I don't like about that show. I'm going to travel the world and drink. Uh, pay me. Oh, oh, that's a great idea, Zane. I don't like anybody more successful. You know, That's why I have yeah. a hard time with Doc sometimes. When he when he plays it down like he's just a poor guy like me, yeah. we get along great. But as soon as I start to realize he's a successful dentist, I don't get along with him. I don't like him anymore. Well, you're taller you start than calling him. me short. Yeah, yeah, then I'm like, I start making fun of him. Oh, yeah? yeah? Well, you're really short. Yeah. Where's <laughs> your stool? Oh, yeah? Well, uh, my car is different than yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's browner. <laughs> a little. <laughs> right. All right, Milo. Well, listen. So unfortunately, I, I'm, not, I'm not in for drunk of the week because I was out all day, like doing some off-roading and shit. So I just got back. And I'm like my first beer now. So. Ruining the environment. Did you shoot any guns? Um, I didn't. I was out of ammo. I, I would have brought it because you could do that out here. 
Well, if you're four wheeling <laughs> yeah. and you're not drinking and shooting at the same time, come on. You're not four wheeling. You're slacking, is yeah. what you're doing. I would have brought my gun and just dry fired it. <laughs> <laughs> just clicked it. Just to, yeah. Click, click, click. While pointing at Milo. <laughs> I remember Standing that over him while he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Hey, thank hey, you gonna, for I'm representing. Miss you guys at NHC. Thank you. Thank you very much. You Thanks, guys Milo. Bring it strong. Yeah, bummed you and, can't uh, make it. We'll see you at GBF. GBF. Yeah, I hope so. Great. Hope so. All right, later. Right Bye, buddy. Later. Okay, let's see. I think I have do, 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 llamas. Do, do. That's Yamas. Or Lamas? No, because it's, it's one L. Amos. Yamas. <laughs> what is it, Beef? I told you I couldn't really hear him, so I'm not sure. I see. I think <laughs> oh, I see. That Amos. may not be his name. I couldn't really hear him. Lamas? Lorenzo Lamas? Yamas? Yamas. Uh. Oh, no, they're not there. I think I hung up on him. Or they, or they hung up. Boo. I wanted to talk to Lorenzo. Boo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we have two uh, Drunk of the Week uh, candidates so far. we got a couple other things to do real quick here. Um, I need to give away our... Is that Lorenzo Lamas again? That's somebody different. I need to give away our More Beer Donation Giveaway. And we're Let's doing do this it. for the month of um, March and April. We'll be doing May in two weeks. So we're doing our March and April. So we have two winners. One is the winner of a $100 gift certificate to Beer, Beer, and More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com. And one is the winner of a plate chiller. Oh. What is the name? Is it a Fermentap plate Chiron. Chiron. Chiron plate chiller. My Chiron plate chiller. Woo! You should make a commercial like that. I did. Just now. Didn't you fucking hear me? Sorry. I didn't know that was the fully produced version. All right. Uh, all right. So the winner Drum roll. of our $100. I have a drum roll here somewhere. Drum roll. I... Oh, oh, that's drum not roll. it. That's not it. That's some kind of roll. $100. Courtesy of more beer. Vincent Becker. No. Come on down, Vincent Becker. We will send you an email. You have won $100, $100. to use. You can use it online. Don't worry. You can go to morebeer.com if you're not a local. And uh, that's, a, that's a lot of uh, brews right there. That's a couple of batches, isn't it? One million yep. dollars. Bipart, yeah. That's a couple of tree batches. If, uh, we can pay in euros if you want. If you do it right. <laughs> All right. And then the winner, the More Beer Plate Chiller. You can only win if you're a donor, you know, a monthly donor. I donate. Jeffrey! <laughs> <I'm> a- oh! <laughs> I lost it on the end. Let me try again. I knew you Jeffrey! Would. That's startled us. <laughs> yeah, sounds like someone just scored a goal in Italy Dude. or something. Yes, uh, Jeffrey just we scored a goal. Yeah, I thought it was an EFC <laughs> match or something. Face oh. got real red. Goal, 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 Won himself a more beer plate chiller, courtesy of Beer, Beer, and More Beer, the sponsor of today's show and every Sunday session, and a sponsor of our More Beer monthly donation giveaway. You can only be entered by becoming a recurring donor in the BN Army for 2 bucks or 10 bucks or 20 bucks, whatever you got. Whatever. It puts you in it either way. 
So congratulations to Vincent Becker and Jeffrey Holt. I will send you an email this week to let you know of your winnings. 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 Huh. That was fun. That was fun. You're fun. <laughs> I'm trying. I got to practice because when this gig goes away, I got to figure out how to have a voice gig. You know, so I don't have to work. It's all about not having to work. Right. It's the key to life. I want to do that. Gotta be able to do things. Quinn from Louisiana is on the phone. Quinn, what's happening? The mighty Quinn. Hey, yeah, what's going on? This is the Mighty Quinn. What's hey. happening, brother? What's happening, brother? <clears throat> what's up, fuckers? <laughs> Not much. Keep it real. Drunk of the week? week? Uh, I was calling in for uh, Drunk of the Week, All trying right. to bring it strong. All right, what have you had? Give us your resume. Uh, had the clamp. About three, three or four uh, pints of Hellas. A uh, couple pints of uh, Duvel. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, fancying it up. Pint of uh, Doppelbach. That's about it. <laughs> what in it's the last five minutes or over the last couple hours? Yeah, since about uh, since the show started, you know. Yeah. Shit. So is Bevo, and you know, she could drive us all home right now. <laughs> I wouldn't get in a car with that. Yeah. Bitch. Could probably walk home. But. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's about right. <laughs> yeah, you, you sound different over the phone than the radio. I guess it's the modulation bullshit or something. <laughs> probably modulation. You sound like push. Yeah. You sound like push on the telephone. Yeah, oh, I'm in your face, too. I don't have all the, uh, the fake stuff going on. So you the didn't telephone. drink very much, but are you high? There's something going yeah, on. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> What'd you have? You have a little doobie before uh, before the show? No, I gave it up a long time ago. Yeah, well, because you graduated high school, right? It's just the math. Yeah, what kind, <laughs> of high, what kind of high are we talking about yeah. here then, Quinn? <laughs> I'm just really happy. I'm high in life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm stuck in a tree. He's high in Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Hey>. Methadone. <laughs> a little Percocet. Oh, there we go. <laughs> ah, there it is. A pill eater. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know, if you, if you don't have enough that time to drink beer, that was good dead air before you said that. Throw Drop a Percocet in there. Throw a Percocet yep. into the mix. Yeah, if you ever send a bottle of homebrew to for us to sample, don't be afraid to tape a Percocet to the side of it. <laughs> oh, don't tape it to that. the label. Yeah. Put a rubber band on it. Now i got to give uh, Chad detailed instructions. Make sure you check all the labels yeah. for contraband. <laughs> 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 all right, Quinn. Well, listen, no. I, I'll put that into account. I'll put, I uh, would. No, perks. no tape. All right. No tape, no peanuts. Just put a rubber band on it. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Quinn. That's how you send us bottles. All right, brother. You're in the running. Cheers, fuckers. Later, man. <laughs> Quinn's having a nice night. Uh, yeah. That mellow. He's feeling better than anybody. But right? yeah. He's. <laughs> that definitely counts. He's DD of the week. <laughs> Two Ds. Fucker. Double hey, I got a package here for you. You want to open it? <laughs> hey, I got one, too. Package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Doc's supposed to open that, actually. Oh. Should we let him open it? No, let's do it. So this came in yeah. from Nico Brew. We got another call coming in, too. All right. Nico Brew. I don't, I'm not positive it's for you, but I think it's for you. He, he said, Put it we're, up so we he said we're supposed to open it on the air. All right. Well, I can see if I'm going to be embarrassed first. No, no. You got to do it either way. It's yeah. embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> What do you got there? What is that? <laughs> <It's a> Nico. 
Doc size. It's a Nico Brew onesie. <laughs> Doc, please fucking put that but on. It's <laughs> I thought when he said onesie, you know, does anybody realize when we say onesie, we mean with the feet? The feet in it, yeah. No, that's that's a onesie. This you don't have. That's a onesie. Those are footy pajamas. They're different. That is a onesie. You know, if he forks over some sponsorship dough, you might have to wear that at club night, Doc. Oh my god. <laughs> Doc, go in the other room. Please put that on over your clothes. That's better least. than a nutter. Even just, well, Doc, then you don't please. even have to go in the other room. Do it on the go camera. Go take your clothes off and just put that on. <laughs> <laughs> Bebo wants to see the naked Doc in the one. I got ten bucks on it. <laughs> it does. It looks a little big. You, your balls might hang out. It's a little yeah, saggy. If Schumann was here, he'd Keep do your it. underpants yeah. on. Put it on, please. Put it on over your clothes. Yeah, come on. Unsnap that bottom bit and let's. It's like uh, that nice, like baby, like light blue color too. It is. Soft. It's like. A, is it yeah. soft? Doc? <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna wear that tonight. Oh, yeah. oh, Nico's not even in the chat room. No. No. He's in Babyland. Oh, yeah. I think oh, he is, but he's a wave. He had a baby. I think he named his baby Doc, and then he sent Doc this onesie. Where's one get that? I don't know. What size is it? Does it say the size on the back? By the way, you can go to justin.tv slash brewing network. You can see all this. Just says just SP. Small. SP is small? Oh, Nico is here. I think it's like small petite. Oh, <laughs> well, that is two things yeah. Doc is. That, that thing's a small petite. I don't know. It's blobber. Oh, that's uh, it's like a three, blue size. Three T. <laughs> Toddler sizes. Oh, fuck snap me it. in the face. Yeah, you got to <laughs> snap yes, it. You got to do the crotch. <laughs> go stand over uh, by Bevo in, like, in front of the printer. Let her okay. snap it. Let her it. help you. Yeah. There you go. Bevo, Bevo, help Wait, Doc. There's a call I put on hold. Slide that thing over. All right. Yeah, Bevo. I got the call. Shit. You can hang it up. Snap me, honey. This is awkward. <laughs> it is. It's not awkward till he gets a boner and it's, you start to feel that on your knuckles. Why is the material getting tighter? <laughs> yeah. How come? Oh, fucking what the... JP, join in there. Yeah, I'll Let's snap it with there. my mouth. Let me see this onesie. Oh, this is... Oh. <laughs> Doc, you gotta wear that at club night, dude. Seriously. That's yeah, awesome. Well, it actually, yeah. it fits. It, fit. it totally fits. <laughs> your, junk, oh my God. your junk wouldn't fall out of that, dude. That is it's great. Oh. I should wear Depends with it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just put on some nutters or some Depends underneath. Oh, oh man. Depends. That thing's awesome. I bet we can get some sponsor dollars out of them for that if you wear it at uh, oh, NHC. Yeah. It feels good. <laughs> Does it? It feels oh, nice? It is really soft. <laughs> it's nice. Wow. You guys, we just trade it off and then I Bevo can put it on later. It'd be great. All right. Thanks to from Nico yeah. Brew. Nico's saying it's uh, for adults. Oh, it is. Yeah, so it's made. I mean, they're for adult diapers. Like maybe made for grown-ups. Well, like, maybe instead of NHC, right? maybe I mean, instead of BNA five shirts this year, I should do just BNA five mm-hmm. commemorative well, onesies. It's like, it's like the '80s called. Like they used to have things like that for. <laughs> they were just body Leotards. suits. Like yeah, gives new meaning to nutters. It does. So, be, so if, if we got you one, would you wear that just with the nylons underneath like the 80s chicks did? Hell to the no. All right, I'll get it then. Hell <laughs> to the no? <laughs> and you're bagging on Doc for dressing from the 80s? She's from Elsop. Yeah. Prin- I Don't make me get ghetto. Princess 94. I was a lab in the, in the 80s. <laughs> I was too. I was born in the 80s. All right, what else do I have to do? I don't know. <clears throat> Fucking pay me Put a call money. on hold. Uh, who was it? Did he, did you tell me him? It did. Hot man, <laughs> hot man's on the line. What's Uh-oh. happening? Hello. Hey, brother. What's going on? No, I'm drunk. Just drinking. 
I don't have a, uh, a sob story about flooding or a beer going to the second round or a southern accent. All right. What do you have, but man? I can say I have drank a lot of beer tonight. Go ahead. Uh, it's all my Kolsch. I have a keg of Kolsch. It's killed a keg night. And, uh, yeah, probably, uh, probably about, let me say, four, four liter signs tonight. I've been drinking. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> the, the bottom line is that I've been drinking. What's your favorite song, Hopman? Uh, my favorite what? Song? Yeah, yeah. It's going to have to be Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, sing for us, drunk man. A touch of gray. Oh. I know it's cliche, but great tune. Yeah, it gets me through the day. You want to sing us a line or two? Uh, not really, <laughs> but <laughs> do, 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 uh, every silver lining has a touch do, do, of gray. I will get by. I will survive. Uh, hold word. on, that was all fucking backwards, wasn't it? It's close. He's talking. Don't get uh, right there. That's backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's... Uh, yeah, but anyway. I like to smoke. Yeah, I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cackle. Wow. <laughs> cackle. Pharmaceuticals are popular tonight. So how many pharmaceuticals <laughs> are, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone's got a toothache oh, or something. I don't know what's going on out there. <laughs> well, if they're not, they fucking should be. I have leftover. <laughs> leftover painkillers. Leftover Kolsch, German Kolsch beer. Leftover. Where are you calling from? German. Um, St. Louis. He clearly doesn't this know. This is hot man. I'm going for my 2010... Drunk of the Week medal. Oh, you got it last year already? I did win it last year. And I'm going for a 2010. All right. All that right. is allowed, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, allowed. Yeah. I Absolutely. I, 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 I didn't win Drunk of the Year, but hopefully maybe... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Looks so fun. That's one of my favorites, too. Let's <laughs> wait, Doc. Let's wait. I don't care. It's alright. I will. I will. Get by. I will get by. I get by. He's so young, Bebo. What? <laughs> That's right. Give it to her, hot man. I mean, a video for this one. This, song for. this is the best song in the world. It gets you through the day. <laughs> you know, that you face the troubles of 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 a gay man. Society. Oh. <laughs> I, I agree. The best part about I this video is uh, they can almost really make it for real. It's true. Got a couple more to die and then prop them up there.
got Blobberglop on the line now, too, I think. Great times, man. Hello. Hey, Blobber. Hey, Blobber. Hi. All right. Hey, that's the Canadian guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one. Nothing gets by you, hot man. (laughs) Look at how drunk you are. I do pay attention. All right, hot man, you're on. Hot man, you want to sing a, a duet? Blobber, do you want a duet with Hot Man? Absolutely. Do you know the song? No, I'm not going to sing that shit. I don't know what that is. You, yeah. only, you only do Celine? It's not contemporary. Know. Fucking Grateful Dead. How, how, the, how do you not know Grateful Dead? You got to love this video. Because he doesn't The drummer had ass. Bill Walton's you, jacket. You, you live in Celtic Sonia. Canada. That's where all the hippies ran off to. <laughs> you got to know Grateful That's Dead. That's true. <laughs> That's where all the hippies ran up yeah. to. Yeah. He makes a good point. That's true. That's right. All right, Hot Man, you are in the running, my brother. Drug Draft of the Week, dodgers. I got you on there. All right, Blobber, what's going on, man? Uh, Whoa. Wow. Just, I almost fell off my chair there. <laughs> Why? Okay, um, I would like to chug a good beer. Oh, are we going to do a good beer chug? Wait, wait, this yes. is this is uh, Olympics territory. Yes. Yes, it is. Are we jumping uh, the shark on the session right now? Could be. Yes, screw the session. I want more Olympics. What's the What's the good beer? Don't smile when you talk. It's Labatt crazy. Blue. It, it's uh, <laughs> barrel aged Labatt Blue. <laughs> oh, he's getting Saint Bernardus. Oh. Uh, ABT twelve. Oh. Oh. ABT. God. ABT. <laughs> ABT. Chuck. What does that loser. stand for? Apt. Yeah. Uh, Apt. That's not usually your beer bong thing. How much of, of that are you going to chug? Just just a uh, a standard twelve ounce bottle. Oh, boy! You might throw up. No. It, yes. Uh, Dude, do it. It's warm. Oh. You're warm. All right. So you're going to do the chug of a good beer, a good beer yeah, chug. But the problem is, I, I don't have anybody around to tell me when to start and stop. Right. I don't think timing matters in this one. Yeah. You just go ahead and say go and I'll do it, then I'll yell. <clears throat> All right. Then I'll let, yell. Let me get my timer out. <laughs> Blubber really is a simple man, isn't he? He's a very simple man. He doesn't need much. We, we are born of hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Which is why you're simple. Okay, so you just tell me when to start. All right. Now, I, I everybody, no, just no, let me, hang on. No. You tell me when to start. Okay. All right. Then you tell me when you're ready. Let me instruct the room. I would like the microphones quiet so that we can hear him doing it. And then I want to hear him. He has to yell stop. And then give it a second, too, before you burst out in laughter, because yeah. I'd like to hear him puke, too, if okay. that's going to happen. Let it hang there. Uh, so let's uh, the radio silence will be okay. Um, Observe strict radio silence. Okay. I'm shaking my ass, getting ready. All right. Uh, are you prepared for this? I am ready. What are you wearing? No pants. Fair enough. And... Oh, oh, oh. I, I do have lipstick on. Good, good, good. But not on your face, and, I hope. Okay. And a lamp. And a lamp. Okay, good. And, lamp. Okay, here we go. And... Go! Did he do it that quick? No, no, she didn't say done. He's still gulping. Oh. Oh, no, no, it's done. It's been done. Oh. Uh. 
supposed to be all done. You just chugged 12 ounces of warm St. Barnaduce. Uh. <laughs> oh, they're calling him fake in the chat room. Oh, he's going to throw They're saying no way. He's faking it, eh? I think no way, too. Yeah, it was an uh, eight-second uh, chug. Sure. Uh, well. uh, it was. I, I believe him. How you feeling? I, I think, believe him, too. I don't think Canadians are smart enough to lie. <laughs> At least not this one. <laughs> they're like fish. <laughs> okay. Yes, we, we can breathe underwater. <laughs> and he does sound like he's genuinely in pain. I mean, small brains. Oh. Hey, with the band. Okay. I'm just going to soothe you with some Grateful Dead <laughs> so you don't throw up all over your own phone. You all right, buddy? You know, I got no prizes uh, for you for that. Just got the spins. It's making the smoke beer taste kind of wheezy. <laughs> Still drinking? Taste wheezy? No, it's... Like the, wheezy Jefferson? Like Jordan yeah. Wheezy? No. What the fuck does that even mean? No, I mean, I mean you're drinking smoke beer after you just chugged that? Mm-hmm. No, it's down there, but it's, oh. it wants to come back. He has the voice of a guy who's holding back the puke. Yeah. You know how you kind of get that, like... It's the bile in the voice box area. Everything is tightened up underneath yeah. your chin area, and you're just trying to be cool about it. And your butthole's quivering like you really want to throw up. Whoa. <laughs> All right, Blobber, good job. Yeah. I'll leave you on the line if you think you're going to puke. Uh, or if you uh, say something in that train wreck of a voice. All right, so he's not going to puke. All right. Can I, can I sing? Yes. Yeah, what do you want to sing? What's the Hello? first commercial brewery that's going to Yeah, you can sing. What do you want to sing? With a smoke beer called Smoke Monster. <laughs> mm, good call, Jim. Thank you. I did not understand that. Can you hear well, me? What do you want to sing? <laughs> Poker face? My, 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 my poker face. I love that song. It's the only part of the song I know. You would love that song, Bevo. You are such a retard. You might no. see me all blue, all red, every day, every day. <laughs> God, settle down. He's making me uncomfortable. I don't really love that song, just, but I know my, it. My, 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 my poker face. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it with JP. My, my, my. He only wants the chorus, apparently. As always. JP, you can't help out in the verse? I've never heard the song. Bevo can. Come on, Bevo. You were singing it over there. I'm mouthing it. Yeah, well, stop mouthing it. JP was doing it. It's a good song. Yeah? It's a good fucking song. You what like this do? one? Sure. Hello, chat. All right, thanks, Bob. Yeah, Bob. 
What do I have here? Laris and Mark uh, from Boston. Dueling drunks of the week? Yes. What's happening, guys? Yeah? Hello? Hey, what's going on? Laris and Mark. Yeah, Laris and Mark. Larson, Larson, Mark, yeah. Lars. Lars. I've here, sorry. Lars. Lars. It's a Scandinavian, it's it's Norwegian. Yeah, Yeah, no one cares. Bevo's retarded. That's right. right. All right, you guys calling in from Boston? Yeah. Yeah, 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 we're just north of Boston, yeah. Yeah, we're at a wedding right now. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, you guys getting married? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We are, was, you know. Great. You, you caught us on our honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. we did. That's sweet. <laughs> Lars and Mark finally tying the knot. You know, you're you're all oh, close to really special. We always knew you. Yeah, guys no, no. It was our it was our friend Dean and Lindsay. Uh huh. Cool. So you listen on the but, uh, iPhone? You got the app? No, no, we don't have any. Oh, iPhone, I, so okay. I'm not not that advanced. Nice. So we're actually not listening, but it was a good night to call Oh, cool. In. All right. So, so drunk yeah. of the week, uh, and, and you're both applying? Uh, yeah, because we kind of been, you know, drinking hand-in-hand uh, hand and, you know, hand-in-cock uh, and, and what, whatever else. Oh, yeah. right. Pretty much together. working on getting well, drunk. What kind of a wedding is this? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, feeding each other. Yeah, no, we uh, we brewed uh, two five-gallon batches of beer for the, the wedding after party. Oh, so, how, uh, how'd that go over? Uh, pretty well, actually. Uh, Mark made a, a braggot with uh, lavender and lemon balm, mm. which everyone seems to really like. The ladies like that. Did you call it, I don't mean to brag it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chip, that was perfectly awful. <laughs> it was yeah, so yeah. fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to brag it, but you'll love this. It's yeah. <laughs> really good and awful. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. <laughs> but other things we we had uh, some some uh, some Russian standard vodka and mm. sangria that our friend made with Everclear and uh, what else? Is uh, New England corn New England corn whiskey, uh, uh-huh. uh, Patron and Yeho tequila. It's been a uh, hodgepodge. A lot of liquor, you guys been having. To bring, yeah. bring your own bottle to this wedding? Yeah. Well, no, it's the after party, so it's in the hotel suite. So. Nice. <laughs> right in the middle. Took it bar. over. Did you guys, yeah. uh, were you able to get any of the bridesmaids back to that uh, after party? Uh oh. Well, I, I'm, I'm married to one of the bridesmaids, so yeah, I'm taking her home. That's one. Okay, good. I'll give you points <laughs> well, for you that. Know. <laughs> yeah. If everything goes well. And, uh, yeah, make sure you hold yeah, it yeah. And the Reverend Mark here was the efficient. They, they allow that in mass. Really? So, uh, yeah, he's taking himself home, which uh, hmm. works out. Now, because yeah. he's a reverend for the night, he's what well, he has to abstain because he's got his uh, he's got an internet. Yeah, reverend. well, there, there, there were no little boys running around, but uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> that is too bad. I'm going to bed early. <laughs> sounds like a boring. Yeah. Sounds like a shitty wedding. <laughs> I'm out, bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. got to go down to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Window shopping. Well, you, you know, your resume sounds good. Um, yeah. I've got here a bunch of liquor. Is our... <laughs> a bunch of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And homebrew. There was homebrew yeah. in there. So, That's, some homebrew. Yeah. That's a right. plus, but... Yeah. It's called yeah. sucks almost like the fucking Bruins did. Oh! That's oh. a joke. Yeah, well... Yeah. Still got no, the Celtics. No one one guy got it. Yeah, yeah. he did. And All he right. might get it again. <laughs> yeah. You guys are in the but, running. Uh, Sweet. Well, we got we got the the bride here. If you want to talk to her. Oh shit! Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Put her on. Lindsay. What's her name? Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay. 
You're live on the radio. What? I'm here. Hello? Uh, hi, Lindsay. Congratulations on your marriage today. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. What a wonderful thing. Um, and are you wearing white? Um, not presently, but I did earlier. You did wear white. Oh, okay. that fast, huh? Yes. <laughs> well, you guys work quickly. Yeah. Already. Uh, and, uh, and, and what's your husband's name? Ian. Ian. And how long have you known Ian? For about five years. Okay. So you've, you put in some time and you really thought this out. Yeah. So, Lindsay, do mm-hmm. you know that you're on the radio? Um, yes, I've been informed. Okay. Just want to make sure of that. Yeah. She's just really enjoying it. Yeah. What's going on. And, Lindsay, uh, have, you, have you been celebrating tonight with the rest of the folks who sound yeah. like they've been having a good time? Yeah, they are having a very good time. They are. Everyone else is having a good time, except for Lindsay. That was my maid of honor. Yeah. <laughs> She's having a great time. Sounds like... All right. Well, listen. Hey, congratulations, Lindsay. You uh, yeah. uh, good. Good luck with everything, and uh, I hope yeah. that works out. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Then. Hope it doesn't fall apart like the Boston Bruins did. Boy, or that conversation. Damn it. Trying to put Going the joke in again. Boston, huh? No. <laughs> my face, my my poker face. This is the problem with that party is they don't have any of this. Get some Boston. Get some house music. She was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I got married. Hey, that's going to be an exciting uh, marriage you got there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm really happy about it. You might muff up with the muffin? <laughs> you got to be honest with the muffin. Yeah. You know that Doc actually blasts this in his Hummer when he's all alone? Oh, for sure. You know this. He's like, oh, I like this one. I'm going to turn it up. Just Pranks probably, it. It's probably too modern for him. No, that's what I mean. This is his exception. <laughs> I bet he has a Lady Gaga poster in the brew house. <laughs> Lady Gaga does sleep around. She's a weird chick. She's a self-admitted whore. It's a chick. Yeah, yeah. Lady you sure? Gaga. I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was uh, ambiguous. No, no, it's definitely a female. She's yeah. just a butterface. Is it hot? She's all right Butter- looking. Really? Well, she's a butterface. Uh, Everything's hot. Butterface. Thanks for explaining that. I'm it's like saying. explaining the chicken uh, across Wood the road the joke, Bevo. So you're saying she has a bit of the butter? Hey, Wood, I'm going to put you on hold. I got Wood, and I got uh, Sigs97 on the Skype. Sigs. Hello? Yeah. Sigs. <laughs> it's Brandon again. Uh, Brandon! Switched yes. over. Are you testing yeah, your Skype now? Hey, how you doing? I know, man. The damn thing was showing up offline. What the fuck? I don't know, man. Figured this out on Facebook. 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 <laughs> well, I like Brandon and all, but I'm not going to go through some Skype testing. I think he wants to uh, <clears throat> sing a duet with Blobber. Oh, he would have? Yeah. Oh, I just hung up. Hung uh, up. Maybe you should have... Uh, hey, Wood, what's happening? Done a little thing I like to call interview. We got to go. Tasty's going to pass out in a second. He already is. Don't worry about it. Wood. Hello. Hello. What's up, man? Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I got you. I, um, I, have, some, I have some sad news. Uh, Ronnie James Dio died. I heard that today. I heard that. I'd like to do What's a, the sad I'd news? like to do a um, an homage to him, um, oh. one of his most beautiful songs. I'd like to sing it if you don't mind. I don't mind. Um, Would you the, like the backup track or? No, no. This is this is going to be my own interpretation of one of his classics. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but um, I, I do have a request. Um, 
If Doc could dance around in that onesie, <laughs> <laughs> Doc, would you mind uh, dancing uh, to the in the onesie to uh, Woods? Uh, maybe just a couple of shakes. Uh, just okay. keep in right. mind you That'd own your own business and you're do a doctor. So keep it short, I guess, <laughs> and uh, there'll be a couple of shakes from from Doc. Keep your headphones okay, I, on I so you can it. hear the rhythm. You know. <laughs> um, and if you're at home and you're you're kind of sitting and you're sad about this Dio thing, hey, turn up the radio because I think you'll like this. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I need absolute. I need absolute silence, though. All right, I'm going to kill the mics, except for yours. Thank you. And the floor is Here. yours. Thank you. When there's lightning, it always brings me down. Cause it's free, and I see that it's me who's lost and never found. I cry for magic. Hey, I feel it dancing in the light. But it was cold, I lost my hold to the shadows of the night. There's no sign of the morning coming, you've been left on your own like a rainbow in the dark. Like a rainbow in the dark, yeah. Do your demons, do they ever let you go? When you try, do they hide deep inside, is it someone that you know? You're a picture, just an image caught in time. We're a lie, you and I, we're words without a rhyme. Hey, there's no sign of the morning coming. You've been left on your own like a rainbow in the dark. Rainbow in the dark. Yeah. Wow. Doc is great. Doc is really great. (laughs) Yeah, really great. (laughs) Hey, um... Don't tell my wife I called in, okay? I won't. Yeah. Hey, good job, hey, Mr. Wood. Fuck her anyway. Yeah, I've never heard that song either. Oh, Fucking really? Bevo. Please. Was that really supposed to be sung like that? No. It's like this. Oh. Listen and shut up. <laughs> and, and shut up. Did you ever see the uh, South Park where he plays in their dance? No. That's the good right there. Ronnie James. Dead. 2010. Motherfucker. Another one bites the dust. Another great one. At Sammy. He knows Dio. Yeah. I think I might have heard this before. I would never be able to tell you it was Dio, though. Dio. 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 I do like Wood's... Uh, Lounge version. It's great. Oh yeah. If, if, if you could do Holy Diver that way, that'd be great. It's just a rainbow in the dark. Oh, I've heard this. It's just a rainbow in the dark. He played the Concord Pavilion uh, like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he used to front Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. And then his tum tum cancer kicked in and he died. Oh, it's tum tum cancer. Yeah. Thanks. Did I hear a uh, request there? Was there a request? Holy Diver. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, for BNA five, we should play this. I'll play it on the bass. And um, great, we're gonna do an acoustic version of. Well, I know Wood's not going though. What the fuck? You want holy? Will you do Holy Diver also then? Sure, why not? I, let me let me just arrange it really quick. Sure, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Of course. Like Sorry. we insulted him that he couldn't. Can we just pull up the lyrics on his laptop? Well, yeah, let my me fault. Google the lyrics. Yeah, my fault. Oh, there they are. <laughs> I know on my heart because I'm a Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> right. All right. The floor is yours. You know, you're Ronnie James Diva. I think is what you are. Okay. Well, this is. Um, I'm going to have to think about this one. Um, give me a second. Would you like me to play the original version for a moment while you think? Um. Sure. 
Yeah, give me a, give me a couple notes. Give me a give me a tone. Oh, the minute-long intro, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah. do this part, too? Yeah. This is, Can you this just is, play the, the windy sound? This is Blobber standing in a windstorm, <laughs> echoing in his brain. I think Blobber wanted to duet with this, too. This, sounds like what it sounds, this must be what it sounds like inside of Blobber's asshole. <laughs> okay. That's how you can tell it's windy. Oh, dear. You still yeah, there, Blobber? Oh, okay. I think I think I'm feeling it. You are. You getting ready now? I forgot that Holy Diver had such a mellow, yeah. dramatic intro. And then yeah, you just, should talk this up. And it just hammers right into the bass. Coming to you live from Pacheco, California. Thanks Holy for tuning Diver, in to KCAL 97.7 Pacheco, <laughs> California. Ronnie James Dio died today. Loved him all my years. Boy, did he rock. I remember getting his album hot off the wax. He's up with the original Holy Diver right now. Saw him at the Conquer Pavilion just a year ago. Holy Diver, he sure did. Ronnie James, take us away. In about 20 seconds. (laughs) There it comes. Not OJ. <laughs> look out! Look out! Oh, looky here! Look out! Holy diver! Holy diver! You've been down too long in the midnight sea. Okay, I think I have my rendition. Well, see, now I actually am sad that Dio's dead. When I heard it today, I just—I actually just laughed. But now that I'm listening, <laughs> don't don't you see what I mean? Gotta get away! Very D and D. Are you ready, Wood? Sure, I think so. Can I have absolute silence? Sure. Me, uh, of course you can. I'm gonna do my Sean O'Sullivan impersonation, and uh, yeah, you're gonna get a beam or two. Right, or go what? ahead and get this, get this ready. <clears throat> so, whenever if you want to yes, give me the the green light, I'll I'll try it. Uh, the floor is yours. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Andy Wood does Ronnie James Dio. Thank Dio. you. Ba-doom, doom, 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 ba-doom, ba-doom, doom, doom. Holy diver, you've been down too long in the midnight sea. Doom, doom, ba-doom. Oh, what's becoming of me? Doom, 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 ba-doom, doom. Ride the tiger, you can see his stripes, but you know he's clean. Oh, don't you see what I mean? Gotta get away. Motherfucking holy diver. Doom, boom, boom, ba-doom, boom, boom, boom. Shiny diamonds. Like the eyes of the cat in the black and blue, something is coming for you. Race for the morning. You can hide in the sun till you see the light. Oh, we will pray. It's all right. I gotta get away, get away. Between the velvet lies, there's a truth that's hard to steal. The vision never dies, life's a never ending wheel. Holy diver, you're the star of the masquerade. No need to look afraid, jump on the tiger. You can feel his heart, but you know he's mean. Some light can never be seen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Know, you. Wow. Would you actually have a really kind of good voice? Good stuff. Thank you. A, a really Bebo. kind of good voice. We're like uh, we're like cool. uh, Woods Karaoke Bar. No, he has like it's a real good jazzy. singer voice. Yeah. Mm. A lizard. 
Thank yep, you. I got Thank blob around with you now, too. Oh, fuck. Now oh, my dream, my dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this before. Oh, God. Are you eating your microphone when you talk, or what? <laughs> Can you please take it from the back of your throat? <laughs> I can't deal with it. I'm going to hang up. Blo- blobber, fix your microphone. It sounds like Blobber is riding on a, a nuclear weapon. <laughs> You're disrespecting Ronnie James Dio right now. Yeah, Blobber. Gosh. I can't do it, Blobber. Fuck off. Fuck off with your <laughs> shitty microphone. Sick of it. So sad. <laughs> so sad. Sick of you ruining yeah. Wood's art with your terrible... Yeah. All right, I gotta get us out of here. Can I was just gonna say, get Blobber like, a new microphone. As fun as this is, can can we wrap this up? Yeah. All right. Hey, Wood. Yeah, I, I, I feel like my welcome is worn out. No, so your well, go. your welcome was was never worn out. Blobber worn wore it out for you. You did great, Wood, and thank you very much uh, yeah, for, for honoring yeah. a great man today. Thank you and good night, everyone. And I hope my IPA ferments well. Good night, brother. I hope it sucks. Bless your beer. Bless your beer, my son. Is that his? Is that his sign off? Is that his official uh, sign-off now? I really didn't give a shit today, but now that I'm listening, oh, yeah. I remember. Well, what else has he done after this song? Well, it's like when George Nothing. Harrison died. I was really sad about that, too. And then I was like, eh, I only like four of his songs. I mean, he's good in the Beatles, of course. Don't get me wrong. But they died a long Tell time Paul ago. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy diva! I like when he just starts to mumble it. Blue coming after you, holy Okay, drunk of the week. We have uh, Hopman, who is real drunk, actually. He was the one who just drank a whole bunch of his Kolsch and sounded real drunk. Uh, then we had Lars and Mark. They were at the wedding. They had a bunch of uh, tequila and uh, everything else. Vodka. He had, had a lot of. Um, a bunch of uh, liquor and a bit of homebrew, too. Yeah, that- Corn brewed, homebrew. Right. Um, then we we had. Uh, I think our first call was. Uh, well, our first call was Brandon. Uh, he was Brandon our, the drag. He was our guy from Nashville, and he did give a variety of beers, but sounded pretty sober. Um, he did have a Bud Light at Chuck E. Cheese. I, I don't want to leave. Right. I don't want to leave that out. He he messaged me to remind me that he had the Isabella Proximus. Oh, that's right. He did have that, which was nice. Um, All right. And then we had, let's see, Baxter uh, called in, and he had a couple of different Lagunitas beers. You know I don't speak Spanish. The WTF. uh, uh, It's from the Crick. No. Oh, was he the Perk? No. No, Quinn was the Perk. Oh, right. I was getting to Quinn. Yeah. Uh, so he had the Stout. Uh, Baxter had Stout, IPA, uh, WTF, a Harvest from Sierra, and some other Lagunitas. And then Quinn had four Hellas, a couple of Duvels, a Doppelbach, and a Perk. A Perk set. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if it's all right with you guys, I, I'm, I'm going to narrow it down to the two people. To me, it was either um, Hotman, who was all drunk on Kolsch, his own Kolsch. Uh, and, and by all means, correct me if you guys think I'm wrong. He was the one who sounded drunkest, and then Quinn with the couple of beers and he the perk between those two people. Is that all right if we I just disagree. vote on those two? Okay, who do you want to add in there? I just want to be controversial. Uh, oh, all right. 
Uh, I think the black is a good athlete. <laughs> so anybody, anybody, you know, speak now forever. Hold your peace. We'll keep it to those two. That's so we fine. can just do a single hand raise. Can, can you name them? All okay, again? so it's Hopman and Quinn. Those are the two in it. Hopman was the drunk all yeah, on his own Kolsch, right. and Quinn was a few beers and a Percocet. I'm in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones don't count. Anymore. Unless you want them back in, <laughs> Lars Jeez, we're and never Mark. Get out of here. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Raise your hand if Hot Man is the drunk of the week. Yeah, he was good. It's unanimous. Was Hot good. Man's the drunk of the week. Good job, <laughs> Hot Man. Now, Quinn, listen, you put up a good fight. You don't be discouraged, sir. You uh, you keep it up because uh, you were close. Uh, other than it was unanimous, we all did respect you for your effort and certainly for your addition of uh, uh, additional pharmaceutical inebriants. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Although, please, be careful on your liver, man. Your pharmaceutical. Uh, you know, the liquor and those things at the same time, you got to go easy. You know, once a week's enough. Yeah. Maybe twice. Well. How much do you have? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need <laughs> so, to parcel it out at this point. That's right. Hot man, congratulations, uh, Drunk of the Week. You will get yourself some... Uh, Belgian candy sugar, courtesy of Dark Candy Inc., our wonderful sponsor, who's uh, been with us for a long time, and uh, boy, do we like them. Yeah, very handsome. They're handsome. Yeah, their their sugar is handsome. Uh, yeah, it's sweet. I handsome myself up. It's, I pour it on me. It's weird. It's sweet too. It's their sweet. sugar is real sweet. How they do that? Um, God, I didn't do feedback, but I didn't really need to. There was only one thing in the feedback. Um, the feedback that we didn't get to, though, was brought to you today by Brewmaster's Warehouse. Ah. You can go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and check out their brew builder. And oh, yeah. uh, you go there and you can build your recipe as you shop. And then when you go to your shopping cart, everything's there. It's amazing. It's all there waiting for you. Uh, I wish you were like the that shopping cart. It's great. Chat's announcements me. were brought to you by the Sam Adams Long Shot Competition. And what are the dates uh, for so entry on that? Starting tomorrow, you can start getting your entries in until okay. the 28th. Okay. But you only have to the 28th, category 23, four bottles, no charge. Good. Okay. Where's the drop-off or mail-in? Go to the Sam Adams Long Shot, you know, Google it, and they have all the info there. Perfect. Booyah. More beer is, is a site. Three different sites. That's a drop off. Okay. Yeah. And it's all free, and that's really the you know just a wonderful part about it. And uh, there's one style. It's easy yep. to do. So uh, please enter the long shot competition. Uh, you know, the Brewing Network has had quite a reign over the last uh, couple of few years yeah. with the long shot competition. I'd like to keep that up. Yeah, don't fuck it up for yeah. us. I'd like to see you guys. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see you dominate once again. Dominatrix. Sometimes it'll last a couple years, right, Tasty? That's right. If you're lucky. Yeah, you'll... <laughs> Ride that horse till it falls over. Bleed right over. <laughs> yes, Bevo. Anything? You're looking at me like a she's like a mistake. She may have had a thought. Like you're a steak. You're looking at me like I'm a bag of Ruffles potato chips. Mm, Ruffles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me make sure I didn't forget anything. I feel like I'm forgetting. So- oh, <clears throat> tell you what, I'm forgetting. You know, if you need a, a, a nice piece of brewing software, oh. and uh, and by the way, if you want a nice uh, free couple-week trial, go to Beersmith.com, and uh, I've been using it now, and I love it. Uh, two weeks free, go to Beersmith.com, you can check it out, so that if you don't like it, uh, hey, no harm, no foul. Uh, you can go back to whatever you were using. I think you're going to find that the interface is a little nicer, it's a little newer, and uh, in a lot of ways, it's a, it's a little easier. Uh, it's very dynamic, and you can really uh, adjust everything you need to adjust about your brew day by going to a Beersmith. So check it out. Uh, I'm enjoying using it, and uh, you know, listen, my beer's probably no reflection of it, but I am a techie. 
And being the techie that I am, I do like good software and, and good programs. So Beersmith, you can go to Beersmith.com, get your two-week trial today, and just check out all the features. At least uh, you, know, you won't be sorry, I think, by looking at everything that it can do. And uh, also, I think you'll get a response if you ever like have customer service inquiries, if you're having a problem with your program. And, you know, I'm just saying, I've been around uh, the homebrew industry for a little while now, and I understand uh, a few of the different dynamics. And I think if you're having any trouble with the Beersmith uh, Smith software and you uh, send, your, send a feedback email or, or, or some kind of an email or, mm-hmm. or try to make contact, I think you're going to actually get an answer about what you need to know, and it's a fully supported program, so I wouldn't hesitate to check it out over at Beersmith because I know that can be frustrating, and Beersmith likes to respond and uh, help you out with, with the problems. So check it out, beersmith.com. Yes, Bevo? Hotman's last uh, drunk of the year or drunk of the week was a year ago tomorrow, so this is Ooh. his weekend. Wow. Well, anniversary, huh? Wow. Good job. Once again, Hotman. It's a repeat. Okay, you're done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, and by the way, this week is American Craft Beer Week. You can go to AmericanCraftBeerWeek.org and check out all the different stuff going on this week. Yeah, I think there's something happening at the 218 tomorrow that I'm going to go to. Oh. You yeah. think or you know? I only think. I was told, but Kate the Great told me there's something going on out there, and I think I'm going to go out. Know. Let's check it out. I'll let you guys know. You want to go with me, don't you? Yeah. To the 2A for a little American Craft Beer Week action. Also, I know that if yeah. you... Uh, I would love to. Oh, I got a job. I would love to. It's at night, you fucking ass wanker. I got 24. <laughs> 24? <laughs> oh, well, Always got fear of people. Again, yeah. ass wanker. Oh, I have social anxiety. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, the wheel fell off my car. I can't actually make it. Dude, can you Did you see that, that Doc? The no. wheel fell off JP's Volkswagen while he was driving down the road. <laughs> that shit to the wheel fell off. Suck <laughs> <laughs> uh, Front or the back? Back. Back left. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Just riding along and suddenly the ass dropped. Like, what the fuck? And I look in my side view mirror. saw my wheel just war- wobbling in the, in the middle of the road. It was awesome. Jim, when, when Cube said, I can make the ass drop, that's yeah. not what he, he wasn't talking about loosening the lug nuts. Oh, really? No, you got to put bags in there. Oh, <laughs> fuck me. But aren't the, the nuts supposed to keep the wheel on? That's what, they, that's what she no, said. No, they're just for looks, Bebo. Well, so. what happened to yours? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's the mystery. It is the mystery. I almost wound up. In I don't sp- think you should trust your roommate no. to help you work in your car anymore. Let me yeah. let me just point out a couple of things that have happened on your car when your okay. roommate's helping you. Yes, he broke your steering wheel and the windshield. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> he sh- he broke the windshield. Uh, yes, he did do that. He, the lug nuts were not tight enough. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> and every time JP talks about his friend, and and I always I start to point this out, he goes, "No, no, but he really knows what he's doing. Like he used to have a Volkswagen. Yeah, so did half a million Jews. And look what happened." <laughs> to them so listen he's trying to kill you <laughs> he's probably to, i'm just pointing out i'm sure he's nice it's it's great to have help yeah you might want to watch over his work a little better well sleep you know, with one eye open yeah well seeing as now i, I almost ended up in someone's living room <laughs> right losing control of my car you might pay uh, attention yeah all right so it was just the lug nuts so the whole drum came on no, the, the drum was on. Hurt. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Did it do irreparable damage? No. Uh, maybe. No. Well, Emotional. No. Tore my boot and um, fucked some stuff. Yeah. Ooh. So we'll see. Take the mechanic tomorrow. <laughs> he drove like 45 feet on the drum. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I had to get it around the corner. Yeah, of course. Were cool sparks flying? <laughs> I don't know. It was during the day. I hope not. Yeah. It didn't catch fire. Yeah. 
All right, everybody. Next week, we've got Peter Hoey uh, from the new brewery Odonata, and he's going to be talking about uh, their Saison, which is making waves in the beer world right now. I'll be talking to them. Yeah. And then we're off the week after that. I'm going to be in New York City, hopefully hanging out with some BNers on the Thursday City. night. Yeah, Get a rope. Uh, 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 I think that's it, right? That's it. Give American Craft Beer Week next week. Chicago Beer Week. Atlanta Beer Week and Minnesota okay. Beer Week all next week. That's a Pacheco Beer Week. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we you hold know. the whole thing down at the California Grand. It's all get beer on the week website all the time around here. That's, That's true. That's why beer. we don't have it because every day is Beer Week, yeah. Casino Week. Every afternoon is Beer, beer Week. week. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, rest in peace, Ronnie James Dio. Fucking wanker. You don't have a choice. Right to the high